fix my mic.
all the nerds. This is for the brainiacs. This is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back. You ain't gonna touch me. You not gonna do nothing. You are not above me. I bet you wish you was me. I know it. I know. of the only friends podcast we're here we're popping we're ready to get it off man i gotta tell you we've been here since 11th i, I think i came at 11 a.m yeah planning to go live at one mm -hmm. uh, five hours later it's 4 15 we've sent landon home he had mm -hmm. enough he, he couldn't, take he it couldn't fucking take it anymore yeah. he's just so he's down on the whole thing he's just like i can't believe that this is what's happening to our industry right now man the sim broke uh, but it's okay because us old heads, we've been we've been around the block. We've mm -hmm. seen some shit. I'm joined right. by my council of peers, Christian Soto, coming to us from whatever Airbnb he has rented out across the world right now. <laughs> hey, Chen, still got that virtual background, huh? Oh no, he's frozen. <laughs> is he frozen or is he just? Uh... It'd be great if he just sit like that. I truly, I don't know, but he's definitely making Guapo's job hard. If mm -hmm. if we don't know, uh, Guapo, do you have any insight? Do you think he's frozen or do you think he's fucking around? Uh, I think he would have no, said he's something. Definitely by now. frozen, right? Okay, yeah. he's definitely frozen. That's that's gonna be an issue. Uh, of course, uh, per usual, Conrad is on the case. What's the you, you're seeing those fingers fly. He, he's he's out here. He's looking. He's got a monitor off to the side. He does. He's uh, got. He's upgraded from the uh, laptop to the monitor. The the uh, thing is, yeah. I don't think he's using Old it desktop. to top. I don't think he's using it to do more research. I'm confident he's six tabling. Yeah, he is. He is. I'm confident that. Uh, oh, we got the blue screen of death. Uh, everything he's, is going right. He's all in right now with Jack Foroff. Okay. Oh fuck. Well, that's strong. That, <laughs> I will say. I will say the memes are fucking gold, man. They're like, fucking rolling. When, when Helmuth called off with the Queen 4 versus Foxen, uh, I don't remember what series was going on. It might have been Scoop time for, for stars. And I just remember like meme after meme after meme of like people who were like three bet jamming in MTTs with, uh, with like Queen 4 off and shit like that. Just so, so incredible. Uh, I saw a lot of that coming around uh, the Twitterverse today. Man, Twitter is fire. I went to a comedy show last mm. night. Uh, went to see Bert Kreischer, by the way. I can't believe you didn't come, of all people. Uh, I have no idea who this guy is. No, but he is he's your guy. Oh, Jeno sent me three, Jen, Jen, three reels. Jen tried, me, tried to get me to go, and I wasn't She sent you the same fucking three reels she sent me. They she were said, all miserable. She didn't send him anything. I, you're, yeah. you're, you just don't know what good comedy is. <laughs> oh, but my God. She sent me one, and I was like, I don't know who this is, and this it didn't. Well, yeah. you should have watched it. He's, he's his most, uh, I mean, he's done like a bunch of shows and stuff on Netflix, but uh, his most famous joke, so to speak, the thing that really got his career started was this uh, joke called, uh, it's basically about him being the machine. And it's the story of him going to Russia and meeting a bunch of uh, rough, Russian mobsters and just going, I am the machine. Uh, great joke, right? Classic Burt Kreischer joke. He closed the show on it, but he had gotten drunk at that, by that point, because mm -hmm. today he begins sober October with Joe Rogan and a few of his uh, other friends, right? right? So he had decided last night he was going to blow it out. And by, the, by this point, we're 90 minutes into the show. He got a little drunk. He's halfway through the joke. Out of nowhere, he just has the entire audience standing, singing the Star Spangled Banner. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, it, was, it was incredible. Um, I don't know why I brought that up. There was an actual reference I was trying to make there. Uh, where Oh, the memes. Uh, 
Still don't know why I brought it up, but that's that's at least what I was trying to tie to. Anyway, uh, this shit is starting to get uh, a lot of recognition, uh, similar to the chest chess world with with that scandal. Although mm-hmm. I think it took a lot more time. Uh, I saw yesterday that an article in the New York Post had come out. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Got to tell you, it's funny to me to watch poker get like mainstream and uh, complete lay people attempt to cover it. Yeah, <laughs> they're lost, man. Well, yeah, I, I mean, understandably so, but like, uh, this is just kind of somebody said, like, "Hey, some shit happened on a YouTube mm-hmm. show. You guys should write an article about it." Yeah, uh, I, I think Guapo might have that article if he's uh, if he's not dead over there. I mean, to be fair, it's not. Too I think far he's working on the, Chin, so it's mm, not too far okay. from the shit that happened on the show. Go on. <laughs> I'm just saying the article. What the uh, Jack Four? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I think it's difficult to try to uh, relay to other lay people. And that's, that's really the biggest issue that we're having with this whole, I don't want to call it a scandal, but like whatever the hell it is. Uh, it's difficult to relay to lay people what this all means, right? Okay. Like they just see Jack four. They're like, eh, I like Jack five. That hand has a name, <laughs> you know, Motown, baby. Uh, his favorite hand. So she called him Juan. Like, what's the big deal kind of thing. And that's almost kind of fair. I guess, right? Like if, if you're an outsider looking in and you literally don't know anything about poker, it's not that unreasonable to, uh, to, to like look at one hand without any other context and just say, wow, pretty fucking crazy. This woman won 270,000 with Jack four high. Right. But uh, to anybody who's ever played the game, <laughs> you know, we kind of look at it. It's such a head scratcher. It's so hard to really understand mm-hmm. fully what the hell was going on? Right. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 go ahead. Damn near impossible to figure out it's, what's going on. <laughs> give, give, uh, give, give the people a little bit of your thoughts while I go help Guapo. Yeah. Go okay. ahead. Go ahead, Connie. What do I think? Okay. Well, I mean, I don't believe in like things just happening. Like two plus two usually equals four. Yeah. So when I see something that doesn't seem right, that doesn't like, it just doesn't hit me correctly, I feel like something's wrong. I'm usually gonna stick with my instincts. You're 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 very you're you're skeptical, which is I guess it's it's good to be skeptical, but you need to um you know you need to have as much uh, information as you possibly can. Yeah, so, absolutely. But I'm gonna right. stay skeptical until right. I figure out some mm-hmm. facts of what's going on. Right. Or I think like it's something. I think when this first came out, you know, everyone jumped to one side or the other side. And um, I think it's 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 more it's better to, to to stay more you know in the middle until you until you can get as much information as you can that's going to lead you to one way or the other. I think that's what kind of happens mm-hmm. with like an extreme situation. Yeah. Like when you see an extreme situation, like the the mobs are just going to go. Like mm-hmm. they they find their their side and they stick to it. Right. And like I I'm trying to like stay very objective through this mm-hmm. and like not say like cheating not cheating right but man it's just like this shit doesn't happen this is a hunt you called off a hundred and five thousand dollars right but with jack high and then had right no but the money the, yeah but but the money means different to you know the, like the dollar amount might not matter yeah because right? no, no, like a hundred thousand dollars means one thing to one person and a completely different thing to don't another get me person. All, don't so, get me wrong it's all relative but at right. the same time it's a hundred thousand dollars like that's right the, but 
it might not even be her money at all, right? Yeah, well, we know it's not. Right, right, we know, right, exactly. So, so it's a lot easier to make that call uh, when it's not your money. Yeah, I also right? just think that there's a, a bunch of other things that like are adding up. Like mm -hmm. when I say two plus two equals four, I I'm not just I'm kind of referring to like the jack four hand, right. the ace king hand, the right. jack eight hand. That's why we want to go go through, you know. Uh, all the evidence that there is, I know that uh, you know Bertucci's gonna was gonna do. They're gonna do um, a, an investigation, mm -hmm. and and there's there's multiple hands. There's there's more footage to go through, yeah. and we'll have to uh, we'll have to comb through everything so we can figure out what really did happen. I'm if we ever do. I'm kind of excited to break. Like, yeah. Did look, we get Chin back? Chin's here. His camera's not on for some reason. Christian, if you want to turn your camera on, that'd be fucking great, buddy. We'll get you in the mix. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're 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 gonna we're gonna slide you right on in here. Uh, mm -hmm. Guapo, just make sure that desktop audio is uh, unmuted so that we can hear him. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think that uh, you guys are making some pretty good points, and we're gonna spend a lot of today's show covering a lot of that stuff. So the plan today is uh, we're gonna go over all of the statements that have been released since we were live last yesterday morning. That's gonna include uh, a statement that Robbie sent me via text, as well as uh, yesterday Garrett uh, put out one tweet kind of commenting on uh, Doug's video that he had put out yesterday. Uh, and then finally, Charles's uh, statement on Twitter uh, for uh, basically defending his wife. Then we're going to comb through uh, a little bit of a reaction to Ingram's show yesterday. We're going to go through the uh, specific interviews that we thought were most relevant, uh, as well as Doug's video that he released both yesterday and today. Uh, my hope with this show and more shows that come out are basically to keep everybody informed as we gain information. And then while we're doing work behind the scenes a little bit, uh, just kind of laying everything out in an organized manner, trying to get to the bottom of this because I'm 36 hours in and <laughs> I have to fucking tell you, man, I, I this is such a head scratcher to me. It really my, is. my initial reaction, like my, like as far as passing the eye test goes, this doesn't make any sense. Right. Like that hand does not pass the sniff test, period. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's all there is to it. When it comes to, uh, you know, kind of breaking down all of the evidence and everything else, like it's like any good conspiracy theory, man. If I watch something that says like she 100% cheated, I will walk away saying she 100% cheated. Like you can, you can, you can uh, sway me, right? Mm -hmm. And then I watch something else that says she 100% is innocent, and it's like, okay, you're going to sway me right back. And that's mm -hmm. kind of the nature of not having answers in an incomplete world, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where how, how I've been. I've been swaying back and forth, like, as new information comes out or more, more stuff. It's, I, I was never on one side or the other side. I was kind of in the middle, mm -hmm. just going back and forth from 60-40 this way, 60-40 that way. Right. You know? right yeah. I haven't swayed across any lines. I'll this tell you, guy, I'll tell you I'm that much. Okay. I haven't swayed across yeah. any fucking lines right. in the middle yet. Right. But, like, yeah. I, I am Shocker. going... I, yo, right. what do you want me to tell you? When something smells dirty, right. it's fucking dirty. Right. <laughs> like, uh, I, you, no, you you yourself said that yeah. nothing's 100%. You Nothing is 100%. Sure. You don't know for sure, right? No, yes. Of course, but because how I'm, can you? Yes, but I say that because, like, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm going between, like, 90% and, like, 60% very yeah. quickly right. in the last couple, 36 yes. hours. Do we have Chin, Guapo? But his, his, his call is on here? He just hasn't turned his video on and we can't, he's not speaking. All right, I'll text him. That's fine. Uh, the show will roll on without him, however. 
Uh, big shout out to Jay Willix, uh, who put a super chat up. He said, how does nobody make it? Uh, well, I think what he meant is nobody makes it from Max Payne uh, to an Ivy League game in less than 10 days. Who introduced her to the game? Also, barely win with no water bottle on the table. Crushes with water bottle, uh, which I thought HCL doesn't allow. It is weird that she was allowed to keep the water bottle on the table, um, but I don't personally think that that had anything to do with cheating. I think that that was just her method of uh, kind of promoting Faraz's uh, coaching, but I could be wrong. I look, it's a foreign object on the table where there's not allowed to be any. So it's like the magic bullet. You yeah, know? in and of itself. If, well, hey, hey, welcome back. Bro, there he is. Right up. bro you, that shit was crazy. I'm, got, glad I'm, I'm glad I'm here to join you all, but that that was a while. I, I just went through the jungles of the internet to try to get on this call. <laughs> what, what happened? You were connected from our side. I don't know, man. Technology is hard. I need a, I need a vibrator. We thought you were trolling in the beginning because your face was just frozen. And I kind of gave you a, I, it was just a very light ribbing. I said, Chin's calling from whatever. What else air, is new? What else is new? Whatever Airbnb he's staying at. And uh, you just I'm said this thing. This is my house. I own it. Oh, oh, Thank you. is this the one that you purchased? Leave Not me alone. Oh, Let's wow. Congratu Congratulations, sir. <laughs> Good for you. Okay. Um, do we have video for Christian yet? Okay. Do you need me to come help? Sure. Okay. Uh, Can you see me? Yeah. Talk amongst yourselves for a moment. Oh, I'll now be he's on. Okay. Oh, now Never we mind. Go. We're good. Okay. I set it up perfectly uh also shout out to joe laflora uh hit us with a super chat he said i made a spreadsheet of every hand she vpip timestamps handy joe My yes we need, that. We yes. need that yes he just made our lives so much easier please send that over to me um dm me on twitter uh would probably be the best way i think that would be the easiest thing um Wait, which joe is that joe lafuria yo L -A. joe lafuria you're gonna get a free month of software wire yeah, I got you. We'll take For care sure. of you, man. Uh, shoot me a DM on Twitter. Uh, that's going. We'll, we'll talk about that near the end. But that is our plan of attack moving forward: is to start to dig a little bit deeper into all of this nonsense. Uh, uh, maybe nonsense is the wrong word. I don't want to downplay a uh, two hundred seventy thousand dollars situation. <laughs> that easily could be more. Very I mean, like, very serious situation. Yeah, yeah like I mean, wild. well, the thing is, is like if this got caught early, then it <clears throat> it feels like a nothing burger to all of us watching mm -hmm. because the money was returned, and as far as we know, like no other money was stolen, right? Yeah. But it had this gone on for a year, like possible at now what twenty five times the stake level that he was playing. Yeah. Could have been millions. Mm -hmm. He stole one hundred fifty k. If yeah. you amplify it by twenty five x, that's a lot more than one hundred fifty k. She did that, in, or. In supposedly one hand yes <laughs> yeah. okay let's get to the shits um first let's talk about uh the let's talk about the public persona of all of this right mm -hmm. so all of this goes down uh thursday evening so we're, we're going to recap the timeline really quickly all this goes down thursday evening twitter is ablaze uh the the, the place is just going off right so um Garrett leaves and Twitter explodes. Joe Ingram goes live, emergency broadcast. He's going to dig in deep, like buckle up, baby. He's going to put in 100 hours this week for sure. Okay, so <laughs> we all rally behind that, of course. Twitter is going back and forth, conversations everywhere. Stream ends. Robbie then takes to Twitter. And she basically comes out and says, like, you know, same things that she said on the Hustler Live stream. She misread her hand. Uh, she just kind of made a soul read. She's been, like, coming after uh garrett in some sort of way because she felt attacked yada 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 right uh she also 
spoke about why she gave the money back and all these other things. Now we fast forward to uh, yesterday. So like a little over 24 hours later. And <laughs> it's starting to get a little aggro out in these streets, man. Everybody's picked their team. Mm-hmm. Everybody's chosen a side. Uh, Garrett is being cast in a light that I've never in my life seen Garrett cast in. And I wouldn't wish it upon my worst enemy because I know what that fucking feels like. I know what it feels like to be Garrett right now. Like, I know what it feels like to be the guy that everybody has taken a stance against in some sort of trivial or non-trivial manner, right? Like, this is non-trivial because it's about a lot of money. It's about ethics. It's about uh, keeping our game clean. Um, I've definitely been a part of, like, some some ganging up whenever it comes to, like, some pretty trivial shit, too. So, like, I get it, man. The internet is fucking loud, and they come with pitchforks. Garrett's a, a pretty even-keeled dude. I'm sure that he's not paying too much attention to Twitter, but he did make a statement yesterday, right? Um, if you if you got that handy, Guapo, uh, he basically came out and quote tweeted Doug's uh, Doug's video, and he said the best concise summary of events. Notes: uh, She several times states that she wasn't threatened. Uh, this is confirmed by um, the Hustler Casino Live crew and Joey Ingram videos. Uh, then she tweets that she was anyway. Uh, there was a vibrating device in her pocket via our podcast. I don't know if it was a vibrating device or device to be clear. Like that wasn't exactly what I said. I just said it appears to be. It was a data be, point. It was yeah, just a data point. There just appears to be something in her pocket. Right. It looks like phone-like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shaped like a phone. Uh, and then uh, the last point I'll read after I go back and read her statement. So prior to him coming out, she says, uh, Garrett, I've got an idea. After I'm vindicated, let's go heads up. The whole world can watch me read you all day. I got to tell you, uh, if I thought she was innocent prior to that statement, it shifted a little bit. <laughs> like it, had to, right? it just shifted a little bit because it's like, come on, you don't, you don't know what a blocker is. And you want to play like one of the best players in the live venue heads up. You're, in, you're basically implying that you know something about him that allows you to play perfectly. Right? So like she's kind of implying that one way or another, mm-hmm. she has perfect information. Yeah. Whether that's a tell that she's picking up off of Garrett or, uh, you know, some way that he carries himself or speech play or like basically she's insinuating that she has seen enough to know enough about Garrett's game to be able to beat him heads up, which is crazy, right? Like crazy. She's not uh, like, let's call a spade a spade. She, I, I am not of the mind that she's dumb for what it's worth. Like, I, I kind of want to dispel that a little bit because I know that's been a narrative that's been pushed. I thought she sounded very eloquent on Joe's, Joey Ingram's podcast yesterday. Mm-hmm. I am of the mind that she's not poker savvy. She's right. not sharp when it comes to poker strategy, right? So how are you going to close that 20-year gap between your knowledge of the game and Garrett's if, uh, if you don't know something? Go, Chin. What do you mean? She's going to get coaching by Faraz. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm that. I'm in a mood today, man. I'm in a mood. They're gonna get. They're gonna get some real shit today. Tell us about. Anyway. Oh, is that is that is this what happens? He pauses the video to go get some fucking food, and then mm-hmm. oh, internet crashed. No, that's not what happened. <laughs> but I did get some food. That's okay. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, you gotta eat. You know? <laughs> you know, we all gotta eat, man. We all gotta eat. I, I mean, I haven't <laughs> no. eaten. Yet. So anyway, look, look. She, in fairness, she did say she would play anyone that thinks that she's bad. It's not only. It wasn't only yeah. Get, like again, she started though. with Garrett, right, right. Then went on to say, you know, look, I, I think I'm getting better. I think I'm good at poker. Like I'll play whoever, you know. And the, so, 
She clearly Whatever, doesn't. Man. She clearly doesn't care about money. We know that. Fine. Obviously, she calls you know a hundred thousand dollars with with Jack Eyes. So so it's not a money thing. I mean, we've she doesn't seen worry about losing money. Right, right. I think it's more like of an ego. It's, said it's an ego. Some, like, right, it's an ego play, thing. Right, like people yeah. people with money. Mm-hmm. It's an ego. It's a pride thing. It's a it's an ego. It's a pride thing. She she wants to say like, listen, I don't care. I I I'm prideful. I I. Okay, it could be game. an right. ego or pride thing. Right. Or it could be that she's cheating. Or like, that. Right. Like, I, I, <laughs> right. Of course. Right. That's the other side of it. This is the big thing is that mm-hmm. it only can be an either or. Right. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to make sweeping statements. I don't believe uh, very much about this whole thing to be black or white. What you're saying is if she was cheating, she's saying, I'll play you again and attempt to cheat again. Correct. Wow, that's that's bold. Well, I mean, it's I mean, bold that's like strong. like you know what? I didn't cheat in the hypothetical world where she did cheat. She's saying I didn't cheat, and I'm going to play again, and I'm going to well, cheat. Is it really again. that? Is it really that crazy to double down in a spot where you've done something nefarious? I mean, it's also kind of a free roll, right? I know. Like, I know right. a lot of people who are RTAing. They're telling I me I takes, can come sweep their house right no, now and look know. on their computers. I'm just saying it. It, it takes a lot of uh, a lot of guts to uh, to cheat again when the whole world has eyes on you thinking that you cheated well yeah but we've also seen this before right it's like every time you watch one of these like murder shows or whatever and they catch the person the person mm-hmm. like doubles and triples and quadruples down on right. like every story of why yeah. they didn't do it yeah, et yeah, yeah. so like mm-hmm. it it could just be the case that you know she's this is like one of the ways that she kind of is saying like look I'll play you off stream. Maybe it, maybe she doesn't even have the plan to do that. You know, maybe that's just something that, you know, she's using to, to help her case. So mm-hmm. we don't know. Yeah. We, I think we, that's, we don't know. we're still waiting. I think that's right. the bigger point is that, uh, you know, it, it can only be ignorance plus arrogance or, uh, nefarious activity plus arrogance. Right. And in any event, uh, the heads up matches, I would have assumed is very unlikely to happen because if Garrett does believe he's being cheated, he's never going to agree to play her heads up. And if he believes that it's on the up and up, then uh, sure. He absolutely should play her, but now you have to question why the fuck she's offering this match to begin with. Right. Mm -hmm. They said naked heads up. She said naked heads up. (laughs) Wait, where, where, where naked heads up, bro. Only fans, whatever. Where did she say this? Where? She said, "Naked heads up, only fans." Why does he keep just repeating himself when I ask where, where she did she say it? that? Bro, she said it on Joey's pod. Okay, that's what I was asking for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> Vinny, you're cheating. Jesus Christ, can't get what and where com- confused. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so that takes me back then to Garrett's statement, which he ended with, only right that I accept her heads up for roles while retweeting Doug, uh, you know, because Doug is uh, known for his heads up play. Um, I obviously don't think anything's going to come of this. Uh, you know, prior to today, I just saw this as kind of like gamesmanship almost in this whole mm-hmm. thing with the back and forth. Uh, I think that both of them are in very weird situations, right? Like this whole thing is tough. I was thinking about this on the drive over, right? And I was putting myself in Andy's shoes where almost always throughout the course of my career in any scenario I was in where something off happened at the table, whether it be 
uh, a verbal altercation, uh, a, a weirdly played hand, a miscounted stack, uh, a, an exposed card, all the, all the mechanical things that can happen in a live venue, plus all the social things that can happen where people will feel uncomfortable, whatever. I feel like I've always made it my business to not police these things in an overbearing way, but to be hyper aware of them and to uh, step in as the professional when necessary, right? Like in instances where uh, one person was obviously getting it wrong, stepping in. Uh, and I put myself in Andy's shoes on the drive over here and I was thinking to myself like, well, how would I have handled that, right? I don't fucking know, man. I think his initial reaction was really well. Agreed, but uh, I'm thinking big picture of it all, right? So like, how would I handle them doing mm -hmm. business outside of the table and her ultimately giving the money back? How would I handle being an onlooker to the game continuing to run after somebody who I have high regard for calls foul, yeah. right? And then leaves. How would I react almost certainly before the stream ends, knowing that her and Rip have a financial investment in one another, yeah. right? Like, how would I handle all these? And I just kept coming to the same conclusion over and over again of, I don't know that this is a scenario where I wouldn't have felt like I was overstepping at some point to speak up. And I think that that is what makes this such a challenging scenario. And the, you know, the reason why I think that ultimately that, that is the settling feeling that I have is because it's so anecdotal when it happens in real time. There's no context, right? right. It's just a fucked up hand mm -hmm. that, you know, your suspicions raise. Uh, you know, I was even talking about this with Chin off air of like, what would you do if this hand happened in a private home game? And I was like, I would leave. Yeah. Like, I would for sure leave. Right. And the difference there is the home game aspect versus being on Hustler Live. Mm -hmm. And I think what I'm arriving at is in that sort of environment, uh, I should be more prone to just like quitting the game as far as like an onlooker goes. Because yeah. I think that we have to recognize that there there is this aspect of live stream games when it comes to security that makes it a little bit more akin to home games in the opportunity to cheat. Not that they're cheated, not that they can't be trusted, and not even that the stream houses are doing anything wrong, but that the opportunity to do something nefarious is much greater whenever there's data Technology, available. Yeah, yeah, right, of course. Yeah, uh, so I, I find this to be so challenging as somebody who's covering it as a peer to Garrett as somebody who, uh, you know, will ultimately probably play in similar games as Robbie and things like that. I'm unsure of the stance to take here in scenarios where it's like, uh, it almost feels like everybody's been wronged in some sort of capacity, right? Mm -hmm. And and also everybody's right yeah, in right. their own perspective. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Like everybody, in, every, in their own perspective, everybody's correct right now. Yeah. Uh, or, or, well... The perspective that they're putting out mm -hmm. correct I, I yes yeah, yeah if they're, assuming they're not yes lying yes, or whatever yes. obviously so like it, it's such a weird situation right now yeah we were supposed to have robbie on today uh i kind of just wanted to give her the opportunity to clear the air but uh she did an interview on ingram's podcast yesterday instead and uh has since sent this text uh she said as you can imagine i've been advised not to open my mouth at this point although i don't always take advice so here are my thoughts uh, I think we've beat a dead horse over these allegations and that the investigation will speak for itself. Talking about vibrations and ring twist is going so far off the handle that it's starting to feel like a comedy show for me. I made an egotistical call slash soul read playing the man, as I mentioned in Joey's pod last night. 
and the investigation will release the truth. I already know my truth. I appreciate you guys and the platform you speak on. I've been a longtime fan listener. As mentioned to you uh, when I met at the World Series, uh, your podcast has saved me from many hours of boredom in the LA traffic. You guys have always been mostly fair, well-balanced, and fucking hilarious. If you're interested in me hopping on to make a big announcement in the coming days, I'd be happy to. I don't know what that big announcement will be, but obviously uh, we'll be happy to hear from her whenever that does occur. Um, Maybe Garrett accepted the challenge. <laughs> yeah. Heads up for rolls on Poker Go. Maybe she's playing the, Let's t- go. the 300K on Poker Go. Oh sure. my God. I, mean, I don't know. Who knows, man? Who oh, knows? Man. Uh, we can only speculate at this point. Um, <laughs> I understand where she's coming from and I understand yeah. why she feels like we're beating a dead horse. I don't feel that way. Uh, I mean, I, I feel that way in some regards, I guess. Like the dog and pony show of right. the constant interviews and stuff. Right, but exactly. I also understand that's the process. Right. Okay. For- Go ahead. I can't feel that we're dead, beating a dead horse until we figure out something. Well, or, yeah, of or course. we have some, like, definitive... From, like, from her perspective, I think it's like, okay, I've said this, you know, numerous times on numerous platforms. Like, I don't need to come on again and say the exact same thing and get asked the same exact questions because I've exhausted everything I had to say and the uh, just, you know, hand it over to the investigation and, and that'll move this story or whatever it is her, forward. Her, her perspective. Perspective. Perceived perspective. Perceived perspective? Wow. I don't know. Perceived what? perspective. You're trying to say. Uh, because, like, can we get a medic over here? Uh, <laughs> stroking out. Because, like, if, <laughs> if she is doing something, like, obviously that's not her perspective. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. We got there. Sure. Words are tough, man. Words are tough. <laughs> I, I, I feel you, Carter. I know where you're going with this. I mean, shit happens, man. I got you, man. I got you. If you guys haven't already, please like. Uh, and like, subscribe. Yes. I, if you're not aware, if you've tried to chat and can't, it's because it's subscriber only chat. So that's a little bit of incentive to click that little bell uh, mm-hmm. and sub to the channel. Yeah, and then Hop you get here. all the all the other great content that we have. Yep. What, what was that? Uh, you just, know, so you've changed your you changed your stance on the Andy thing. Remember when you were like initially, you were like, oh, like I'll keep playing, like whatever. So now you're saying, like, well, you change your stance. Maybe you would have get up. You you would have got up. Yeah, I'm swaying my stance a little bit. I guess my stance, well, I wasn't, I didn't really have a stance before, but what I was saying is, uh, I think Andy believed he had win rate still. And I think that that is true. Uh, and I think that's why in real time, I probably also would have stayed <laughs> because I would have just been like, well, I'm not sure she's cheating. And uh, I'm sitting immediately to her right. And Ryuski, to her left, rather. And right. Ryusuke's having a fucking ball at the table yeah. laughing right now. Yeah, like, and now she, has double, now she has double her stack. Yeah, like, <laughs> now she has twice as many chips. Yeah, right, not for right. nothing. Andy's just started right. flipping but out. He did kind just... of soft, like, you know, I don't want to say, I don't want to speak for him, but like when I was watching, it kind of felt like he was like soft vouching for, for the situation because she was like, there's no way you could cheat. Like that's that's crazy. There's well, no way you can cheat. Like you know, what I'm he saying? basically said he basically said that it would have to imply that Hustler was in on the cheating, and he didn't believe that to be true. Um, but that's kind of knee jerk, right? Like this is going to take many days, if not weeks, to get to the bottom of in some capacity, mm-hmm. if we ever get to the bottom of it, right? Right. Uh, so yeah, running through the logical uh the logical conclusions in real time. Th- this is a hard cost risk. Uh, analysis for him to do right because the cost of of leaving is potentially a really good spot yeah. um or uh risk, cost cost benefit analysis rather uh but the benefit of leaving is you know keeping yourself out of harm's way right in a game that is potentially shady because <clears throat> it's easy to say like 
Uh, the only way she could cheat is if Hustler execs were involved or, or people behind the scenes had, there, there was some sort of inside man. And I don't believe that to be true. But what you're effectively then arriving at is that you've ruled out perhaps the most probable explanation if she is cheating, mm-hmm. right? So now you've left yourself kind of wide open. Yeah. And as somebody who's like played cheated games, I get that. Like I get whenever you kind of mentally hard vouch for someone involved, not understanding that they could just be on the outs. Yeah. And how, how, like, it's such a mental game. So like, how do you go from you? You almost have to, if you're Andy, you have to just completely dismiss all like aspects of it being a cheated game to play right right because like now you're in a hand with this with this girl i've been uh, in this, this spot woman, right I, and it's you're hard like, and like are you, are you like how are you supposed to play your best game when in the back of your mind it, there has to be a little a little bit of wait is, am i getting cheated in, the, in this hand how do you play perfectly or, I, I've, or, I've for sure have been in this spot game? i've for sure been in the spot where uh you lose you definitely lose a lot of value. Like I started playing really strong hands protectively. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because right. I was expecting. Right. That's the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you start playing checking. passively. Yeah. <laughs> right. We just you like keep the pot small against yeah. that suspected cheaters. I, I, I check back middle set against somebody else. I check back middle set in a hand where I suspected I was getting cheated in a three bet pot, and uh, I, I ran in the top set. Right. But if the person in question is the person that you also think is giving you the value in the game, then right. then losing that edge against that person by playing passively. Correct. It's, it's might as well just get up. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you want to say might as well get up, but like you still have a win rate like against the other people at the table. Sure. But it's, it's diluted. And right. if you have a negative edge against her now mm-hmm. that you don't quantify as like, you think right. you still have a neutral or positive EV edge. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's probably but you have less of an edge because you're going to play, play this and, person differently. But you could just have a negative biggest, edge. Look, right. the biggest will, actual factor is that when you're in that situation, you don't know who's in and who's out. You just and, know you're out. But you're also right? thinking about so future situations. Everyone else could, like there could be multiple bad actors and you're, and you're trying and you just know you're the one that's not it. Right. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. So, yeah, but you also don't want to put yourself on outs with like hustler or anything. Cause like Garrett, whatever, he's in the situation, but like, you don't want to put yourself like in, in a situation where you're not going to get a text message for the next game. No, but I like mean, that, if he had decided to quit that game, that, they're not going to they hold can't it against hold that, him. Yeah. How could you hold that against him? When what I mean, what just transpired? Like, if he's like, "Hey, listen, I'm just I'm done for the night, and I'll be back the next time." Like, if they held that against him. That's I don't think that's right. Yeah, no. I mean, but maybe maybe you're right. Maybe, I don't, maybe I don't know. Don't. That's yeah. the thing. Like, yeah. it's just yeah. it's a thought that would might go through your head. Right. That's that's the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that. I think all of that's valid. But, uh, you know, I'm not trying to put put Andy on trial here. No, 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 no. no. It's it's quite the opposite. I'm just trying to think in terms of anybody in that game is in a tough spot after that happened. Right, right, and uh, yeah, I think that we're gonna see a lot of stuff through because, like, so uh, for instance, I, I know I know Casino Eric pretty well, right? Like, uh, I have access to talk to him if I need to. I, I haven't spoken to him yet, but he's taken a lot of criticism where people are inferring that somehow he's the mole or the rat right and implying that like he rubbernecked garrett's hand and uh signaled to her in some capacity and there's a lot of like conspiracies going down that road so like i know eric enough to know he's gonna do his due diligence like Mm -hmm. if anybody's out there smearing his name he's going to find ways to clear it which means that he's also looking into this and in real time he hard vouched that there's absolutely no way she was cheating 
But now that he's digging in, that might sway. Like, he might change his opinion of that, right? So I think that uh, that's kind of speaking to what you're saying of, like, in real time, this isn't... We're not getting objective facts in real time, right? We're only Mm -hmm. getting a slice of the pie. So this isn't as simple as, like, seeing somebody bet out of turn and saying, that's against the rules, sir. Or seeing a dealer miscount a stack and saying, no, it's 28,000, not 23,000. Uh, it's not that sort of policing. So the reason why it's really critically difficult for everyone involved is because of all these moving parts that we're talking about, right? There is the element of uh, it being a stream game. There's the element of it being a very good game. There's the element of wanting future or, or taking future considerations into play of both wanting future games to be on the up and up, but also wanting to have spots in future good games, right? Yeah. There's the aspect of it being a pro versus amateur. There's the element of it being Garrett specifically and uh, this person who, by all accounts, has absolutely no poker profile, right? Um, So there are all these unknowns that everybody in real time is trying to parse through. It's kind of like a game of werewolf. Where you're trying to figure out who's the villager and the werewolf. Yeah, you know, fucking great. Uh, And and in real time, real life werewolves. There's also the element of the belief that we have in Ryan Feldman, right? Mm. Like he's built this product that and this platform that we've all deemed to be the best in the business right now, and we don't see. We we consider him, you know, very good at his job, exceptional, maybe the best at his job, period. Mm-hmm. So we just have a belief that this cannot happen under his rule right now. And I think mm-hmm. that's why a lot of people are like, you know, potentially taking her side too, because there's, sure. there's the underlying belief that Ryan Feldman is still behind this, you know, and there's a vouch for that. Yeah, that, I mean, that's, that's, that's a little bit fair. I think, uh, I think we have to be mindful of the fact that though Feldman is very good at what he does when it comes to building games and him and Nick combined are very good at the production side of things. They put out a great product. I think we have to bear in mind that they're also breaking ground on something that is very new and very, very wild west, right? We're talking about like stream games in a non-televised format. So this isn't Mori with a full production crew, a studio that's closed, full security, you know, a 40 day, a 40K a day cost to even run a show. This is a, I rented a space through an RFID table, fired up some cameras, and we'll work backwards from there kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Also in a state that has non no gaming law. Correct. So this thing has like matured and grown in a way where it's quite feasible that uh, we see people at the top get out over their skis a little bit time and time again. And this isn't an indictment against them. It's just recognizing facts. Sometimes things grow and scale at a rate that you don't necessarily expect. And there are a lot of loopholes or uh, oversights that you didn't really take into consideration. So I, I'm very interested in, uh, and we'll talk more about this as we get kind of into the second part, but I'm interested in their investigation a lot. Uh, I, I'm excited to see what it turns up. But most importantly, I hope that they are transparent with the methodologies that they utilize, uh, the third-party companies that are involved, because this is what Stone's fucked up, and this is how we knew it was a cover-up immediately, yeah. is they claimed an internal investigation uh, where they hired Stones' lawyer to handle the PR and handle uh, the, the actual investigation itself. Yep. And obviously, it's always going to come back clean. 
Yeah, and it's also going to be like um, a, a, a blueprint mm-hmm. going forward for something like this to ever happen again. Like right. if, if they were to... They are, out. yes, they're able to set some precedents. Yes, so, which is great. Yeah, uh, yeah, like I'm not sure, like if I were in their shoes, if they were asking my advice of, Berkey, how would you handle this if it happened to you? I, I would be a little thrown, right? Because I would recognize that if I were in their shoes, I'm out over my skis. Like mm-hmm. I personally, well, to be fair, I would have done a lot of, protocol things prior in order to not be out over my skis here uh but you know if i was exactly thrust into their spot uh again not knowing like what their back end looks like or or whatever where they were forced to hire a third party uh to come in or whatever who would that person be who would that outfit be right like i'm not entirely sure i would i would certainly go down the path of cybersecurity and figure out um who to best speak to there i would talk to andrew milner the creator of poker gfx and i would see if there's anything that he would be willing to do as far as checking the integrity of the system and and uh he knows he knows it in and out right front and back he probably has some great referrals too just for security yeah so maybe he could put somebody in touch to come through look at the whole setup all these things uh i would have segregated all the cards that were used that day bagged them up and not touched them like sealed them with uh you know some sort of uh tape where we would know if it was breached and then i would turn those over to somebody to see if they're marked uh to see if they are uh consistent decks with with what hustler runs uh you know all that stuff i wouldn't want to leave that up to internal right i wouldn't want like ryan and nick to be the ones to look through the decks with a black light and say like oh we didn't find any markings it's like i trust you but uh i everybody shouldn't right like it needs to be more it needs to be more objective and more on the up and up because they're not very incentivized to find cheating here. Of course. Right. Uh, and, and that isn't necessarily a problem because there are enough eyeballs on it now where, like Stones, a cover up is uh, almost more difficult than just getting the truth out. Right. And the last thing that Ryan and Nick want. So even though they aren't quote unquote incentivized to find cheating, the last thing on fucking earth that they want is to uh, not find it and then have somebody else discover that it's cheating. So they are incentivized to find the truth right. one uh, way or another. I hope that they like bagged and tagged all the decks they had. Yeah, like, that's what it, I was saying. Yeah, like immediately. Cause, like, Agreed. Mm-hmm. That, there's a lot of, they probably have a lot of decks that could be going into rotation that night. Yeah. And I would like to know what they all look like, kind of. Yeah, like they played again the next day. Uh, and I would hope that there wasn't a single card from the day prior. No, not even play. not even ones that were thought about being used. Yeah, like on right. The, on the deck, on deck yeah, cards. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, uh, you know, we, we have the same setup here, or a similar setup if they're still using Andrew Milner's, uh, and we have 100 decks, um, but we don't use 100 decks, yeah. right? We, we allocate, like, five decks that we have registered. Some of them become Frankenstein decks. Some of them are full decks, whatever. Um, but it would be very easy if something happened on a day where we had to pull the cards, we would know exactly what ones mm-hmm. were in and out of play and things of that nature. Um, a lot of moving parts here, man. So much shit. There's just so much shit. <laughs> Chin, like- you still eating? Yeah. <laughs> 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 to, uh, make what Chuchu was saying, because he did say he was going to hire two outside consulting firms uh, yep. or like security firms. Yeah. Uh, so I, but I didn't want to chime in because I know we have that clip. 
So I'll, I'll rather just like let the clip play and then we can chat about it a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's, uh, let's, we're, we're talking about it. Let's get into the Ingram podcast. So uh, before we get to the clip, let me just kind of set up a little bit. <laughs> Joey went fucking apeshit again last night. I think he streamed for 10 hours. 12. 12 hours. Just hours. shy of 12. 12 hours. Yeah. So 9 p.m. to 9 a.m. Yep. How this guy does it, man, I, I, I will never know. He has some sort of stamina for drama the way he says it man he used to play fucking 16 hours of a session online to put for a supernova elite so this is nothing yeah i used to throw a fastball 90 or 86 miles an hour too but like <laughs> my whole ass ain't doing it anymore <laughs> well that's why he's knocked off four hours eat more that's true i haven't eaten all, this fasting, all this just, fasting and shit you're just not hungry Jay. enough burke that's what yeah, it you is. need to be hungry bro i'm starving I, I haven't eaten a thing all day you missed a flight to the bike yesterday like i didn't miss it i was early bro bro he i was, was stuck I was on the tarmac on, i was on the tarmac back uh, in the day you would drive bro you would drive he would have i've been drive. there he would, he would have drove. Even the same now. scenario. You what are you fat, talking you about? You got a fast car, man. You could have got there in an hour and a half. You could have got there, there, bro. Okay, you guys realize that I didn't make it to bike because I did the podcast, right? Yes. <laughs> no, I didn't make it to bike. I'm giving you shit. Come on. You, you, took a private, you wanted to take a private jet. <laughs> what? If I you had a private jet. You did to the bike because you wanted to take a private jet. No. That's sweet. That was the only flight that would have gotten me there before the game started. You understand how time works? I, I don't understand how private jets work, but yeah, go ahead. Okay, it's a public jet, first of all. Um, second of all, yeah, I, I got stuck on the tarmac for two and a half hours. Luckily, they let us deplane and uh, they gave me credit. But yeah, I wouldn't have gotten there till like three o'clock, which is sad. Uh, shout out to... Oh man, I missed I missed the super chat. Shout out to whoever you were. I'm sorry I, I missed your message. I apologize. I'll do better in the future. Um, moving into Joey's pod, uh, he did a lot of it. What was there? Ten total interviews yesterday? Twelve, maybe. It was a lot. It was endless. I think it was nine. Okay, so nine, nine total interviews like yesterday. I mean, I fell asleep. Like I, I only have so much time in the day. Mm. Um, <laughs> we've carved out three of the most important ones, in my opinion. Uh, and you know, we're talking about Vertucci and what, uh, live at the bike or sorry, what hustler live plans to do moving forward. I actually text Vertucci after his interview. I thought he did great. Uh, it was, it was a well orchestrated message for somebody who claimed he hadn't slept in two days. And when he turned the light on showed every second of that tiredness <laughs> <laughs> envy out baby. <laughs> Shout out. Uh, but, uh, I actually thought his message was curated really well. He presented very well. Uh, I, I'm anxious to see how this plays out. But the most important thing that he hammered home that I don't think is a part of the clip we're about to show is he wants time. And that is absolutely necessary. I got mm -hmm. so panicked yesterday when I saw Hustler tweet in 48 hours, we're we have a huge announcement. Yeah. It's like yeah. fucking how, man. Yeah. Like no way unless like mm -hmm. somebody walked into your office and said, all right, you got me. I did it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like barring <laughs> that having happened, uh, no way 48 hours is enough time. So like he kind of walked it back a little bit on the interview. He said he was given some information that proved not to be uh, completely stable or, or something along those lines. And he just needs more time, which we wholeheartedly need to give them. If anybody Absolutely. is like banging be on their patient. door for answer, yeah. answers, it's way, way, way too soon. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, you want to roll that Vertucci clip? And I had someone, Louis, so, wait, take wait, it back. Can you just, you, so I just want to make sure. So you said Jacob brought his bag to you and, and he said you, you can look through it so he said if you want to search me you can search me 
And I said, okay. And then after I thought about it, I had Louie take it back to him, our floor man, and said, I, I just decided not to. Because I don't, I didn't want to give the impression, like, listen, if I thought they cheated, why would I let her play? If I knew they did that. Right. I know nothing. All we know is we got pulled out, Ryan got pulled out of production by a player. Ryan came down and he didn't pull anyone out of anything. He just asked for her to come talk. And again, if that offends them or they feel that that was in bad form, accept my sincere, non-sarcastic apologies. Mm -hmm. I am sorry that you feel that way. That wasn't our intention. This happened very fast. There wasn't a template for this. And as you stated, Joey, it's by our lockers and it's where everybody talks. Mm -hmm. So nobody tried to take her into a corner. I'm gonna pull the footage. The casino has already agreed to pull the footage on every single thing that happened that night and the days before of everybody that was in that casino. And I'm going to have an independent company and my team check out every single piece of footage of Robbie, uh, of Jacob, walking in the casinos, doing everything because not to convict them, but to prove them innocent. We're gonna watch every hand. We're gonna have them analyzed. I'm gonna bring in, like I said, one to two independent companies, and I'm gonna turn my system upside down, hardware, software, incoming systems, back end, front ends, as much as I can possibly do, and I will spend whatever amount of money that is. And I give you my word redundantly that if I find something, even if it incriminates somebody on my team, I will fucking expose them as I would expose anybody because that person is not a friend of mine because Ryan and I started this stream from pure passion for the love of poker. And if anyone comes on my stream, including Robbie, anyone else, uh, an employee, and they and something did happen, then there is going to be consequences. But if there's not, which I have no idea and I'm not accusing, then I want them exonerated because. Hmm, we lost him. Okay. Uh, so I thought that that message was well put together. I thought that he uh, had, had done a really good job there of kind of speaking to both sides here where it's like he's getting a lot of pressure from Robbie, from Robbie's husband, basically saying like uh, they're liable and that uh, this exchange should have never taken place. And, you know, Ryan should not have been a part of uh, the three of them speaking. I, I actually agree with that latter point, but I understand where Nick's coming from too, where this happened in a hurry. And Ryan's trying to put out fires. Yeah. He has a show to produce. He has a show. Like this is why protocols are so critical because if you understand ahead of time, that uh you know you just can't step in into certain situations it's not it's not in your best interest as the the stream house owner then you understand when to defer to a floor person when to defer to a security guard whatever the case may be and he knew that in the moment because he immediately said i can't tell you what to do yeah. as far as giving this money back or not like i cannot facilitate this yeah. everybody who's saying that like hustler live should be uh should be holding the money in escrow or something. Bullshit. Yeah, no way. They absolutely should not. Like, mm -hmm. in no way, shape, or form, in my opinion anyway, should they make themselves liable to a scenario that happened, yes, on their stream, but also one that they have no answers on whatsoever, right? So uh, I think the last thing you want to do is make yourself uh, an accomplice. A, a in, part of it. Yeah, yeah in, in yeah. some capacity. I kind of want to yeah. talk about that because I think the money is kind of in escrow when it's in Garrett's hands to a certain extent. As because, in, 
right. like he's a trustworthy guy to like mm -hmm. the poker community. He's been here for twenty years. He's on every live stream. Like you know, like he's not going anywhere with the right. hundred. Like if something was right. So if if Robbie's exonerated, he would happily give the money back. Is uh, what you're saying? Absolutely, mm -hmm. I think. You know, Which I, I, I think so too. And I don't even right. think it's as far as exonerated. I think it's mm -hmm. as far as like if it's like sixty forty, he thinks she still cheated. Yeah, seventy thirty, he's just gonna be like, "What the fuck am I right, supposed to do?" Right now, uh, man, I don't, I don't know. I, I think that, uh, I think Garrett is staking his career on the belief that she cheated. Right, and uh, I think he is absolutely positive at what he saw, at what he observed, at uh, you know whatever other things are. Are leading him to believe that uh, he was for sure cheated in this scenario. Yeah, I mean that is his stance at the that, current. Moment. Right. Yes, so my point sure. is, I don't think he comes off of that by like a pip or two. I don't like sure there. I'm sure doubt will creep into his mind along the way, and I'm sure there will be times where like his full confidence wavers a bit. But mm -hmm. I think he's going to need proof that she did not cheat. I think for him, it's hard to. So I say he's at 95 percent cheated negative, right now. Yeah. Right. A week goes by. Yeah. The thought has gone down to 65%. Uh, this is what I'm saying, comrades. That doesn't, that's not how this works. Like, you, you can't uh, prove a negative, though, right? So there's, you're never going to get proof that she didn't cheat, I don't think. Uh, you can prove um, the negative, I think. I mean, you just get like little chunks. Like, you, yeah, I mean, I, mean I, I, guess without, by, I guess by complete lack of ex evidence yes. that she did cheat is, 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 is proof that she didn't cheat. Right. So, yeah. Okay. Good. So, couple things i do agree with you that garrett is basically staking like putting putting like the sword in uh, on on the ground saying like she cheated i'm not moving from this stance and the only way i think he's going to move from this stance is if ryan completely says like there's absolutely no way we che they cheated and like also the security firm say it and nick says it like right at that point i think there's a chance that he says okay like i might just have to take this l and give her back her money because like mm -hmm. it looks too bad for his for his rep at this point. Yeah, now, I don't yeah. think that's a chance. And in regards to Nick Vertucci's, um, he was pretty pissed at like the at, at Charles Liu, which I'm sure we're gonna have clips of of mm. of his stuff, and we're gonna react to that. He was pretty pissed because he's been like you said, Nick Vertucci has not been sleeping at all. He's been taking he's taking chocolate sleep pills or whatever the hell was going on. But <laughs> he came off really well, like you said. But, yeah, I think he came off really well. It, it, and that's all pretty much I have to say. I was, like, pretty surprised that he hasn't – I mean, yeah, I'm not surprised he hasn't slept and he's been kind of handling all, like, every single thing. And him asking for time is, like, completely reasonable. But, yeah, I thought, I thought he came off really well. Yeah, um, and I think it's very important uh, to note that, that he did say that they, they are going to get – an independent one to two independent parties to look into this. It's not just going to be, you know, the hustler uh, group and, 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 and him and Ryan and their production team looking at it. It's going to be outside independent groups looking at this, which, you know, is what you need in this kind of situation. Yeah. What is a sleep chocolate? I assume weed. It's just a gummy. Oh, so it's like a, like a CBD. Yeah, it might be like just like, no, it's probably THC, but yeah. It's just an edible. Yeah. It's just an edible. Is that what he meant by yeah, a sleep just, chocolate? Yeah, just an edible. Yeah, because I know people take C uh, CBD to to help them sleep. Which I mean, Nick's a little up there. Maybe he had some warm milk with some hot cocoa in it. And, <laughs> you know, 
Whatever gets the chub, then. He's, be, he's probably he gets, not in the mood for me to be trolling him no, right now. I, I really hope the guy he, gets he, some sleep. He, he don't want to hear that right now. He's, yeah, he's, not, he's not about these light ribs right now. But <laughs> Let's hope but he gets some I, sleep. But I would like to start, try some of the sleep chocolate, though. That sounds pretty nice. No, you wouldn't. You'd yeah. fucking end up in the hospital again. 911. I'm, I'm a little bit more grown now. Maybe I can oh, here we go. <laughs> I need to tell the story again about how the paramedics broke into my house at 2 a.m. with a fucking stretcher. <laughs> right up the stairs. It looked like a cartoon, you know, where like people were like right up the stairs and then right back down the stairs with Christian in tow. Everybody's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Neighbors are outside like, he dead? Is he dead? This is why you don't do drugs. <laughs> right, lot, yeah, let's get back, let's get for, back to the shit. Stuff. For a lot let's of people, this is why you do do drugs. Um, yeah, so I, I think I, I think Vertucci's statement uh, really speaks to the gravity of the situation because though at the end of the day, it's really Garrett who's putting his career on the line, uh, accusing her and standing by it. Um, we have to recognize that, that now a lot of that responsibility also now falls onto uh, Hustler Live, right? Because this happened under their umbrella. This is now a part of their legacy moving forward, how they deal with this, uh, you know, how they ensure that things like this don't happen in the future, whether true or not. And also uh, from the community standpoint, I think, you know, Nick kind of recognizes that um, what comes of this will dictate like how we as a community view similar situations to this in the future. And mm -hmm. what should be abundantly clear after two and a half days on Twitter or whatever the case may be, for the timeline of all this is that uh, there's no black and white answer of how this situation should have been handled in real time. Yeah. Right. There is no clear cut. What do you do if you suspect cheating in a game, but don't have concrete proof in that very moment? Right. I don't know. <laughs> you know, don't play yeah. like well, that's what you do online is like, you just stop playing that person and then you try to build a little bit of proof to demonstrate that they're, they're fucking you over. But like, in this particular scenario, it's it's a lot worse than that. And uh, the beauty or the the trick, I guess, of it all is that they have data, right? Like we have all these hands on file. And uh, unfortunately, it's still kind of a broken system where it's going to be on us to manually go through every single one of them, start to compile some things that we see with our eyes, and then break it down further into other data points. But in the future, like we can just compile this data with a proper system, right? And if we're able to have that data with a proper system, now all of a sudden us internet sleuths have a lot easier job ahead of us. More importantly, Nick, Ryan, and whatever third party company they hire to come look at it have a very simple task in front mm -hmm. of them. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Tiger Plays. Good. I think that the reason why this is taken so seriously right now is because Garrett has an impeccable reputation. Like he might, him and Galfon might be the only uh, like untouchables that we've ever seen. Right. It's like, so when, when he's not wavering, we have to keep digging. That's kind of what's happening right now. Like he's just he, Garrett saying like, no, like I'm not wavering. I think she cheated. I'm like very certain. I even, the crazy part is like he even made him go back and get 5,000 more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bro, he did. She gave that, him. She handed him one hundred thirty thousand. He's like, he's, no, it was he one thirty-five. Like, you owe me five more. Yeah. Not for nothing. Like, if you're if you're being cheated in that situation, and you're just like you feel like you're being cheated. You're pissed the fuck off. 
and then like somebody's offering to give you your money back now you have like this moment where like um all right this something really seems fucking off and then they bring you a your 5k short you're like wait no fuck that give yeah, me my 5k you're, like, wait a second. <laughs> you're, you're trying to at least on, yeah on, hold on hold on how fucking gangster is garrett like <laughs> if i'm getting cheated and i get 98 percent of my money back, i'm just out like yeah. i'm just like all right i'm out he yeah. like literally had the calculator straight up like nah <laughs> bro you owe me five thousand more like yeah. what baby fucking ten. Oh, man <laughs> this guy's a stone cold killer man he don't no he really around. is you don't i mean he's sharp and that's why we're we're giving so much credibility to his side of this story uh as well as like you know it doesn't pass the sniff test on on the surface uh, big shout out to Tiger Plays. Hit us with a super chat. And he says, maybe it's time for somebody to write a security standard for games using RFID and people can then choose to only play games where the RFID standard is met. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I, I think that's very fair. Um, the problem is, is that there's so many inconsistencies across the board uh, with the set setups, right? So technically speaking, Nevada Gaming has written that, that protocol. Uh, the problem is, is that there's no gaming commission to enforce in these other states, and none of them are using the custom software that PokerGo had built, mm -hmm. right? So, like, I could sit down and I could write a loose uh, protocol of like what I think these stream houses should implement, but it doesn't really matter if they're using like some broken down system from the past that we know has a bunch of security holes in it versus like a newer system or versus a custom system that I'm not familiar with at all. And may or may not have have backdoors in it. Go ahead, Jen. Yo, let's talk about this. So you said uh, basically Garrett's taking his career in this. So yep. let's talk about the other side, right? Like what happens if he's wrong? Like what are the social consequences for Garrett in this spot? I mean, they're going to be fucking tough. Like they're going to be heavy. It, it, this isn't going to get like wiped on... Uh... That's under a rug, yeah, because like this is, it's almost like extortion, kind of in a way. If if, if like I don't know, there's there's something there that this isn't right. Like she gave Good him lawyer. the money, <laughs> like she gave him the money back, but like there's something not right here. Like I don't know. Uh, it, it's 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 not extortion. I know it's not extortion, <laughs> but, but. Extortion. <laughs> uh, it's not it, extortion, but it could be defamation for sure. Uh, there's cert I, I don't want to speculate. I'm not a lawyer. Uh, but just from uh, his peers' perspective and the the public, the the court of public opinion, uh, he would definitely have a lot of fallout. Now, does that mean that he loses his access to stream games? Does that mean that he loses his ability to earn a living? I don't know. Um, I doubt it. Maybe to some degree. Maybe there's a cooling off period. Uh, but he's he's going to be revered. He's going to be beloved. I think. Uh, moving forward one way or another we've just seen too much shady shit in this industry that the guy who thought he saw something and got it wrong potentially probably isn't going to be the one who um, gets banished yeah. from the community forever yeah, he's going to lose a, a good 30% of his likeness for sure uh, made in Brooklyn shout out for the super chat he says how will your opinion of Garrett be impacted if his claims are de definitely proven wrong personally I, I mean, I'm torn by that question. I, I don't think... Actually, I, I do have an answer to this. It depends how he handles it uh, once there is empirical proof that she didn't cheat if that is the outcome. Right? right? If, I, go ahead. 
Uh, sorry, not to cut you off, but, but I just kind of wanted, I don't think, at least personally for me, absolutely nothing changes. Like, we're allowed to be wrong. Like, at least in my opinion. Not, it's like, not, not in this instance. Super... Yeah. Nope, I disagree. Yeah, we're playing for... I, dis- I disagree here. You're not allowed to publicly out somebody as a cheater without the confidence that that's true. That's why I'm saying he's staking his career on this. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, he is doing I, I it with it, certainty. Like, in, in, uh, yeah, I guess I guess that's, you're you're right about that. You're I really right do wish that. Like, that I, you took a day. Like saying someone's someone saying someone's a cheater like blatant like that is like really tough. But, yeah, you got to be sure. Yeah, you got to have man, the evidence. Such a wild sure. right. like context matters, right? Like mm-hmm. like you know we have seen Postle. We have seen like this person. You know, uh, just bought it for 10x, much larger than she normally does. Makes a jack high call that's completely different than everything else. So, like him getting it wrong, at least, at least for me right now, feels like it's reasonable for him to get it wrong. Like it's not as if like this is something that he just threw out of the blue. Um, it's not about it's not about what led him to believing that she cheated. He has every right to believe that she cheated. Uh, he has every right to take action if he believes that she cheated. Where the risk is coming from is the public nature through which those accusations were levied. If this wasn't on a yeah, live, if this that's was not, yeah. if this was not, at, uh, if this didn't happen on a live stream, uh, he would not be at risk, and I would agree with everything you're saying. If this was just a big game yeah. that they were playing at Hustle with no cameras rolling. And we caught wind that he believed she was cheating in a hand. And uh, ultimately, they settled outside of the game and she gave him his money back. Uh, there's zero risk on Garrett's side, right? Mm-hmm. Zero. So it's the yeah. public nature of it's, this. That's, it's that that's it happened on camera. He doubled down. It happened mm-hmm. on camera. And then he publicly released a statement. And I'm not saying this to say that Garrett was wrong to do so. I'm saying... That's a calculated move because there is absolute ramifications. You better if be you, sure. Yeah, if you, you get better it be wrong, right. Yeah, right. And that's the scary part is that he could he could have this right. He could be as correct as he is certain, yeah. mm-hmm. and still face the outcome where that's not the court of public opinion, right. right? Or that's not what's provable. There's a big difference between what's true and what you can prove to be true. True. Right. Yeah. And that, that's scary. Also. The Good. fact that, like, Garrett, for all intents and purposes, is literally, like, the chosen, the chosen son of the poker community, right? Mm-hmm. And half, at least half the community is heavily against him right now. Yeah, right? I, think it, I think it's So it's, it, it's interesting. It's just interesting to watch, right? It's one of those things where I'm like, wow, like, th- no one is more loved than Garrett. Right. So it's like the fact that half the community is like literally yelling, like, like you did her dirty, like all this stuff. Like, it's really interesting to watch. Right, so if he's wrong, whole, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Well, that's I crazy. think that, I think that's what happens when, when you have something that is so unclear right at the moment with, and and someone takes such a hard stance and he's one of the people that's involved in the, in the, in the, you know, the incident. So it's like, you know, we don't have all this evidence yet. We, we, you know, this just can't like it. He, he made this statement hours after this happened. There was like not a lot of, you know, anything that that came out or, or any investigation that was going on. And he goes, I'm 100% sure I got cheated. So you can see how half the, half the, uh, the community would be like, 
what is wrong with you? How can you how can you be so sure? Yeah, for what it's worth, I don't think it's a problem that uh, he's this confident. And I don't even think it's a problem that he is taking this approach if he's aware of the fact of the ramifications. And I know for a fact he is. Mm-hmm. I just know for right, a fact he is. Right, like I, right. I know Garrett well enough mm-hmm. to know that he, he absolutely considered... He is a very calculated man when it comes... There's a reason why he hasn't been much of a public persona mm-hmm. on Twitter, why he hasn't done a ton of interviews. Like He is very precise in the way that he chooses his messaging. So I'm fine with his approach so long as he understands what comes with it, and I believe that he does. I'm sure he does. Right? What I personally would have done differently is held off on the initial statement. Right. Because that, would, that mm-hmm. double downing, or that doubling down where you remove all doubt, right? Like all the actions that took place on camera, they were just actions, but they didn't have any words attached to it, right? So there wasn't a certainty. There wasn't a 100%. There wasn't any, uh, you know, whatever. Once he makes the statement, now we have a written statement basically that says not only is this my belief but it's concrete and mm-hmm. i'm certain of it yeah. and that's totally fine we're in the shit now though mm-hmm. right we're up to our neck in it and if if this is going to come out one way or the other where either she did or did not cheat in this hand or in multiple hands it's going to require a lot of hands and a lot of effort. And like Garrett's not going to be doing this alone. Neither is Robbie. And I think that's why both camps are now kind of choosing their sides and staying silent. Now, yep. let me ask you a question. What do you think Garrett's reaction initially should have been? Because like you do kind of want to shut shit down at that moment. Like you want everything to stop. Like you want to, you want everything to stop. You want to go talk to Nick. You want to talk to like people like, what do you think his reaction should have been? Or do you think he had a good reaction? Uh, in real time, it's, I think. Go ahead, Jen. It's just so hard to judge, man. Like, I, 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 I don't know. Like, it's one of those where, like, what do you do? You just lost a three hundred. You just lost three hundred thousand dollar pot. You think you're being cheated? You're on TV with twenty thousand people watching you. Like, yeah. What? <laughs> like, I, I don't even know how. Like, there is no, there is no script for for this kind of situation, right? Like. It, there is no right or wrong answer, in my opinion, in this spot. Yeah, the wild part is, like, as per somebody that's getting, getting cheated in this moment, you want everything to stop. You want that fucking deck wrapped up. Like, you just want, you want everything. Nothing can be different. Like, nothing can change. Like, you want to see those decks somehow. Like, you just want no more gameplay to be had at that moment until, like, you try to figure something out or you just get, like... So you would call the floor, pretty much. I'd call the floor. I'd call Nick. I'd call fucking Felder. You call Governor of California. I'm yeah. calling every. I'm calling <laughs> fucking Ted Cruz. All right. Like Ted there, Cruz. there is a fucking issue here. All right. Cruz is nowhere near Cali, bro. He's in Cancun and he needs to get to fucking California immediately. You would have. You would have. So you would have had the the yellow tape wrapped around the entire room. There would have been. It would have been a murder scene. Conrad would have turned into Denzel. He goes, "I'm shutting this shit down." Like straight up. Like those. Yeah. First, off, first and mm-hmm. foremost, those decks need to get the fuck off the deck, go off the um, uh, table. In my you're, opinion, you're saying this from the the vantage point of uh, uh, Nick and Ryan, correct? Yeah. Um. No, I, I would not say Oh, you're saying like, like if you're Garrett, Garrett you're, you're no, literally like, just scattering chips, saying like this shit's sh- over. This shit is over. Okay, so I, I think this is a stronger case to make from Nick and Ryan, not Garrett. Mm-hmm. Garrett doesn't have control over the stream. 
that was I Doug tweeted right away like they need to stop the stream right now and start investigating. Yeah, I I and we heard we heard what Nick said. And, you know, he's Nick was like, well, no, we're not going to do that because there's <laughs> no evidence of I, I don't or anything think, right this moment. So but those not, cards are something. Yeah, like, I don't think I agree with Nick, but I understand where he's coming from, because by. By doing that, mm -hmm. you seem to be siding more with Garrett than Robbie. Right. Yeah. And that seems problematic, especially yeah. after she That's gave the money. That's why you give out the, for a high, a high oh, abundance of caution. There's so much <laughs> shit that happened to, like, yeah. I mean, this is such a shit storm for, I don't know that Nick and Ryan could have done anything better. Nick wasn't even there, which makes it even worse, right? Yeah. Like, you know, it's his night off or whatever. Right. So I, I don't know, man. I, I feel like there's... I feel like, yes, uh, from uh, an objective standpoint of, like, if I had complete uh, autonomy over everything, there wouldn't mm -hmm. have been another hand dealt. Like, yeah. We, I, would, we would just, like, pause the game then and there. But I understand uh, that that's the least probable thing to happen, mm -hmm. right? Because all we saw was a weird hand take place. Right, yeah, exactly. Of course, of course, right? exactly. Garrett, Garrett it, it, definitely, look, in real time, we've all seen the reaction at this point. We all know what was going on in Garrett's head. Mm -hmm. Garrett is looking around to see if anyone like sort of is agreeing with what is he's thinking, right? He's looking wait, at Ivy. He's looking at Andy. He's he got confirmation. Around. He but got confirmation from Andy. What's hold on, hold on. What's happening in real time is there are celebrations of the hand around him, right? Oh, yeah. So, so he's very like confused and rattled and upset, of course. Um, so it's like one of these spots where he needed like some time. And then what you hear him go to the dealer and say, like, you know, get me some racks or like whatever, like I'm going to step away or get me Ryan. We don't, I don't really know exactly what he said, but he definitely whispered something towards the dealer. Right. But I think initially what he was looking for is outside like confirmation of, Hey, is this, am, are you seeing what I'm seeing sort of thing? And then when he didn't get that, I think that's when he started like asking, asking questions and interrogating Robbie to kind of figure out if his, uh, if his feeling is correct. Yeah. I mean, I think the, in, in the, uh, the first thing that should have happened was, um, just like calling the floor over and just asking to grab some new decks and then just like going off the table and trying to like, that's, that's out. kind of an interesting take. Uh, I think that would have had to have come up from, from above. I don't think Garrett would be thinking along those lines. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you have to call the floor man over. No, I know, but oh, like, sorry. I don't even think like you're thinking of ramifications at that point, right? Like, Garrett isn't sure though. Like, Garrett is, Garrett is is thinking it, but he's not getting confirmation from his peers. That's my point. Right? Like, well, if what? a hand this big happens, he's looking at Andy. Andy's just trying to keep playing. I mean, Andy Ivy did give him confirmation. Doesn't, doesn't though. feel like he. Uh, Ivy might. Uh, Ivy's probably eating somewhere in the back. Like, he doesn't care. You know, so, Andy gave him it's confirmation. A weird situation. Andy gave him confirmation immediately. He said, I don't know what the fuck just went on. And, like, you can see, like, he, was, he has worry in his face. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with all that. But, like, you just lost $135,000. Your concern is not, like, how to make the game safer moving forward by getting two new decks in there. No, it's to see if I was cheated. Again, like, that's, that's not, that's not the, the thought process, right? That's yeah. not on you. No, that's no, on the course. stream house. You're not yeah. going to start the investigation and two after this one's dealt, right? Like, hey, hey everybody stop. Get those fucking decks out of here. Send them up to send them up to uh, forensics. I want to I want to get a, a couple of investigators on this. Hey, like, Chad, can you please bring over two new decks? Um, 
and we'll just keep the game going. Like that has to come from Ryan. No, I know. Not I know, from I know, Garrett. I know, I know, I know. Like Ryan would have to see a reason to investigate those decks. Ryan would have to see a reason to stop the stream. Ryan would have to see a reason for for all of this to have enough weight behind it to actually try to ramify in real time. And the thing is, is that he kind of hedges, right? Because he trusts Garrett the way that we all do. And he's willing to meet and talk with him and then willing to kind of like sit in on a three-way discussion. Uh, and like Nick said, they trust their protocols. They've trust right. their security and they Correct. trust their staff. So yep. they're not going to stop streaming because they feel as if they're doing the right thing. Like there's, there's no proof one way or the other. So we're going to keep the show going. Yeah. I'm and not, I'm not totally sense, sold. You know, it, I'm not totally yeah. sold that they should have stopped the stream. Uh, I think that was my initial gut reaction because it just looks so bad to me. But when you start to to really critically analyze like all of the moving parts, I'm not so sure that that would have been the proper response. Uh, I wouldn't have run yesterday's stream. That I, I will yeah. confidently say. I, mm -hmm. I definitely would not have run yesterday's stream. And then I would have made like a, you know, a statement of like, I'm not sure what we're going to do next week yet. Um, maybe we start again Monday, maybe we don't, but I certainly wouldn't have just carried on business as usual. And I understand the reason to want to do that. Right. It's, it's to, to present uh, confidence in the system that you have in place and everything else. But, you know, uh, again, there's always going to be liability at the end of the day. And if it does come out one way or the other, now we start to pedal backwards and we start to say like, oh, well, this was handled poorly. This was handled poorly. That's not fair. That revisionist history isn't necessarily fair. But again, and I said this at the end of yesterday's podcast, like the biggest takeaway that we're going to end up having from this scenario are ways to handle situations like this in the future because we are kind of in uncharted territory. All right. Uh, moving off of the uh, Vertucci Hustler Live involvement with this whole thing, uh, we got to hear from Robbie's husband last night for the first time, Charles Liu. And my understanding is that he's some sort of lawyer, but... In investigating his site it seems like he's very focused on the metaverse so i'm not sure exactly uh what type of law he practices uh having spoken to a bunch of different lawyers uh what i seem to understand is that generally you are going to be well versed in the area of law that it is that you practice so uh you know talking to a patent attorney about uh defamation cases they tend to know a little but not a lot Mm -hmm. kind of thing it's always with the caveat of this advice is probably about as good as uh how much you paid for it uh i had i had a lawyer reach out to me uh via dms and basically said like you know garrett and doug should be careful about uh, what they say on twitter because uh, they're going to get sued for for liability and defamation i go oh, man i would love to hear more like i need to talk to more lawyers about this stuff like tell me about it and he kind of comes back and just gives his personal opinion and then says like, but I don't know much about defamation. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, I get it. Like, we just assume yeah. that because you're a lawyer, like you're versed in all areas of the law, but generally that's not true. Same thing with like medicine isn't always going to correlate to nutrition and, and things of that nature, right? So um, him being a lawyer is an important footnote, I think, because it does escalate this thing potentially legally. Like at worst, yeah. he has friends. <laughs> who are or colleagues yeah. that are going to be a lot also, more we just don't know what he did before the metaverse like well metaverse he was is new he, so was, he on, was probably a lawyer before that he was on punked <laughs> okay bro. in 2003 like, he was he was he was a he was an actor he was yeah, on he punked. Wasn't the lawyer for punk 
No, he, he was, was on, he was on punked. He was punked. I mean, he was a, he was a part he of punked. punked. He's That's a brave ass dude, bro. He's on punked. <laughs> I mean, brave. He's, he's brave. Sure. No, but my point is like we don't know what kind of lawyer he is. Sure, so he, yeah, yeah, that's fair. You know what I'm saying? Like he, maybe he's trying to hit it big with the metaverse, and he's like working with with uh, with Facebook and shit, and he's trying to do it up big. But like before I don't that, think, he had to do something. I don't think he's actually a part of Meta. That's different. Joe just emailed us the uh, the Robbie hand, so thanks, Joe. We pre- really appreciate that. It's gonna help us out a lot. Nice shout out to Joe. We appreciate you, my you man. man, Joe. Um, I'm sure I'm sure we have clips of it, but I think uh, yesterday he came off pretty well. Yeah. So his statement on Twitter was: "G Man got called by Robbie. Read him like a book. She's done it to me plenty of times at home. Uh, oh, and as far as legal consequences, all I can say is, all I can say to that is, buckle up." Hashtag Robbie J. Glude, hashtag wifey, hashtag intuition, hashtag hero call. Um, this statement to me does not come off well. Uh, uh, we'll cut to his clip from when he spoke on, uh, on Joey, and I agree with you that there he did come off well. But I said this in yesterday's podcast, and I'm going to reiterate it today because I think it's important to cut through a lot of the noise that's out there. People that are saying that this is an intuition play that this is intuitive, that she just felt something, that it's a hero call, yada, yada, yada. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> I'm sorry it is. She could have she could have made the call, been right, and not been cheating, but it's not because of any of those reasons, okay? None of them. Because logically, if you know the rules of poker, none of those things would ever lead to a call, Right? Saying that Mike McDonald tweeted this earlier today, and I think it's lost on a lot of the audience that just says, like, she read him like a book, like she read his soul. In poker, your cards do matter, yes. But what matters more than your cards are your opponent's cards. <laughs> and if you do not know them, then you cannot do things with hands that are otherwise 100% losing money, right? And there is no node lock available that we can make where Jack 4 <laughs> is making money unless we restrict Garrett to literally 8 high or worse. His entire range, or the bulk of his range, has to now be 8 high or worse. And there's no way to have that knowledge. You can guess. You could guess and she could have guessed right. Say that. Don't say she soul read him. Yeah. Right? <laughs> She's doubling down on this narrative that like, this, is, this hand is indicative that she's good. And it's not. It, lean into the narrative that it means you're bad. because I mean, it's, it's just as simple as he, he could be completely bluffing with so many hands that just beat her. Correct. That's all it is. Right. Like, and that's why like, we're all you crying You can still foul. read them all you want, but right. that doesn't well, matter because... Right, you did not have so base high. Half those let's hands beat forget. you anyways. Sorry, let's not forget that she did say that she thought she had a three. Okay. Yes. Of course. Right. So, like, if if it's, so there's, if it's, there's that if it's a, right. If it's a scenario that, that she did misread her hand, then right. But yes. but that's never brought up whenever people talk about the soul read and the hero call and the intuition. Yeah. That part is okay. true. That yeah, part is. They right. just seem no to double down. Yeah. yeah. They right. seem to double down on the fact that like Jack High is winning. Right. Right. And and right. that's another inconsistency that I've seen in almost all of her statements where she does try to say that she misread her hand and had a three. It's almost like after the fact. Of like, oh yeah, by the way, I, oh fuck, I forgot that part of the story. Like, yeah, I thought I had a three. Exactly. Right? Because in real time, when we watch her play, when we watch the hand play out, she tables her hand. 
she doesn't look at Jack Four and get nervous or like yeah. freaked out by the fact that she doesn't actually have the hand she thought she had, and then giggle and say like, "Wow, Jack is even good." You know, nothing like that. Nothing yeah. like that occurred, right? And there wasn't like there wasn't any doubling back or backtracking saying like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I thought I had Jack three. Not like, these are the feelings that you have in real time. And I'm not saying any of this to discredit her side. Again, like I'm so fucking, my brain is scrambled. Like for me to, for me to like concretely say it's this or that, it's just so soon. It's impossible, right? But these are the things that stand out to me. As somebody who's been playing this game for a very long time, these are the things that don't pass the sniff test. The hand itself a lot of the rhetoric around the hand and not just her, the overall audience that's chiming in saying hero call, soul read, intuition. Like I get it. Charles doesn't understand poker either. Make your points, make your points stand up though to scrutiny, right? Don't lean into things that are easy to tear down because you're distracting from it. Like, like his whole statement of she read him like a book. She's done it to me plenty of times. As far as legal consequences, buckle up. Your only point here that matters is the legal consequences because mm -hmm. you may actually have a case there being a lawyer. We might buy that. So just make that statement, right? All this fancy flowering bullshit around it of why your wife is innocent based off of like your unqualified observation is absolutely not important to me and it's distracting to the narrative as a whole. I get it. It's a good way to positively spin things for Robbie and against Garrett. Mm -hmm. And but I understand the reasoning behind it. He but. also is, you know, uh, I very new to poker. He doesn't know, understand poker. That's really why I said it's all. an unqualified opinion. I know, right. But but he, in his mind, she did soul read him. So that's why he said it. He yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, right? it's her, that's right. her husband, right? Right, so like, exactly. He's going to have her back. Yeah. Whether he knows poker, doesn't mm -hmm. know poker, he's yeah. gonna say and like, "Look, she reads me all the time. I'm not surprised that she that read, she you read too, him." Bro. Yeah, like, right. Exactly. He doesn't. Like, he doesn't. Whatever. We have to take that all with a grain of salt. That's mm -hmm. just part sure. of his his job as a husband, uh, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. He doesn't get that. He doesn't understand the fact that that soul that read you know is is not not you're not able to do make that read. Yeah. You know I mean? oh, Berkey, we got a super chat. You might want to read that out. Uh, yeah, I've been waiting. Uh, shout out to Made in Brooklyn. Uh, he said the burden of proof is on Garrett to prove Robbie cheated, not for Robbie to prove that she didn't cheat. I mostly agree with you. I, I mostly agree with you. Um, actually, I'll, I'll wholeheartedly agree with you at this juncture, right? If evidence does come out against her, though, the burden of proof will then shift. I'll say it that I way. Think, I think yes. it, as it currently stands, because Garrett holds the money, it's on her to prove that she didn't cheat. Because Garrett's holding no, the money. No, 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 no. I think mm. it's the opposite. No, yeah. Garrett's holding the money. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't matter. Yeah, to get the money back, it might be on her. But like, right, as right, far that's, as... That's what I'm that's trying what to you say. Mean. Yeah. Garrett's okay. reputation's on the money. So Agreed. It's like, I it, agree with Conrad. Yeah, so that's kind of opposite. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I couldn't hear Conrad. First. Garrett's reputation is on the money. So right, right, it, right. Garrett's so, reputation worth more than 150. Yeah. So when it comes down to it, it's just like it's his burden. It's on him to prove that she's cheating. Or yeah, else I, I, I agree. Like uh, it's yeah, Garrett's serving as his own escrow. I don't, yes. I don't think that uh, he's just basically saying you're not getting this back unless you could prove 100% innocence, right? But um, I do agree with Made in Brooklyn's point of the burden of proof being on Garrett for now. Yeah. If overwhelming evidence does come out the other way, which I think is going to be tough for that to be the case with these things. Although the, <laughs> the possible thing to me was as cut and dry as possible. Mm -hmm. Right. So like 
sure there are a lot of uh, possible apologists out there, but like anybody with a brain that can watch the evidence, there's so much more footage. It's it's so damning. It's just so damning, right? So if we get similar data points from uh, the games that she played in, and we're able to link it to like a device in her pocket or something along those lines, that's going to be pretty damning. And now the burden of proof is going to shift onto her to explain against all that stuff. And I think that's why she went silent now because the burden of proof is not on her, but she's been defending herself on every platform Mm -hmm. imaginable. Uh, for the last three days, which can only harm her. Right. It, it doesn't help, right? When the burden of proof is not on you and you're doubling and tripling and quadrupling down on your stance, it, it's one of those, like, that's why you're told to be quiet by your legal counsel. Mm-hmm. You're only hurting your case, yeah. right? It doesn't seem great. Yeah. Um, shout out to Zoo Pairs also hit us with a super chat. Uh, said that she has too much credit for her competence. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that's true. I thought she actually sounded great on the Ingram podcast mm-hmm. last just night. Ingram put this a very good way. Just because somebody is not poker savvy doesn't mean they're not very smart outside of the yeah. poker industry. I think right. we have a lot of... Yeah, people. I want to I hold that argument for when we get to Doug. Uh, that, that argument okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. there, yeah. Garrett, uh, Conrad, is really good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's true. Um, okay, so digging a little bit more into this Ingram interview, let's bring up the Charles uh, interview because I do agree with you guys that uh, when actually getting the platform to speak, he actually did sound pretty good. Technical that's taken place from like a entertainment standpoint or content standpoint, kind of from, from that, that part of things. Well, I, I look, I think this, as, as you can well imagine, this has been extremely deleterious to Robbie and, and to her, her mental and to her psyche. Uh, there's been what I could only describe as overwhelmingly positive support. She's been absolutely showered with positive support from people. Mm-hmm. So thankfully, that has been the the louder voice in her ear. Uh, I believe it will continue to be so. And I believe, again, that uh, when her veracity is proven, it will only echo louder. Uh, and, and that I would like to thank Everybody, I would like to thank the poker community. Again, this is, this is someone's dream that she's worked very hard for, mm-hmm. very, very hard. And I think all, all we're asking, all I'm asking, is, is a neutral, fair adjudication of this. I want this investigated. I want people to look at tights and water bottles and RFID readers and, and try to figure out where this, this wrongdoing, this malaction occurred because it just simply didn't. So the overwhelming, now look, it's not always the loudest uh, voice in the room. It's much easier to call her a derogatory term, uh, reference how much plastic surgery she's got, uh, accuse her of being a man, or call her dumb, dumb, dumb. It's much easier, and and I think when I read the the chat, the individuals making those comments think they're they're quite hysterical, which is is tragic for them. But I'm sure that their current situations, perhaps that is the the most excitement that they get in a in a general given day. So so maybe they can just sit wherever it is they're doing and and just troll troll away happily. But um, it's tragic. The whole thing's sad. It's sad that, that that it's sad that it's okay to call someone dumb, dumb, dumb. They spent ten years of their life working effortlessly to cure cancer and with the greatest minds in the world in an effort and attempt to cure cancer. We have more presidential awards than we can fit on our shelf for Robbie's uh, 
I think that's a, a good reminder to to come full circle as to what the ramifications of this can be or are in the moment uh, of the accusations. And, uh, you know, this is something that in this industry specifically where your word is bond, your, um, I don't want to say image, but your character is constantly put to the test. And, you know, as you build it, be higher and higher, uh, it's it's worth your weight in gold. Like, you know, we're very clearly saying that Garrett's reputation is worth to him far more than 150K. There aren't a lot of industries out there where that's true. Um, even for extremely wealthy people. Like, there are plenty of industries like, uh, you know, I can't imagine that Grant Cardone's image is worth more than 150K to him because it just doesn't matter. Right? <laughs> like, he could just always find another angle. Uh, same thing with, like, uh, what's that scumbag that just got deplatformed? Uh, <laughs> Oh, uh, Andrew Tate. Yes, right. Like <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck about his image. He'll just keep spinning it. He gets a negative in some way. Just keep spinning it. But in poker, you don't have that luxury. You're found to be a cheater. If you're found to be a welcher or somebody who doesn't pay their debts, uh, there is minimal coming back from that. There's always going to be uh, darker channels that you can work in order to fleece people or uh, potentially have. Uh, the ability to stay in action and things of that nature, but it's very harmful. Um, so we have to pay mind of the fact that uh, when Robbie is accused, there is fallout to that. And so far that fallout hasn't really occurred, right? Nothing's preventing her from playing poker any longer. Uh, nothing's preventing her from going on these live streams uh, and by and large, the pulse of the community, from my perspective, is swaying in support of her, right? Mm -hmm. uh, not to say that it's 80-20 or 90-10, but there's more hate for Garrett than I've ever seen. Like, it's at least 60-40 her I, favor. I was going to say it's 60-40, with most, um, the 40% coming up as most pros, and a good, I would say, like, the pros are, like, kind of split, but a little, there's some more pros on the did not cheat side. Yeah. Yep. And yep. all all wrecks are on the did not cheat side. I think all of us are under the impression as professionals that without uh more clear data points to point to, we can't be certain of anything. And so no matter what, there is going to be some percentage likelihood that she did not cheat and some percentage likelihood that she did in all of our minds, in all of our framing, in all of our conversation. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh now is it fifty fifty? I don't think so. I think every one of us have made decisions one way or the other of which way we lean. Um, but it's difficult to come out and uh, just state that. Uh, if I resend my super chat, will you read it? Yes, I will. Um, <laughs> the women are certainly rallying behind Robbie. That part is pretty evident. Yeah. And the, I understand the, why. The, I understand women, why. The, the, the part of the women community is certainly rallying behind Robbie. Yeah, I, sure. under, I understand why. There is this under underlying context here of... Uh, and to be fair, they're turning it into a gender thing because I assume because somehow they're framing it as uh, strong versus weak, right? I don't think that that's a gender thing, though. I think that that's an experience thing. So I explained this on yesterday's podcast where I said it's very easy. Uh, it's very easy to believe that you are wrong or to be gaslit into a decision when you're the amateur, right? And this, again, I don't think this is a, a male-female type of dynamic. It, it might be a part of a male-female dynamic, but 
more specifically, it's a part of uh, a professional amateur dynamic where, you know, with enough, uh, with enough projection and with enough confidence, you can believe as the amateur that you're out of line or have done something wrong. And you can want to ramify, uh, ramify that, right? You, you can want to uh, try to, or sorry, rectify that. Uh, and that's like where the notion of like, wh whatever will calm this down, I'll, I'll do it. If it means paying back the money, so be it. Uh, and I think that that is a tough pill for us to swallow because it's a lot of money, right? So the whole, I'll pay them back. Like, I, I think too many, too many people were leaping to the side of like, of course she paid him back. He's a bully and he cornered her and gave her no choice but to pay it back. That may have happened. But you weren't there and I wasn't there. So, like, yeah. I don't know that that happened, first and foremost, number one, right? Number two, uh, if it did happen, unless Ryan was also partaking in said bullying and said, uh, you know, forcing her effectively, then she had an ally in him. Now, it might not have been a strong one because obviously Ryan and Garrett are friends, but there's at least a third-party witness there for her to just say, like, no, I'm not going to do that. I did nothing wrong. She could advocate for herself and look to him for support, right? So uh, I, I'm only poking holes in this because I don't think it is strictly a male-female thing. I think it is strictly a power thing where Garrett has a lot of power in this arena. Garrett has a lot of uh, power in uh, being the consummate professional, in not stepping out of line, in biting his tongue and uh, not getting out of place whenever it comes to these types of things. And if he made her feel like she was in the wrong to the degree where, uh, where she uh, was like so out of line that, that, that something had to be done, then potentially she did feel backed yeah. into a corner. But it, could, it. It, still, it still can be both, right? Correct. It, correct. it can be correct. both correct. Where, where like it is a power thing, but... But that is the sometimes the the male female dynamic where you have a much larger yes, male yes, yes, yes. versus a, you know a small a woman who who feels intimidated in the moment because of the the male female dynamic. So it it could be it could be both situations right, yeah. thank, happening at the same time. Yeah, thank you for pointing that out because like I'm not trying to dismiss that that right. exists. Right. I'm yeah. just trying to say that it's <clears throat> it's it's a byproduct of her being less mm -hmm. in the know of her being yeah. in a foreign environment. And, right. And there's there's also like you know, whether she's guilty or she's not guilty by giving the money back. We, we see this happen in, um, in interrogations, right? Where, where you, you'll see uh, false confessions happen all the time. And like, how can somebody ever confess to uh, a murder that they didn't commit? Like right. I, people are like, are dumbfounded by like, well, if they confessed, they had to have done Correct. it. And right? that's not a male that, female thing. That's just a strict power dynamic. Right. Not, right. And it, it's about wanting to diffuse the situ situation, get out of the situation. You're very uncomfortable, but that's you're right. And that, and that's being put in a, an uncomfortable position. Like the, a lot of times it happens where they're being interrogated for a long time yep. and they just want it to end. And they're like, well, if I just say I did it, I can, I can just leave. I can go home. I'm, I'm very uncomfortable. And she was probably like, if we, if you're on the side of that, she didn't cheat, then she's very uncomfortable in this situation, wants to get out of it and she's do anything to just end the situation, which is give the money back and move on. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think all of that's very fair. Uh, we're we're kind of kind of sidetracking a bit because we were just kind of talking about how the community is split. Right, right. But yeah. uh, 
uh, I do think that it's worth acknowledging that all of these things can coexist at once. Right. So taking a hard stance of I'm anti Garrett because uh, he's a big bully guy and she's a weak, uh, can't stand up for herself female. I think that that's unfair to both parties. Right. And there's also a world where, where, you know, where he did get cheated and he wants the, he, he right. sees an opportunity to, to get his money back. It might be the only opportunity he ever gets. And he's would be dumb not to take that. Right. Like basically I think we should just step back from that whole scenario right. and just take it for what yes. it is Yeah. and not pass too much judgment on that. Because right. now what really matters most is the process moving forward, mm -hmm. getting to the bottom of this. Uh, oh, shout we, out can't, we can't ignore the underlying current of why this is getting such rallied behind on her side. And it's, there is this, his, not history, but call it this back and forth for a couple of years of like misogyny in poker. And, right. you know, the women are not getting the same deals as the men or, or like, or, or the men thinking, you know, that the women are, are getting unfair advantages. And this has been, this is such, it's such a distraction. Though. It's such a distraction from the actual conversation. I understand that it's a distraction, but it's what's happening. It's what mm -hmm. is causing this like stir up from and, and the, the, the people butting heads because there's this underlying current. If this was just two men, you know, that's cheating, it's a, it's a way different, like... Right, but that's, that's the point that I'm trying to, to poke a hole in here, is that it becomes a distraction. You could turn anything into a racist issue. You could turn anything into a misogynistic issue. You could turn anything into some sort of ism if you look hard enough. And that's not even saying that you have to look that hard in this scenario. What it is saying, though, is that that's not the core of what we're trying to get to the bottom of here. Save all of that. 100%. Save all that for but once that, we once we know who's cheated and who hasn't. Right. I completely agree, but it's but it but it is a factor in this yeah, situation. Like I don't, we can't I don't just disagree. ignore it. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Patrick Muth. Hit us with a super chat. He said, "Do you think there's a chance that Garrett knows more than he stated publicly? Is there more to his claims that hasn't been stated? Maybe past issues. I mean, one hundred percent. Like he's staying silent for a reason. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't think there's any shot in hell that like that one offhand that he played was what triggered. And it was just like, oh my God, I can't believe that. Like he had a history with her, even if it was only 10 hours of play. Uh, he said he watched, you know, all of the videos and everything else. Like something was already seated in his head where it's like, there's, there's some things not adding up here. You know what I mean? That type of shit. Um, shout out. Uh, I, I can't put Natsuka. Uh, he said, I don't trust Ryan will do anything uh he has footage of jamie gold stealing chips off a player's stack at bike and never exposed it i watched with somebody who used to play on the stream that he sent it to i don't know if that's true or not i, I mean that's uh you know I, I i don't have any reason to trust or distrust you i'm just saying that i don't know if it's true if you have the video by all means share it that's a that's a whole different story uh if you'd like to share that video to, to anybody on social or, or send it to me in a dm i'll take a look at it uh, but I don't know that to be true of Ryan. I've never heard that. I've never seen any video. So uh, maybe, maybe not. Um, Made in Brooklyn says, if Keating makes the same play, Garrett would have never said a word. Um, Perhaps a different history of, of hands. Like, it's, it's also Keating, like... If Keating calls me with Jack High, man... It's not about Keating calling right, with Jack Ke High. It's about Keating taking that exact line. And I don't think yeah, that, but like Keating, Keating has made so many insane plays and lost massive, massive. I, I just, I just don't think there's know? any world where we can equate the two because whatever yeah. Keating does, he just would never take that exact line. 
He would never click and then call off. Yeah, he would never click. Period. Right. Right. There. But right. if he did, even if he did, if the he did, history then, of his hands no, are if, his best uh, defense. I yes and no no no. I would start to look at him as a cheater too. Uh, or I, I I'm not saying Keating's cheating, obviously, but like no, if he clicked the turn and then called off a jam with Jack Four off, like we would we would be suspect. Yeah, it, it would be impossible not to be. So, like, I don't think that that's a fair statement either. I don't, I mean, yes, she's getting more grief uh, because, no, actually, I don't even think that's true. I think she's getting more leniency because she's an amateur. She's getting more leniency, for sure. Right? Like, the, the Keating example is not the correct example. The correct example would be Andy. If Andy had taken this line. Oh, and, my God. He'll get ripped. Of course. <laughs> of course. If Andy, if Andy took that line, the game absolutely would have stopped. Yeah. 100%. So like yeah. that that's that's a that's a terrible straw man to create because uh this whole whataboutism of a, if it were a man uh it, you're you're just dead wrong, right? Because like all we have to do is go to the other extreme where she's a pure amateur, take a consummate pro like Andy, if he jumps in there and plays this hand exactly like this, like he's absolutely not getting out of that casino alive. Every- <laughs> Not only like do we know he's cheating, but we want to know whose accomplices are. Yeah, we yeah. want to know like how he did it. Like, Everything. give us the tell-all because you're busted. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, DePaula says, yeah. "Let's discuss the sleep brownie." You're gonna have to rewind for that one, buddy. We were already in there, but appreciate you supporting the channel with the with the super chat. Maybe you could even sign up for the membership, DePaulo. Uh I made it really easy for you. Just hit hashtag membership in the chat. It will send you a link. You click it, and then you're a member of our site. Mm. Just you know, throwing it out there, Ryan. Yeah. You know, you're here. We have you on as a, a, a Koga host sometimes. Just putting it out there. Okay. Uh, anything left to talk about with Charles? Uh, I, I thought he did a pretty good job of defending uh, her side as yes, far as things go. I do that too. I am very suspect at this point why everybody's talking, coming out to talk though. Like, what's the point of Charles coming well, out to talk? What's I think the there's of, an easy answer there. I mean, what's that? Garrett's not talking. They have the stage. Right. They have the exactly. megaphone right now. No, of exactly. course. And, but Control heard, the narrative. But yeah. You guys heard what he said, right? Go on. Charles said, I, I can't, I'm not, can't word for word do this, but it's not always the loudest person in the room or something along those lines. He was, he was talking about the loudest person in the room, which happens to be Robbie right now. Yeah. No, I think he was referring, I he, think he was he, referring to Doug. At that yeah, point. I'm sorry. He was referring to Correct. Doug. But Correct. when we bring it to this situation, it's Robbie right now. Yes, 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 yes. hundred percent. She has the megaphone for sure. Uh, DePaulo, I love you, man. I love you. Welcome to the Nerds and Brainiacs. We appreciate you for signing yes. up. Yes, thank you, God. Ryan DePaulo, guys. We Ryan fucking got him. Do you hear the fucking jackpot yet, or is it like forty-five I think, hours? I think he's straight? still out there spinning. Um, no, I, I, I do agree with you that uh, that he may be. Yes, I, I think that that's a, an obvious contradiction, right? He's trying to quiet Doug's megaphone, which is obviously louder than anybody's. Uh, but not recognizing that her camp currently holds the megaphone. So right now, Doug is kind of playing the role of uh, championing for, for Garrett. And there are a lot of others out there that are speaking pretty clearly. Like you mentioned before, Conrad, most of the high-level pros are kind of saying like, look, everybody should be taking note. Garrett is not just some rando who played this hand and is upset that he lost the pot. Like his track record speaks for himself. And the fact that he's willing to stake a claim that she's cheating is something that we all as intelligent individuals who play this game for a living should take note of. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that that's why these shadows of doubts exist. 
because there are so many discrepancies. There are so many inconsistencies with stories, with the actual gameplay and how it played out and all this other stuff in between. So, you know, we're, we're, we're observing, we're taking in the points. We're trying to dissect as best we can. What do you got for us, Chin? No, I, I completely agree with that. hundred percent. I think, like I said, when Garrett speaks, you know, all the pros are going to listen. And, and, and the fact that he's putting his reputation on the line is going to force us to take a closer look. That's yeah. it. I think the data points are the ones that are speaking. Like that hand, Jack eight hand, Ace King hand. Those those are what uh, pros are looking at. I don't think it's just Garrett. Yeah, I think I think that that's largely true. Um, Melissa, I know you're out there modding the chat. Can you make Matt Hunt a mod also? Uh, I can't find him in the chat, but I know he's there and he had something he wanted to say. So I'm I'm curious to see what it is. Um, Shout out to Zudu Paris hitting us with a super chat. Said, I think this has been blown way out of proportion and she is just, well, you know, the shadows exist because of unrealistic, unrealistic expectations. I don't think this has been blown out of proportion. Like that's, that's kind of the thing that I want to keep doubling back on, man. We're not covering this just because it's a thing to cover. Like, yeah, it helps from a content creation standpoint, but we're covering it because the, the same reason why we wholeheartedly covered the, uh, the, the Ali and Jake stuff, right? Because this is important moving forward to the community. And you'll be right that this is blown out of proportion if and when we have high degree of confidence that, uh, that she is in fact 100% innocent. But we just don't, we don't necessarily have that yet, right? Like it, it, it's just, there's enough strong evidence from Garrett's side that we're going to continue to look. And honestly, like, I know it's uncomfortable to be accused. And I agree that uh, this is a terrible thing if she is ultimately innocent to have your character called into question like this. It feels shitty, man. Like, to be put on public blast like this, it's terrible. Uh, and, like, I have a lot of empathy for both Harry and Garrett to, to have to, like, go through this currently speaking. But if you are innocent and you are confident that you're innocent, like, trusting this process... And letting that truth come out is worth a ton, right? Uh, and, you know, it does come maybe at the sacrifice of your character in the short run, but that's already happened. Like, that, that can of worms is open. There isn't really any uh, putting it back. So... In fairness to her, she did say, like, let's, let's, let's let the investigation roll then. Yeah. She said that multiple times. Yes, She's like, yeah, but- go ahead. Correct. That's true. But she continued to, to kind of like feel a need to uh, defend her side. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, I understand you feel like you're under a microscope. You feel like you're being attacked from, from all angles. And, uh, that in and of itself is like really gut wrenching whenever you truly didn't do anything wrong. If you truly didn't do anything wrong. Uh, so I understand her urge to speak out, but you know, when you get on these Twitter streets long enough, you understand that like everything has a cycle and uh all the chat honestly i've never had more uh twitter engagement before in my life i've had like something like five thousand messages or, or five thousand mentions over the past uh two and a half days wow. i haven't read a single one <laughs> i've never read a single one yeah. i never understood like how uh like you know really popular people like celebrities and uh you know uh figureheads and things like that how they manage or navigate social media because they have so many random people mm-hmm. constantly just tweeting at them. Right. And, uh, I never experienced that. Like I've had 
things happen where I get stuck in threads and like there are some randos, but never to the degree of like thousands of people. <laughs> this has brought out thousands of people yeah. and I get it now. Yeah. If they don't have a check mark, you're not even reading. Right. Like you're just scrolling right fucking past <clears throat> mm -hmm. because it's all it's noise. True. It's just all fucking noise. Right. And uh, I know Robbie's getting a lot of noise. She went from having a few hundred Twitter <laughs> followers to having like 14,000 like overnight. I've never seen growth like this. So it's like, I know that like she's getting inundated, but the best thing to do is close the app, live your life. You know, let's, let's, uh, let's take strides as a community to try to figure all this out and get it moving. Uh, so Hunt, welcome to the chat. We appreciate you, my man. He says, I was going to ask, do you guys think there's an element of some in the community wanting to believe Garrett's in the wrong here because they want to tear down a very popular player? I think that's always going to be the case yeah. uh, whenever this type of stuff happens. Um, biggest reason being is that, like, you know, everybody wants to see the, the fallibility in the hero, right? And it's like nobody wants Garrett to be per perfect. And, and quite frankly, a lot of people are probably tired of Garrett appearing perfect. So this is an opportunity for them to kind of just say like, not only are you human, but hey, you fucked up and got this wrong, man. And like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you know that because I'm sick of you being good looking and rich <laughs> and fucking <laughs> cooling people off all the time and have all these opportunities that I don't, you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of, maybe inherent jealousy uh, being projected out onto Garrett. Mm -hmm. But also there is the element, I'm going to keep doubling back to this because we can't forget it. He publicly came out and claimed cheat. Yeah. Right? Like 100%. Right. And the same thing happened with Possible, but look how long it took Veronica to whistleblow. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, like, yeah. and even then, I remember distinctly when she whistleblew, she sent me a, 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 a clip of like five hands or so that he played. And I looked at it with, it, there was no other context to it at all. And she goes, do you see anything suspect, suspect about this? And I watch it, I'm just like, no. Like, literally, fucking no. Mm -hmm. There's nothing here. And I remember we were talking, I was like, you're going to want to walk this one back. Like, I was like, apologize profusely. Hope that this goes away. You know, the community will support you. Like, just, I don't see it. You know, I'm sorry, I just don't see it. But luckily... Joey kind of took it under him, or, or upon himself to say like, okay, maybe I don't see anything in these five hands, but we have hundreds of hours of footage to watch. And then he streamed for hundreds of hours. Yeah. <laughs> and then he literally just did that. He literally just yeah. watched hundreds of that hours was, of footage. Right. Yeah. And you know, by hour 10, I'm texting her going like, holy fucking shit. Yeah. Thank God you came for Like this guy 100% cheated. There's no doubt about it. Like we all agree. Difference here is we have... 10, 11 hours, not hundreds of hours. Right, exactly. So, I mean, but that allows us to get there too. Uh, mm -hmm. Made in Brooklyn says, no poker pro with a platform who has come out in support of Garrett will re recant publicly if the investigate investigations exonerate Robbie. They will just go quiet. Um, well, I would I say... that's exactly true. I, I don't think that's on. exactly true. I, I think, at least for us, like, or at least, at least I'll speak for myself. Like, if, if Robbie's innocent, like... I think for sure Garrett's going to, you know, owe an apology. And I think we'll all kind of like be taken aback that shit, she made the greatest hero call of all time. Like, well, you know, well, it's, uh, that, that's not, against, that's not, that's not his point. Not, that's not his ahead. point. That's not his point. His point is that uh, nobody who backed Garrett in all of this is going to then come out and say like, huh, got this one so fucking wrong. I owe a world of apology to Robbie. 
yada, yada, yada. And I think he's probably right. Yeah. And the reason he's right is because we've all been down this road enough. And, and, you know, don't get me wrong. Like, guys like Doug are taking a little bit harder of a stance of, like, I'm 90% that she cheated. Where, like, you know, guys like Joey uh, tend to fence it. And even us in this camp, like, I think we learned our lesson a little bit where it's like, it's too early. It's just fucking too early. At some Mm -hmm. point, I'll take a harder stance. But, like, it's just too early kind of thing. Uh, That caveat allows people to not apologize right just like nobody who's fucking backing robbie now will apologize to garrett if he's proven innocent yeah i can promise you that and 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 to be fair to be fair that's the more egregious of the two because he's the one who took on the the biggest risk and uh his side is actually very provable if we can get that much data right no one's gonna eat crow we saw this with possible when possible was proven guilty almost to the point of no no doubts there were just people on his side that doubled and tripled down and said well there's still a doubt i mean yeah you know people were betting trump like six months after he didn't get elected yeah (laughs) right exactly i made a good point he said and he's kind of doubling down on what i'm saying he said i think there are very few pros coming out and saying that they outright believe she cheated there's a big difference between saying like i 100 percent know for a fact that she cheated versus like it's plausible Mm-hmm, it's right. certainly plausible yeah and we need to kind of like uh, we play poker for a living we understand probabilistic thinking all of us are coming from that vantage point of like mm-hmm. what is most probabilistic here and how can i weight these outcomes uh so uh, yeah i i think that that's a little bit of an unfair observation um by made in brooklyn but it's an observation nonetheless uh you know i i I understand and respect where you're coming from. Um, getting back to the interviews, one of the ones that was most interesting to me that finally came out yesterday was Faraz Jaka. So Faraz has kind of been coattailing uh, Robbie for the past couple of weeks as she got into high stakes and his fucking logo is <laughs> on center stage on Hustler. I'll tell you what, man. I'll tell so you this smart. much. I, I, I will tell you this much. The most damning thing in the world would be that she gets found out as a cheater and it was the fucking Faraz Jaka bottle. Oh. Well, it wasn't. It was just his patch. On I understand. I understand. But like we've. Well, we've it's, a no, it's a literally a no win situation. Yeah. If she yeah. didn't cheat and she made that fucking call and he's coaching <laughs> her, that's bad. If she cheated and it's in the bottle, that's bad. Well, Everything's that's what, bad. Well, that's There's why no he, positive for Faraz Jaka coaching right now. Well, that's why he emailed fucking Hendenbob. It was like, hey, can you wipe off the seven years of previous poker she was playing? She just started last week, man. <laughs> Let's start from scratch. Um, I, I, we're, we're having a little fun at, at Faraz's expense, but uh, I, I don't know anything of him as a coach. I know him as a player. He's sticky. He's tough. He's always been like really fucking uh, a battler, right? So, if anything, somebody calling with Jack High is certainly Faraz Jaka approved. Uh, <laughs> it's not turtle approved, right? Definitely not tortoise, turtle approved. Tortoise approved. Uh, but you know, basically, like I've been waiting to hear his stance because, for better or for worse, he leaned into the fact that she was getting a ton of publicity and that he was her coach. And I say for better or for worse because I've been in this scenario a bunch, uh, and it's it's dangerous. It's a dangerous marketing ploy to put your brand on someone that you personally know through experience of working with them is still an amateur, right? And you find yourself in the scenario that Froz is in now, where he has to explain away why her explanations are so unintelligible from a poker player standpoint, right? 
while in the same breath saying that her play is representative of the things that he's teaching her, right? And that's a tricky, tricky line to navigate. Uh, I, it's not an enviable one. I don't know that I would want to be in that situation. Um, uh, this is, I, I just want to poke a hole in this really quickly. Uh, people were saying that the players are mic'd up and uh, Hustler Casino Live should release the audio between Garrett and Robbie that took place in the hallway. That's not how it works, man. You mute your mic when you walk off stage. Yeah. Everybody does. Uh, that, that's just like completely understood by everybody. Um, shout out to Virtual Joker for the super chat. He said you guys are awesome. Uh, he included Melissa. Thank you, Melissa, for modding the chat today. Uh, also, early happy birthday. I don't know that we're going to be on tomorrow. So, hey, let's all quick round of applause for Melissa. Happy birthday, happy Melissa. Birthday, Melissa. We all love you here at the Only Friends Podcast. We wouldn't be the same without you. Uh, right. Congratulations on turning 25 again. Uh, <laughs> one thing I do want to ask you. know how you age backwards. Sorry. One thing I want to say about the mic thing. Like, even if, like, Guapo muted them. Like, Guapo was running the production there, and he muted them. They wouldn't have that, like, no. later on. It does yeah, not like, record when you're muted. Yeah. I Everything guess. runs through a, a system. So once the mute goes into place, it's, it's pretty much over. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, okay, so uh, on top of you know blowing out Melissa's birthday candles, everybody give her a shout out in the chat, please. Uh, I, I want you guys to really, really let her feel the love. Uh, you know who else's birthday it is today? Yeah. Well, Chico's. hers is tomorrow. Well, today we don't want to we don't want to undercut Chico here. No, we don't want to undercut okay. Chico. <laughs> Happy birthday to my dad, who's big shout out to seventy three. Chico, oh. seventy three years young. He's Chico. a young. Yep. Young 73. Everybody put their poo dog faces in the chat. Let's get right. it going for, for Melissa's birthday here. Um, bringing this back now to uh, the Faraz interview. I've been dying to hear from him because if anybody's going to explain this away, it's going to be the person who understands her game the most, right? And that's not going to be Charles, her husband. So, like, that statement by Charles on Twitter, I ain't feeling it, man. Like, you're not qualified. I'm sorry. That's, that's just the way that it goes, right? But uh, whenever we get now to Faraz's statement, it's like, okay, well, I'll listen. You know, you're a professional. You're a peer. I would love to hear what you have to say. Uh, on Twitter today, he released a small thread, and it says, here are my thoughts regarding the Robbie Lou versus G-Man Jack forehand. Having worked with her over the last year, cheating would be very out of character from my interactions with Robbie. I'm seeing some very passionate arguments getting attention that I'd like to address. Uh, I don't know what BCKGD is. Um, backing? No? I, I don't know. Anyway, his first tweet. Uh, we did three, <laughs> three sessions on... Oh, background. This is background. Okay. So he's been, working for, he's been working with her for a year, but it seems like he's only coached her five times, which is a little off in my opinion, but okay, let's roll with it. Uh, we did three sessions of MTTs pre-WSOP and two more last minute before this stream. Robbie's only been playing for about a year. Like any new player, she has trouble repeating backhand histories and mixes up terminology. Usually you don't see new players' hand histories, but she jumped right into the big streams. Um, okay. I guess that's the, the end of the sentence. She jumped right into the big streams. Quote, unquote, she checked her cards before calling so she couldn't have misread the hands. Talking to Robbie, she told me she was only checking one card to see if it was the Jack of Clubs. Uh, she said she was confident he was bluffing because he would not shove with a big hand since she doesn't call light 
And because she had the Jack of Clubs, she said she can make it less likely that he has a club. This makes it less likely that a club could come off. Man, come on, Faraz, bro. <laughs> You're a goddamn poker professional. What the fuck is this incoherent nonsense? I'm sorry. Like, I'm getting annoyed. Why don't you just play the clip? Because he explains it in the clip, too. Yeah, fine. But I, wa I want to I wanna pick through these while they're in front of me because hearing him talk isn't the same as being able to break it down one by one all right so first of all like as far as his background goes okay so she's only been playing a year uh she gets hand histories wrong i agree with that like amateurs are the fucking worst at giving you details of a hand history but she wasn't recounting a hand history right or, or uh she yeah like she was in it it happened yeah it's in real time so mm -hmm. the whole uh she checked her cards before calling so she couldn't have misread thing Robbie says she only looked to see one card if she had the jack of clubs. That means she has to know for a fact that the card she's looking at is the jack, right? Otherwise, she has to look at both cards, period. Like, this is nonsense. She would have to know that the top card is the jack of clubs. Also, you hear both cards click. Right, of course. You can see it. She looks yeah, seven, I mean, you could, seven different times. I mean, you could look at it and just have them up and just be focused on the jack of clubs when you peel cards but there's another card there yeah i know but, but if you're not if you're not focused on it at all in your mind that's already the three you just you're not even looking at it. you just, even if you flip them both up you're just focused on the jack so i i mean i see a world where that happens i'm just saying when you peel cards if you were to peel them as one to peel mm -hmm. just to look at one card right and you snap it you'd only hear that one snap now when you pull it up and you can right. see both cards, mm -hmm. you'd hear both snaps when it goes back down. Yeah, yeah. I agree with Conrad. Also, I agree that, like, uh, if you're looking for the Jack of Clubs and you see the Four of Diamonds, your brain is going to register the Four Diamonds. I'm sorry. Yeah. It just is. Yeah. And then you're going to be like, oh, fuck. I thought yeah, I had a like, pair, but I didn't. Like, instantly ah! when you see the Four of Diamonds, <laughs> you're not going to say, I wonder if my other card's the Jack of Clubs. You're instantly going to say, like, fuck, I thought I had a three. Mm -hmm. And, and then you're just going to not even care about the Jack of Clubs. And you're going to fold your fucking hand. So, like, I'm sorry, but, like, again, Faraz is now putting himself out on a fucking limb by, by taking this stance. Like, it's, uh, I, I would not get in the business of picking sides if I were the people ancillary to these others. Like, I coach you, and I believe that you are a good person if, if, if I coach you. Like, that's usually going to be the case. But I'm not going to defend you publicly in a situation where, like, I don't have all the evidence. Right. That's not on me. I'm sorry. Like, this, this is scary to me. Like, at least some of this stuff. Like, I think it's fine for him to vouch for her character. I think it's fine for him to vouch, uh, you know, that, uh, you know, scrolling down a little bit further, vouch that she hasn't been playing for seven years and that Hendon Mob got it wrong. I think that's great. I think that it's important for him to give his opinion as to why this is or is not likely to be cheating or why he's opting out on giving his opinion. I think all that's fine. What I wouldn't do is take her excuses for what happened and then make them your own. Yeah. Right? I wouldn't say like, well, as far as her misreading her hand goes, I have the utmost confidence because she told me that she was only looking for the jack of clubs. Like, don't do that. You, you make yourself to be less credible as a source, in my opinion, right? Like, and I don't think that's really a great idea when she doesn't need more credibility to arguments that should just stand up on their own. Like, either that argument's going to stand on its own or it's not. Getting more credibility from somebody who, like, knows her, right? This isn't a, a matter of, like, uh, him, him being a character witness. Mm -hmm. This isn't a court of law. Right, yeah, yeah. It, it's, that's just a strange, strange take to me.
he starts um, it he starts it that way though he he kind of starts the whole uh thread almost as a character witness right because he begins with as far as my interactions with her she would never really do this yeah and I, so you want to which is fair that, that i i agree i think the character definition part of it is completely fine uh i think where he takes it from that that point on is is a bit much but again this is my opinion maybe i'm being a little harsh on frauds you know I, i'm i'm open to being wrong myself uh i want to address a few super chats before they expire so i don't miss anybody uh open source devs i just missed one god damn it sorry uh open source dev says i'm not a poker player and haven't heard of these two before still i use risk analysis on my day-to-day how statistically improbable was her hand to win it seems actual announcers were surprised so it's not that her hand itself is statistically improbable to win it's that it's statistically nearly impossible for a hand to have invested all of that money uh when you actually see the cards turned over her hand wins 48 percent of the time but against all of the hands that garrett could have possibly had uh her true win percentage is probably like eight percent with that hand nine percent maybe something like that she just happened to find one of like maybe five hands that is so low in equity or sorry so low in showdown value that she she's uh basically coin flipping with uh danny tuccio says what do you make of two hands where she clicked back the turn with no pair but was ahead garrett hand uh and then the ace king versus ace eight of eric uh, Doug thinks red flag from when he was cheated. Yeah, I thought Doug put out a strong argument. We'll talk about that later. I have it highlighted, so I'll address it then. Uh, Mike88 says, what is it to you that someone plays uh, how they want to... Oh, what is it to you that someone plays how they want to play? It's not your hand or money. Why does it bother you? Well, it bothers me if there's cheating in the game, right? Uh, especially if that means that this cheating is a byproduct of a stream game that I have played on in the past and would love to play on in the future being compromised security wise. So understand that the whole reason why we're talking about this is not because we care uh, about uh, protecting the character of, of Robbie or of Garrett, right? It's because we as a community care what the ultimate outcome of this truly is. The integrity the of the game. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Yeah. That matters tremendously. Right. To yeah, everybody sure. involved and everybody not involved, yeah. right? Anybody in the community. Yes, yes. Anybody yeah. who's going to play live stream games, anybody who even plays in uh, in a recreational sense, like mm-hmm. it matters a ton. Like, like everybody, I, I, I think that like everybody in the poker community should be rooting for this to to not be cheating, to not to, to you know for her to be innocent because that's. That's or better. if she is cheating for the method to be absolutely exactly. empirically right. outed. Right. Yes. If, if, if she is, then definitely be outed and, f- and learn from it until we can prevent it in the future. But we don't want this to, to happen in the community, obviously. Yes. Yeah. Uh, pre- preventative measures here are a huge, huge aspect of it. Okay. So let's roll the, the Frost clip because his tweets are making me angry. <laughs> You know, her friend, like these aren't professional poker players, right? So, so they're, they're just saying the best they know, right? They see her like studying, you know, playing all the time, like pulling up a solver. Like, I don't think she knows how to use solvers, right? Like she's mentioned it to me before. Like we, we don't do solver stuff together. I don't think she's ready for that. Um, but you know, that, that is what it is. There's these tools out there and people jump in and they're using them wrong and you got to help them kind of unlearn some of their habits and relearn things. And yeah, I mean, that's, she's, she's working through that process. So Bart said, basically, how does someone that's working with you not know to call with Jack High in that spot? I, I, I think she, I genuinely think she thought she had Jack, Jack 3. 
Um, okay. I, I don't think she thinks she had Jack high. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, like, like my kind of interpretation from talking to her is, uh, you know, she thought he was full of shit. So, you know, she, she raises on the turn cause she wants to end the hand cause she thinks she's going to, he's going to fold whatever his crap is. And, and then all of a sudden he shoves all in and now she's like, what the hell? Like he would never do that with a big hand. Uh, so now she thinks she's full of shit and she has a three. And of course the big thing is why did she, you know, look down at the cards, uh, and then still not know she had a three. So what she told me is that she just was checking the Jack to see if it was a club or not. Uh, and then because she wants to know she was blocking, you know, the, the flush draws or the straight draws. Right. And that's another thing. She doesn't under fully understand how to think about blockers. That's a new term for her. She's been like trying to use it and misuse it. And, you know, so, you know, she's, she, I think she said something to me like, okay, she had the Jack of clubs. So then maybe he has ace high because she just knows he's full of shit and, uh, or, or some other draw. Mm -hmm. And another thing she said to me was that she thought because she had the jack of clubs that if he did have a flush draw, it's less likely to come out. So like she, she actually told me, she was like, she sent me a text like that. That's what I meant by blocking like the jack of club blocker. Like I thought it's less likely to come. Mm -hmm. So again, she just. Okay. So I mean like, yeah, he, he more clearly talks about. Like what? Why? Why? What's the point? I I just. But I, I think just... uh, look, there's something to be said. Like there, it's we can't take her strategic like explanation as like a knock against her because she's not a pro and she's not going to talk about hands the way that we want her to talk about hands. Like right. she's a she's a new player who is just like, hey, I have a club, so it's less likely a club comes out. Like, and she's making a call for that reason. Yeah, like, I, I'm not criticizing her at all. I, I'm criticizing Faraz trying to explain away what she said. Like, we can all agree that what she said doesn't make any sense. Why are we trying to find explanations for it? Right? Like, and I guess, like, yeah. he's kind of in a spot where he feels like he has to because he wants to defend his student and he wants to... But, like, he led with, she's a new student who can't recall hand histories. It's like okay well the the other aspect of that is people who can't recall hand histories also can't recall why they did what they did so it becomes a lot of like explaining a way that makes no rational sense and as a coach the the first thing you need to do when that happens is stop and say like okay uh none of this is making any rational sense emotionally you may have felt this way or the other but uh let's just take a look at the things that we can actually speak on right yeah. actual hand um, as it was played and, and things like that so i don't i don't get the inclination to want to do that kind of stuff on her side um she has said now on multiple occasions that this was an egotistical call and she just called because she thought he was full of shit yeah 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 and then, hey live and die by that right like let's not take it any further leave it at that. That, that that's kind of what i'm getting at right is that uh I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I don't love. I mean, I get it, though. I get it. Like, they're all holding the megaphone right now, and they're, they're in protection mode, and they should be, right? Like, her reputation's on the line, and there's a lot at stake here. She's been accused of something very bad. So I understand the desire to defend. Uh, I, I guess maybe I'm being a little bit too pedantic in the way that the defense is coming off. 
it's just that I respect Faraz as a poker player, and I think the way that he's trying to explain it away, like, is just silly. Um, well, I think he's explaining it away in a similar sense of like, look, she can't recall hand histories. She's not ready to explain herself in a strategic sense. Right. Agree and with all I'm that. I'm trying to do my best in, in, in acting as a translator to what she's trying to say. Yeah. So I agree with That's- all the former and I would skip the latter. I just wouldn't want to go into the I'm going to translate or, or try to parse this uh unintelligible language into something intelligent um because it it doesn't make sense man if i go (laughs) if you ask me to to talk about how to tear apart a a transmission and i just start saying a bunch of things like flywheel and uh, rotors and uh you know gearbox and then you as a mechanic go on a podcast and say well what berkey was really trying to say is that uh, you know, the inner workings of a transmission, they, they, they don't have a flywheel per se, but there is uh, a system of gears that are in place that allow you to shift the car to make it go faster, right? It's like, no, I just said something that made no goddamn sense because I heard a bunch of buzzwords on a Discovery Channel show, you know? And it's like, that's okay because I'm not a mechanic. Just like she's not a professional poker player, so it's okay for her to not be able to explain certain things. Uh, the only reason that it's being scrutinized is because it's being aligned with the allegations of cheating, right? Right. And that's... Actually, this is a very important point and one that I think that maybe we haven't, as a community, done a good enough job of. Uh, we're all asking Robbie to defend herself and to defend the play, and that's unfair because she's an amateur. So she's not capable of defending the play, right? If she truly just had a brain fart, and said, fuck you, I call, and hates money, that's her prerogative, right? Or and hates that, Garrett. Yeah, or hates <laughs> Garrett. Or, yeah. <laughs> right, or both, right? Like, that's her prerogative, and that's something that, like, again, you know, we talked about this, if he had scooped both runouts, we may still have been sus of the hand, but... Yeah, uh, I think Negreanu made that point. Um, he, he, he pretty much said that, like, listen, like, you, sometimes you get in these games, and, like, and you have someone like Garrett, who's just hammering pots, hammering pots, and... and you know, you get against a, ver- a bully in the game, you know, someone who's just pushing chips around, and sometimes you just lose your mind. Sometimes you just lose your mind for, like, a, you know, a second, and then you do something that you, you would never, ever do maybe in a different situation, or people outside can't understand why you would ever do that, and that could be what happens. Sure. Right? I will push back was, on that a little bit, though. I, like, I, no, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. I understand, said, but there's, there's certain degrees of separation mm-hmm. from logic that a human being can go and i would say that this jack four is on the fringe of being too far removed from anything that somebody could arrive at of course that's why like, that's like, why we're in the situation right, that we're in right now right like she could never have three too high here and right. and, right, and, of and rationalize it right right because right, it beats absolutely nothing right right so <laughs> go ahead jen the the real issue here like when we talk about for us is that he's in a no-win situation yes either either his student cheated or you taught her to call a jack high. Like, so it's like, what, he can't win in this spot. So it's like, he's just trying to do the best he can in interpreting what she was trying to say. And then say like, look, as far as I know, she's not like, she's a pretty good person. And that, that's it, right? But he, he's in a no-win spot. And we kind of have to understand that. Um, I just got a text message from a friend. I don't know how accurate this is, but it's something that we can potentially look into. 
He said, check the tapes of when Robbie played. Bill, I uh, won't say who. I don't think I need to. Uh, but one of the players shared with us that when he played, everybody had the draw except Robbie. She had the one seat locked. And I think she was in the proverbial one this time. I don't think there was anybody to her yeah, right. She was in the two, technically. Right, but there was yeah. nobody to her yeah, right, no, correct? So we're this all is what I said before, right? Like, there, we, we know from like doing the investigations before that there are specific seats that are in accordance to what makes it easier for people to cheat. And that's generally the one and the five. And the reason why we push so, back on this, because it was hard, it's, it, you, have to have, you have to get a deck in the game for this. Like, there has to be an RFID deck in the game that's allowing this technology that you can be using. Well, we can talk about that later. Yeah, later. Um, but that's, that is pretty interesting if it's widely known that she gets to choose her seat. Um, only one it's other person. sometimes, though. Like, well, for example, it, Krish, Krish had a seat locked up for him every week that was the, always the same seat. Like, so okay. some people do, like, get a certain seat that they want like generally every week they don't they're not doing it for positional purpose or whatever this is just a seat that they like well and that happens sometimes yeah Outs- i mean i know some- sorry outside uh, of somebody saying like hey do you want to pick a seat if you're going to play every week like that seems pretty awkward i only know of like three people who've ever had their seat pre-organized every week it was bob Wright got the nine because he couldn't see otherwise uh seat eight james on live at the bike because it was his lucky seat <laughs> and and now apparently maybe Robbie in the one yeah, every week. And you can't say that she's doing this because she can't see. No matter how wearing... VIP somebody is, I've never heard of anybody having a permanent seat unless they had eye problems. Yeah, and that's no, the thing. She's I, I'm pretty glasses. sure that like Chris always got the four or one of those like consistently. And I when I when I played with him, he was in the seven. Okay, yeah, I'm just saying pretty consistently he got that seat. Or uh, I don't know exactly which seat, but I know that he told me that he got a very certain seat almost always. Um, oh, actually, and... I, do, I do think you're right. I do remember them jockeying where he wanted to be in the middle seat somehow. Yeah, but, he was generally I... the four. Yeah, but yeah. whatever. Well, it, it is what it is. All I'm trying to say is that, yes, that is true. That it, If she's asking for the one specifically and this hand also happened, that's another data point, like you like to say, Burke. Um but I like to. I do want to point out that it's sometimes this happens. Like people do ask for certain seats, and they're accommodated uh, for it. Like maybe DGAP always takes the two. I feel like I see him in the two consistently every single week on Monday. Um, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, I would say that that's something that uh, I'm sure Ryan and Nick could answer, uh, and also a practice that we should not allow for. Um, for better or for worse. I mean, like, all of these, all of these variables uh, matter, right? So we don't necessarily know the methodologies through which people can potentially be cheating. And uh, if any of them involve positioning to the dealer or positioning to the uh, cards as they come out of the, de- uh, uh, sorry, out of the shuffler, then we absolutely should be randomizing at all times, right? Yeah, Make sure. everything more difficult. Um, Justin Lopez says, you have, I think you have to give credit to how Garrett uh, acted at the table. Most players would have blown up if they felt they were cheated. Love the show. Uh, appreciate you, Justin. Yeah, I think that I think that's true. Uh, again, you know, it's it's a lot of like shock and awe. Nobody really understands what's happening in this moment. And again, it's only one data point. So there's the difference of us as the audience watching who have one data point, which is this exact hand, versus Garrett, who's been watching, playing, 
uh, rewatching and everything else, who may have a whole host of data points in his head, and this is the straw that broke Camel's back. So, um, very, very challenging to to wrap our heads around this. Uh, Coco says, how would G-Man explain wanting to sit back in the game after getting his money back if he's 100% sure there was cheating? Supposedly he agreed to come back and play before incident with Rip. Well, we talked about this on yesterday's podcast where uh, that easily could have just been him agreeing to do whatever was necessary in order to get the money that he felt he was cheated out of back and then having no intention of playing, which he didn't play. So speculating that he actually was going to play doesn't really matter because um, that never happened. Um, I think this looks way worse for him if he did play. Like, yeah, I think this comes mm-hmm. out really, really bad. Agreed. Like, if he yeah. didn't come back and play. Yeah. I'm glad he didn't. Can I piggyback on a question? Sure. Someone just asked you earlier. Would we be having this conversation if this hand goes down against uh, Ruske? Or if it goes down against Eric Person? Like, do we think that she would have gotten the death stare from Garrett? Or would it have just been played off as, oh, wow, this girl just a ridiculous call here? You're saying that instead of Garrett, it happens with somebody it's, else. It's yeah, somebody like say, else. say Ruske makes this play or person makes this so play. So this, this brings like, me back to how I started the conversation of the show where it's like, if you're an onlooker, if you're Andy in this instance uh, or anybody else, how do you handle these scenarios? And unfortunately, like it's every man for himself. So probably not because Ruske uh, isn't going to make a big deal of it. And Ruske doesn't speak perfect English and he doesn't uh, have people advocating for him. Um, so like maybe the hand itself gets dissected a little bit, but I don't think we jump to the point of cheating. Same thing with pers- persons, right? Unless he, unless he actually makes us think of it in the moment, which I doubt he would have. I because, honestly don't think he would either. Right, because he not. basically was justifying that her play was fine. Mm-hmm. Right, so anybody who's going to take the stance of like that's fine, yeah. if it happened to them, is also going to be of the mind of like you're bad, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. I. Do you want to say that it probably would have been looked at 100% if it didn't happen to Garrett? Like, just later on. Like, I'm pretty sure Garrett would be looking at this like, what the fuck? Like, later yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. This, hand, this hand is so insane that it would have been a highlight clip 100%, no matter right. who were the two players involved. And at that point, people would have been taking a second look at it like, wait. What is going on here? Right, exactly? but, we, but we've already taken wild. we've already taken second looks at other hands that are suspects, and now we're gonna have to or suspect, and we're gonna have to go back and look, take a third and fourth and fifth look at them now. But like there was a hand in particular where uh, Garrett barrel triple barreled with King Six, uh, where he had a pair that ended up turning into a bluff by the end, and she just called three times with Ace King rivering the Ace. Right, uh, upon first glance, that's just you know she made a couple. Uh, I, I would have to actually see the hand to even know if I can criticize her play. Like, maybe it was just fine. Oh, I'm pretty sure she made a couple calls. No, of course, but, like, maybe they were fine calls. Maybe they were. Maybe the turn call was, like, super speculative. I don't know. Um, but in any event, without having seen it, that doesn't look right. suspicious to the naked eye. It just looks fishy, right? Right. And- the argument, the, the, what we're really trying to get at here is that if she is one sitting in the one seat and she's using a device that potentially she understands that she's going to win at showdown mm-hmm. then but she doesn't know how she's going to win at right, showdown. Just she just knows, win. my exact hand is going to win at showdown correct then now we need to go back through all of her hands and see how many like Bloats did she do that were light that then she got there or like yeah. the person bricked and she made a hero play at the river etc all these things are now going to need to go back and with 
us thinking she knows that she's going to win at showdown. Now we have to look at it through that lens and then reassess the entire situation again. Yeah, this is a conversation that I want to breach in uh, a few minutes after we kind of go through a little bit of Doug's stuff. Uh, I, I think now's a good time for us to take a little beat, kind of, uh, kind of like wrap up what what we've spoken up to or spoken about up until this point. Uh, you know, let you guys get a little bit of water, let the let the audience breathe a little bit. So, uh, the way I want to work this is, I'm going to read a super chat. Uh, you guys discuss amongst yourselves while I go take a piss. Uh, wow! I will this then come. Sh- I'll then come back, and then I'll start to wrap or or kind of like um, review what we've discussed this far. Thus far, you guys can all go grab a water while that happens, and then we'll move into the second half where uh, we're going to kind of dig through Doug's videos and talk a lot about what Christian's saying uh, about the plausible ways in which maybe she could have cheated. Um, so Patterson Poker hit us up, and he said. The dissonance is while we don't know for sure if she cheated, we do have high certainty that she lied about not knowing her hand. Denying this is to ignore our own eyes and ears. So it's hard to give the presumption of innocence. And I think that's a really fair point. Discuss amongst yourselves. <laughs> I, I don't, I look, I've, I've talked poker with a lot of people that are not professional poker players. And you know, we're friends and stuff like that. And when they tell me a hand history, it is, it is crazy. Like I have to ask for physicians. I have to ask for suits. I have to ask for all these things many, many times over. And sometimes they don't remember the action. Sometimes they don't remember how much people bet. They don't remember what they had, whatever. Like, so the part that she doesn't remember exactly that part, like it's not that she doesn't remember the grain of salt. Listen, it's not, that she doesn't, it's not that she doesn't remember. It was like, it, it's contradicting stories, like, immediately after the point. Like, um, when she was asked if she had a pa- pocket pair, and she's like, you give, give me that much credit. And then, like, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not word for word saying that correctly. But she, I, yeah, yeah, he said, yeah, yeah, he said, he said I, he's like, this one's yours. Something like this one's yours unless you had a, uh, you know, unless you have a small pocket pair like fives or something. And then she said, she's like, you give me that much credit or whatever. And like, I don't know. There's just a lot of different things that she said that just don't add up. Like, and it's not even like from a strategy point. It's just like, this was your hand and you're not now like, I think you have Jack three and then you say you had a pair before. I don't know. There's just a lot of things that just talking points that don't add up to me. Yeah. She is. So in real time. She says is a three good. So that's one one point for her. She's mm-hmm. basically saying is a three good, meaning she has a three. Now she's, or lo- she's like, or she's doing some sort of speech play, like you know, try to get a read of if a three is good. But she looks at, at her hand point, right after that. She thinks she has a three. But she looks at her hand right after that. Correct. I'm pretty sure she looks at her hand directly after that and says, like, doesn't correct. Whatever. But like, she's still saying that she's looking at the jack. She's not looking at the four or whatever. Like. This is the thing, like we have to we have to also put ourselves in the mind of someone that's been playing less than a year mm-hmm. that like is playing the biggest game in a, in, against the best player on the planet and in a high pressure, high emotional state. Like, I don't know what that looks like, but I do remember when I was like literally first playing, I didn't know shit about shit. Like I, I just I was hoping to get good cards. And if you told me to recount a hand history, I would have sounded like I was speaking another language. So I could, I, I kind of like 
I kind of don't want to like tear her apart in that sense because like we just don't we can't relate. Yeah, exactly. I I I think this the I'm with you there, Chin. Where it's like I listen, I love her to death, but I listen to my mom tell a hand history, and it's very very painful, right? Because it's you know there's all the details are wrong, everything's wrong. She can't remember what she had, and this this could be like literally like like five minutes after she played the hand, right? Like so it it I don't think the time frame matters that much and and i can see how she can be inconsistent in times but also i mean to to, to conrad's point is like i'm just there th- are a lot of them we're so. just taking data points you know yeah, like yeah, inconsistent yeah. Mm-hmm. In talk um uh, yeah beha- like some behavior in hand plays like just like clicking ace king or mm-hmm. taking time and like what on using a time fucking bank with jack eight you have jack high what the fuck yeah, are you but, doing well, no that, that but i mean that that can be explained through that's fine you could just say that she was contemplating shoving. That's fine. When we add all these things up, it right. just seems suspect. Mm-hmm. It's just like we have things that are adding up. Right, but, but also... One of, one of the things that does, but I find surprising, is that she didn't seem surprised that she won. Yes. Yeah, no, she right? did not. Like, when she table, Like, if I'm, like, somehow calling with Jack High, let's say I just put someone on a busted draw, like, obviously I wouldn't do it on the turn, but let's just say on the river, I'm just like, bro, I think you have exactly these, these missed draws and my hand is good, and I somehow call, like, I'm still, like... I, even as a pro that's played many hands, you know, like I'm still like surprised that I won. Like, I mean, I'm still like, I'm still like, holy shit, that, that's a big call. But like, being new to poker, wouldn't you be jumping? Pretty calm. Well, well, no, because Garrett told her, he's like, that one's you. Like, right after the first one happened, she, he goes, that's you. And let, like, because he pretty much admitting he had absolutely nothing. But wouldn't and you she be was still like, that's you. Like, still, 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 still. He could still have bluffs that beat Jack Hot. Listen, right. If, so, like, he's could literally be saying, like, that's mm-hmm. you having, like, well, well no, he said that's you unless clubs, or like queen ten of clubs, whatever, you know. Yeah, but he said that's you unless you had like five high. Listen, if you find me in this spot on the river and I find out I win, I'm gonna be looked like I jump. I'm jumping on a fucking trampoline. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be so high, yelling, like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Like, especially being new to the game, like, you gotta mm-hmm. be excited. Like, you have to have like something. I don't know. This felt like there was no reaction there, and. Kind of awkward. Another point. It was. It was a little bit. That, that, I, I agree with that. Like it is mm-hmm. a little bit weird that she didn't have uh, like an exuberant reaction, right? It's a matter. Mm-hmm. It, it has to be. I don't know how she plays on a daily basis, yeah. right? Let's say, for example, she. I don't know if she's playing like private LA or things mm-hmm. like that. But I would wager that this has to be one of the biggest pots she's ever played. Mm-hmm. No, she said three hundred thousand yeah. dollar pot. But then again, this is this is this is all pure speculation, right? We don't of know. Of course it is. We don't but know. Like, yeah. Still, still, right. three hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollar pots mm-hmm. are not. They're not a dime a dozen in all situations. Like yes, there are there are private games where three hundred thousand dollar pots happen right. all the time. Yeah. But if you've only been playing a year. This still has to be one of your biggest mm-hmm. pots. Like, no, she said it was. She's very, she was very hesitant to turn her hand over too. So like she, she almost like turned it over and then she's like, oh no, no. And then she put it back down because I think, I think she, I mean, so that it, in the, you know, defense of her, it's, she's, she was, she wasn't like, she was like wanting to turn her hand over right away. Like she, cause she thought she probably lost. Yeah, I, I want to <clears throat> give you guys a chance to take a bit of a break. Uh, go ahead and grab some water, food, whatever it is that you need to get. I'm going to bring this back together. Uh, I, I think the most critical thing for everybody watching is that 
we we kind of pull together the the actual points of data that we can speak to uh with with concrete understanding at this point so uh there's a lot of speculation taking place obviously we're all playing detectives and sleuths and things of that nature but uh the reality is there are some actual data points that we can look at and we can start to make some reasonable assertions over so first and foremost um you know we can look from a theoretical perspective or a uh game strategy perspective as far as like how the hand was played right and i think everybody regardless of whether you believe she cheated or not are on the side of uh the turn decision making process is just fundamentally flawed it, it's all very much losing money um and i want to make that point because the way we're going to look at this moving forward is analyzing all the hands that she plays and sees seeing how her negative ev decisions perform right like that's going to be the first step to proving or disproving her innocence. Uh, it, it's going to be a means of looking at all of the negative EV decisions she makes uh, and then determining if they lead to positive outcomes on average or negative outcomes on average. And then taking that a step further and looking to see how, how frequently are they leading to positive outcomes? How frequently are they leading to negative outcomes? And how far away from, how many standard deviations away from expectation uh is she actually running in this small sample right um secondarily what we fundamentally know uh is the character rep reputation of garrett so uh in no other instance over the past five years of him playing stream games are there any examples of him trying to angle trying to uh you know leverage somebody into doing business with him or giving money back or garnering refunds uh, anything along those lines. Um, I don't think that uh, that's the strongest data point as far as uh, objectivity goes, because obviously it's his character and our our vision thereof. But as far as subjective data points go, I think it's a really, really strong, reliable one. Hey, Conrad. <laughs> uh, so I, I do think that it's worth noting, right? It's, it's not something worth dismissing. Uh, other data points that we can look at that are fundamentally known is Robbie's new to poker. We've confirmed that she's only been playing for a year uh, and that her speech backs this up, uh, her attempting to explain things, hand histories, be it, uh, or, or even uh, the rationale behind the decisions that she's making. All of that comes off as very amateurish. So I think that we can all agree at this point that she is in fact of amateur status, right? So I'm just trying to find the common grounds between the two arguments. We can agree that Garrett's character is uh, un unchallenged, right? Uh, he's gone unscathed. Everything about his character is flawless. We can agree that um, the hand on the turn is played in a fishy way. We can agree that... Robbie is an amateur. We can agree that the card reader was correct. Uh, nobody has said anything thus far about the card reader being incorrect. And we actually, we saw the, the hands tabled. So we know for a fact the hands were what they were, right? Um, we can reasonably agree that uh, this, these, this is the biggest game that she's ever played. That was the biggest pot she ever played. We also know for a fact that she was on a 50% free roll. We know for a fact that Rip was the one who put her on that 50% free roll. We also factually know that they are business partners outside of this. So these are just all 
of the data points that we gathered thus far. We know that she generally plays a little bit strange. We have other examples of somewhat fishy play, be it the turn raise versus Eric, or um, you know the uh, there are a couple oh the queens versus Jack Deuce versus Ruske, uh, where she double check raised and jammed for like ten pots with top set when he had top, uh, middle and bottom pair. Um, you know these these hands happened. They disalign from general theory uh therefore they are demonstrated as being fishy right and i won't take any further than that because we don't have any any proof otherwise but we at least have this stuff to look at right these are things that we can put high on the list to look at um we know that uh and i don't know how serious this was but we know that she challenged Garrett to heads up and he seems to have accepted. Uh, I don't know how serious either one of them were there, uh, but they happened. So uh, we can at least acknowledge it and say that, uh, that this happened. Um, we know that... Uh, sorry, I, I just got lost in my own notes. Oh, we know that Hustler is doing uh, an investigation. So we will have more data at least from their aspect moving forward. That kind of brings us up to current day, right? So now where we're at is that everything I laid out isn't a lot. There isn't a lot of empirical data there, right? There's just the hand as it's played out. And then there's the past history of hands that were played on Hustler, as well as the character of each individual. Uh, outside of that, um, there isn't a lot of facts to go off of. There is a lot of opportunity and there is a lot of uh, whatabouts that we can talk about, right? Like uh, the fact is that they were playing on a stream game. And as a byproduct of that, that means that the stream could be compromised. Not saying it was, but it leads to an opportunity, right? Um, the fact is her and Rip are friends and we're playing in the same game. The fact is he was financially invested in her. The, the opportunity then is for something nefarious to happen between the two of them because it mutually benefits them, right? So all we can do is compile all of these facts exist and then move forward. So now where we're at in the timeline is that her side has had the last 24 hours or so to really vocalize and uh, create a spin cycle in their favor, right? Positively moving all of the narratives in the direction that she did not cheat. Um, now comes the hard part for us as a community. Now we have to get our hands dirty. Now we have to go back and we have to analyze all of our hands. We have to go back and we have to watch hours of footage and see where, if, where, if any, inconsistencies lie in her gameplay, right? Is she always in the one seat? Is there a certain mannerism that is consistent throughout the three, three days? Does that correlate to anything, right? And this gets tricky because you, uh, causation does not, or sorry, correlation does not always, always equal causation. And when, when you're looking for things, it's hard to not, jump to not to jump to those conclusions, right? So uh, we do have to be very diligent in the way that we move forward in this. Um, but I think that that process has, has largely started. Shout out to Blake Barone. He says, my problem, her comment, I do this to you off streams too, shows a nuanced understanding of what is being implied. A clueless newbie would not understand the implication without a word being said. I do agree with that. I'll leave it at that. 
I, I don't I don't <laughs> I don't know what else to say because I don't I don't want to try to explain it away the way the way that like Faraz was doing. Uh, I don't think that does anybody a service, and uh, I don't want to say that that also is indicative that she clearly <laughs> cheated because uh, it's it's an offhand nervous statement. Uh, but I do agree that it somewhat implies she knows that she's being called into question without actually being called into question. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, we're we're in a weird spot. So, all in all, uh, you know, get us to this point. We've heard from her husband. We've heard from. Uh, oh, I did leave some things out. You're right. Thank you, Baked Alaska. He said facts that Berkey left out. Uh, phones are not allowed in the room. There are cameras everywhere. And no one saw anything shady. Uh, well, I don't know that two and three are true. <laughs> or sorry, I don't know that number three is true. We don't know what the cameras saw. I do agree with you. There are cameras everywhere, but we don't see every angle. Uh, and I do agree with you. The phones are not all in the room. However, uh, and Guapo, you can show that image again. There is a clear, clear image of her right hip holstering something. What that is, I have no idea. Uh, it could literally be nothing, but is it absolute bulge? And I saw her reply in the comments on Twitter when somebody posted this, and she said, "That's my hip," but it's not. Like, no, there's a clear rectangle. Women, like, uh, some women did say that that's a Versace. Um, that was that, that. That looks like that. That basically that's a Versace. Uh, I don't know how you call it. Like, whatever Versace pants, and they they're designed that way. So wait. I don't know. But designed, saying, I'm, I don't know. Yeah, I know, but designed what way? Designed what way? They have hip like pads? Like, they have that crease that way. No, it's not a crease. Go, yeah. back to the, go back to the video, Guapo. That's something bulging out. Yeah, like, look, that is a bulge. That's not a, that, that's not a crease. So one thing I do want to say is that um, this was after Nick um, had them get their stuff. Yes. Nick confirmed to me that after, uh, after he had spoken with her, he personally took her phone and put it back in the locker. Oh, he put it back in the locker? Yes. Oh, shit. Before she went back and played on stream. He confirmed that with me. Now, could his memory be off? Maybe. I don't know. But she didn't say that that was her phone. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Right? So, like, there's nothing really indicating that, like, she accidentally just had her phone in her pocket. Yeah, no. When she says it's, it's her pants. She literally mm -hmm. just said, that's my hip. Yeah, that's... that's yeah. Right? So, uh, again, we're just... At the data collection stage, I'm not right. trying to imply that she's guilty or anything, but there is something bulging from her hip there. That, that's abundantly clear to me. If you can show me her wearing those pants, or if she can demonstrate herself wearing those pants with absolutely nothing in her pocket that can show a 3D image on her hip, I'll, I'll rescind everything that I've said. Yeah. Like, I'll recant. Uh, you know, but that that's a bunch. I have my phone in my pocket right now. It's creating a 3D ball. <laughs> like I'm looking at it. Uh, you know, some things that don't pass the eye test, we have to call into question. There, there, there's just no real getting around that aspect of it. Seems right? like a very terrible spot to put something if you're going to cheat. Like I'm not. Could you just know. be forgetful. She could have. I, I, I don't know. I didn't pay yeah. close enough attention to her outfit, but like I feel like she had like a throw <clears throat> over her back or something along those lines. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, Harb says, I think this is the weakest piece of evidence because she would wear looser pants to hide something. No one is that dumb. Well, we that, don't know, that man. Was, that was my point. I'm but, not, not, not going to assume intelligence. Yeah. No, you can't. You can't. Right, exactly. It's funny because her husband was saying that or whoever Charles is. Yeah. Right. Was because, saying that last night on the pod. 
He it, said what? He was saying that like this would be the stupidest way ever to cheat. To cheat, like right. if she had a ruby, a ruby ring on or something. Like, ruby like, ring, even even the hand itself. It's like time even, out. Even the, the hand, hand, like why would you choose this hand in this manner to? But if she did cheat, then she did choose it in that manner, and it was not smart. And that that could also mean that she would, you know, hide a device not very well. I do, All these things. I right. do the argument, right? The argument, <clears throat> the, the two arguments of you would have to be really dumb to do it on the biggest stage is actually counterintuitive because right. it's like doing it on the biggest stage is maybe sharp because you don't expect it to be done on the biggest right, stage. It's like hiding in plain sight. So, yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. So like things happen right under your nose. It's it's when you're unguarded, right? And, and not for nothing, if she's cheating with that ring or whatever the fuck it was, I'm not saying that she is or she isn't, but he said, implied this. If she was, that'd be, that would be actually very smart. Yeah, I didn't think I didn't think he made strong cases for like why these weren't the ways that she would cheat. Yeah. Like he's like, oh come on, now we're talking about vibrating rings and shit. It's like, yeah, why not? That'd be fucking yeah. genius. Like why not? My whoop can vibrate. I can set an alarm on it, huh? right? Like I, I I can't make it a cheating device, but like it's not that hard to have a wearable that can that, that can do shit, right? Yeah. Like if this were an Apple Watch instead. I could have a text message sent to it that would vibrate once. Yeah, I could have two text messages that vibrates twice. Like, come on, this is uh. So, uh, so I, you have to surrender your phones. I assume you have to surrender your iWatches. I, I doubt it. No, I mean I don't have an iWatch, so I don't know what their protocol is, but I highly doubt it. That that's crazy that you'd have to surrender your I phone mean, but not your iWatch. It's just not it something. Does. It's not something you think of. You know, uh, like. Uh, I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong. Right. Yeah. Right. Like obviously you're right. But you're also as a player in that game, like this starts to get very annoying. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Of all the ways to cheat, again, like I, I said this with Paso, I'll re I'll repeat it now. Of all the ways to cheat, having a phone on you is the least sophisticated one of them all. Yeah. Right. The only thing that seizing the phones allows for is a scenario like this where we can say it's a sterile environment, and in order for her to get signals, it could not have been through a cell phone. Right, because we took those. Yeah, but yeah, she, it, she it removes one variable. Right, but she can just have a second cell phone. <laughs> right, all they're do, all they're doing, all they're doing yeah. is uh, disallowing you to be at the phone, like actually texting right. and doing all this stuff. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is, like, again, we'll get into the ways that she could have potentially cheated. But like, your actual phone itself can never be anything other than a message delivering device. Right, right. like it's never. I, I mean, there is one scenario, but we'll talk about like why that's just almost nearly impossible. Uh, where it, it, it's a fake phone and it reads the deck. Uh, that was standing, like, somebody actually has to infiltrate the, the RFID security system in order for the cheating to take place at any level of sophistication. Mm -hmm. right. So sure, it gets slightly easier with a phone, but it's not that hard without one. There are a million different, th a million different ways that you can still catch the signal, yeah. right? Whether it's yeah. a microscopic earpiece, or a piece of wearable that vibrates, uh, or you know, uh, fucking anal beads. Like <laughs> I was waiting for. It. Yeah, like somebody has the controller to your your personal vibrating panties. Like that's a thing, I mean, man. Like Magnus, Magnus called it out. He started this. Well, it's no joke. Like right what, what, yeah. what? I mean, honest to God, it's not a joke. Like if somebody Wait, in what? the room uh, has access to the feed, right, and she's just wearing vibrating panties, and they have the remote control. <laughs> 
Like, you know, bro. He's not wrong. He's not fucking. What you know about vibrating panties? I'm just saying, man. He sounds like he knows a lot about vibrating panties. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying, who's going to check for him, man? That's all I'm saying. Nobody. Right? Ain't nobody checking for vibrating panties. It looks like you've been checking for them before. Come on, man. You ain't never gone to a nice restaurant with a dinner with your girl and you had the remote control in one hand. Man. That sounds like a good idea now. Yeah, you, you, got, you got the remote in one hand and the steak knife in the other. It's a great, it's a funny night. This make, it makes for Yo, a funny you night. You out of line, bro. You out of line. This whole thing I, is I, out of line. <laughs> There's a line somewhere here, supposedly. We lost the line so long ago. We we jumped way over it. This is this is gone. But yeah, I agree with Christian. Of it's counterintuitive with the whole. Uh, that would be too stupid to like Hanlon's razor can only apply in one way or the other. Right. So mm-hmm. it's the idea of never, never account malice to something that could be accounted to stupidity. Mm-hmm. Well, it can't work both ways. You can't both be too stupid to cheat that way and stupid enough uh, to, to, to be innocent. Right. right. Like, yeah, it, it's only one or the other. Like if you're blatantly ignorant and that led to uh, a result that we find to be suspect, but it's just sheer and utter ignorance and honesty that that happened, fine. But you can't have that also simultaneous to, well, nobody would be that dumb. Right. Well, it's like, yes, if somebody would be that dumb to play the hand that way, then it stands to reason that somebody could also be dumb enough to cheat that way. Right. Right? Like, they could both coexist. Uh, or, or, sorry, not coexist, but they could both be outcomes that, that mm-hmm. are out there. So, yeah, like, the, the whole um, claiming... That would be too dumb. I, I think is not the not the the sharpest take. Um, I agree. It would be illogical. Let's let's put it that way. It would be illogical to hold yeah. the device that is signaling you on your hip pocket in skin tight pants when you could have just worn sweats. <laughs> but maybe it has to be that tight to your body to feel it. I don't know. I don't cheat. Oh, it's called so duct tape. Yeah, duct tape. Yeah, nipple clamps. What is happening, man? We're in like hour three. I've been in the chest streets too long, man. You know, I've been reading about anal beads for like the last 12 days. Vibrating nipple clamps. Vibrating nipple clamps and shit, man. People got their... All right. Left nipple call, right nipple fold. That'd be hard to remember. (laughs) Wait, hold on, time out. Is that why the vibrations were up here? That'd be tough to remember in real time. Uh, Is that why the vibrations were up there? They weren't up here. They were here. Here. They were here. here. Okay. Uh, let's get into some of the conspiracy aspects then, because uh, I think Doug did a pretty good job of outlining what is and is not plausible, I, I guess. Um, well, first and foremost, I guess we have to dig through yesterday's video, because uh, I think that he may have maybe misspoke. I don't know, I, unless he knows something that we don't. Uh, but based off of the interviews that were done on Joey's podcast yesterday, uh Basically, in his first video, um, Doug came out and said that uh, Robbie and Rip are dating. Uh, I believe we have a clip of that. This video quickly while going through all of the relevant information. Nope. But she's actually dating the player oh. named Rip on the show. I have an inside source that has told me they've seen them essentially talking together and in a romantic sense. And also that he is backing her in a lot of these games. That doesn't mean. Well, um, 
It's possible. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, he's basically saying that it's an inside source, so like I can't discredit that. Uh, we get that all the time. I I get a lot of hey, this is off the record, but kind of kind of yeah. statements. But end of the day, there's like when you hold a microphone like this, like Doug Polk does, there's a little bit of like a uh, journalistic sort of like discretion here. Like you can't just say that. Like you yeah. can't just like oh, they're I both agree. married. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Married. Like that's you're a little bit out of line. I Look, I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, but that's definitely a, one of those ones that you want it to leak yeah. out publicly somewhere else yeah. first. No, he's a lot of bit out of line there. I I mean it's just it's crazy to just throw that out there. I mean, whether he's a source or he doesn't have a source, like the well here's here's how i would have handled it wild accusation here's how i would have handled it if i was in those shoes uh knowing that he had already publicly admitted to free rolling her into the game Mm -hmm. i would say something to the effect of uh we know that rip has a financial investment in uh robbie yada 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 i have heard that they potentially have a relationship outside right, of the game. Right, right, Not, not. It's 100% fact. Right. Well, he didn't say that either. Yeah, but you, could, you yeah. could say it. Like, he said it's know, been confirmed. You could say it without saying it. Been confirmed but 100% fact. The, but the way things. that he said it is completely out of line. Like, right. there's no yes. way you can say that. Like, no. if I sit here and I'm like, oh, I have an inside source that um, Doug's wife is dating some guy. And I'm like, that's crazy. Like, yeah, you can't yeah, say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's completely out of line. And they should be, like, heavily upset. Uh, with with Doug and he's a little bit out of place in that spot, in my opinion. Sure. Like I just I think that's a little bit out of line. Yeah, I'm right right through. Yeah, I agree, and I I think that that's one of those ones where even if it does come out that like somehow it's found out that like these two are having an affair with one another, I don't think Doug gets to do a victory victory no. dance on that one. No. Um, just because of the way and the time at which the information was presented. How, however, I will say. If it ultimately does come out that like somehow they're having an affair and Rip is financing this whole thing, and that one of the conspiracies that's been getting kicked around was that like they were working together and yada yada yada, and somehow all of that gets proven to be reasonably true through an investigation, now it's it's a pretty relevant piece of information, mm-hmm. right? Like that yeah. kind of helps uh, crack the case a bit. But my point is like, my point is that you have to have some discretion in the things that you're putting out. Like he even like we get inside information all the time, right? It's just like, oh, like this person tells us this, we have this sort of knowledge, but like we can't put it all out in the air because one, some of it, some of it is not our place to do so. And the other part is like, we're not a hundred percent sure. How, how many degrees of confidence does Doug have that this is actually happening? Right. Yeah. I've gotten plenty of inside information that proved to be false also. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, uh, but yeah, I mean like, you know, the Ali and Jake stuff is a good example. Like we knew about that for many, many, many months, borderline years. Uh, and it just wasn't something you could really publicly out them for without, some sort of backing from the 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 gg side of things or uh the collective community as a whole because the truth was kind of buried um i think that uh what i was trying to say was that uh i kind of lost my point because and jumped in but um effectively when when you're making these implications even if you have a high degree of certainty i think what you're ultimately doing is creating a distraction right so this ends up becoming a whataboutism that the uh, the people who are on the, the, the pro-cheating side can cling to 
and use as an example as to why she's not honest. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they can use it as leverage to build a case for why. Uh, Basically, it just, it really helps prop up a lot of straw mans. So it's like... It's just a rumor to start and you're going to take this rumor and use it as fact. Not only just use it as fact, even if it is fact, it it doesn't necessarily mean that like... The words that came out of her mouth after the hand were implications of, uh, you know, nefarious activity mm-hmm. or like all these other conclusions that we'll j- then jump to. Uh, it also brings back this narrative of like the women are getting staked in these games because they're fucking dudes. Yeah, right? yeah that's like, true. Right. That's what's exactly. happening. And yes, and, and it and it riles up that crowd again. Right. That's yeah. saying like, no, that's not what what we do. Blah blah blah. Because now we've inserted this argument into the conversation mm-hmm. again. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Good point, Chin. Yeah, uh, I think that's true. Um, sorry, I was reading something in the chat that I didn't really quite understand. Uh, so with that said, obviously, I think we can all agree that that was a little bit of an outline statement. However, it is worth acknowledging the underlying message that's being said there, which is that these two do have a working relationship at a bare minimum. And they definitely have a financial, uh, a mutually beneficial financial investment, right? It's abundantly clear that uh rip has now confirmed on multiple occasions that he gave her 50 percent free roll uh he confirmed last night on joey ingram's podcast that like he wants garrett to give the money back because he's financially invested in him giving the money back uh also uh and shout out to mills in the in the chat he says did you see rip mentioned that he has a friend who works for hustler casino who also runs the poker game his friend name is lewis i've heard about this multiple times i heard it last night on the interview I don't know who Lewis is. I don't know anything about him. I haven't dug in. I haven't dug into this uh, thread line yet. Um, but it's something that, at a bare minimum, I would say Nick and Ryan should probably be on top of with their investigation. From our vantage point, it's like, yeah, we need to understand what that relationship is because the sequence of events that occurred were apparently Darren Lara, aka Beans, vouched for Robbie to get her into the game. Uh, the the Monday game, um, trash to- or not trash talk. Uh, the Max, Max Payne Monday, yeah, the Max Payne Monday game. She played, they liked her. She started playing the big game, whatever. Robbie then vouched for Rip to get him into the big game. So the degrees of separation here between Lewis and Robbie, Lewis and Beans is minimal. Right, because but it's Lewis a cascading effect. Lewis and Rip effect. are friends. Right, that's what I'm Lewis saying. And Rip there, are friends, that's yeah. what I'm saying. There's no degree of separation between Lewis and Rip, and the separation mm-hmm. between like Beans and Lewis, or sorry, Beans and Rip, is really negligible. Right, because Robbie and and uh, Rip have a relationship of some sort. Uh, Robbie and Beans are at least friends or colleagues in some capacity. Right, so uh, now there's this this circle forming of potential people who are uh not is it luis melissa it's spelled i guess it's not spelled lewis lewis would be l-o-u so yes it's Luis. (laughs) melissa put in the chat she goes he's saying he's saying luis in the most white way possible i was just reading it as lewis i'm sorry um everybody's saying that he is the floor manager there okay that's way different uh so it's louis not lewis or not Luis, apparently. Uh, so, okay, I was on the right page, which means it's Lou. Or, <laughs> or Luis, perhaps. Uh, so, uh, if he's the floor manager, 
I don't think that that's going to have much to do with the street. I don't know, man. I don't fucking know He's how you cheat. Close enough. I don't know. I don't know how you cheat. Anyway, it's a thread that we need to examine. I'm kind of speaking out loud as I'm getting information, right? So I'm not trying to, uh, in it, uh, I'm, I'm not trying to, to make somebody complicit that potentially is not. I am just throwing out there. And also, like, you know, to be clear, it goes the other way, too. It's like, well, Garrett's friends with Ryan. Like, what does that mean? You know, so uh, I don't I don't want to distract from the greater points. Uh, also, that's a bad example because Garrett's not the one accused of cheating here. Um, so that is relatively meaningless. But anyway, just know that that exists. It's a thread line that we should all be looking into um and one that we'll we'll keep an eye on as we move forward uh so moving now past the idea of rip and uh robbie having some sort of relationship be it romantic or otherwise they do have a financial tie uh doug then goes on to call and i quote dumb 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 uh (laughs) so he repeats that uh you know robbie is dumb multiple times i think we have a clip of that however this girl also seems very, very dumb and clearly can't describe a poker hand and a strategy and what's happening. So does that make it more likely she would do something like this? Yeah. Okay, so he didn't say dumb, dumb, dumb. He said very, very, very dumb. Um, I think that, that, you know, whatever. Like Doug's entitled to his opinion. Yeah. I think but that it- at times she did come off is not smart, but I also have heard her speak uh, like on Ingram's podcast last night where mm-hmm. I think outside of the realm of poker, she sounds very intelligent. Yeah. Right. This is, this is what I'm saying. Like we see people in our habitat, right? And in our habitat, they're, they're fish out of water, right? They're, they don't know the terminology we know. They don't know the jargon. They don't know all these things, but we would sound really dumb if we went into biotech or <laughs> whatever or, or law and, and tried to work their world and would, they, they would call us really dumb yeah or, or or whatever so i think it's a, a completely unfair statement um uh, yes in the realm of her describing a hand history and trying to tell you blockers and and why she called and figuring out equities yeah, of course, man. You're going to have this notion of like, yeah, she's very dumb. Like she called off a hundred stacks. Like, all right, man, like I get it. But I, I think we have to take it like in context. She's in our world in this spot. We're not in her world. If we threw ourselves in there, we might not sound so smart anymore. Yeah, I think that that's absolutely true. Um, I bring up those two points basically because uh, I think that there are underlying things that Doug was trying to point out that are actually very valid. So the first one being uh, her and Rip do have some sort of tie together. And that's a narrative that uh, we need to better understand if we're going to examine if cheating could have potentially occurred. Uh, And then secondly, okay, so he overemphasizes that she's dumb, but like the true underpinning to that is that she is naive when it comes to poker. Mm -hmm. And we need to take that with a grain of salt and it goes both ways, right? Uh, so she, she can be ignorant in poker and be too ignorant to cheat, or she could be ignorant in poker and kind of be a patsy or a pawn in a potential cheating scandal. So uh, it's for sure just something to take note of in the sense of it's clear that she isn't a high-level poker player. 
right? That's the, that's the major takeaway, right? So, right. so if we start to notice certain really sharp things occurring, we should understand that that's inconsistent to the knowledge that she can prove. It's kind of like the people who get accused of RTAing on, uh, online. And then the site reaches out and says, okay, we need you to play uh, 30 hands on camera with uh, your screen shared to us. And somebody goes, okay, sure. And then they start V-pipping like 29% from under the gun. <laughs> right? They just started like yeah. opening offsuit four gappers. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And the, the execs are just kind of looking at each other like, this fucking guy played within 98% of perfection for the last six months. And I just watched him open... Nine six offsuit under the gun yeah, one. Yeah, like he's a fake, right? right? And that's the inconsistency that we're looking for here. So, so though it wasn't eloquent, and maybe it was a little bit for for uh, for entertainment purposes, yeah. uh, there is a Doug certain being Doug, which is sure, which know. is you know fine. He's genuine to himself, but uh, there is an actual point that is underlying this rhetoric that I don't want to overlook because it is going to be critical as we dissect moving forward. Uh, okay, so getting into today's video, I thought this was the more relevant of the two because he actually starts to uh, get into a bit of the the possible conspiracies, if you will, or uh, what could potentially be taking place. He also shifted his stance a little bit harder into uh, almost certainty that she was cheating. Um, so I, I think that that's you know, something to take note of. Uh, it's only been... 36 hours yeah. to, to, to move from like 60, 40 to 90, 10 or 70, 30 to 90, 10. He must know something or he must think he knows something uh, along those lines. So first thing I want to get into is uh, dismissing the most common talked about theories of, of what could have been happening here. First of which uh, was him dismissing the fact that she rubbernecked. And then the second, which uh, second of which will be that she marked cards. Uh, go ahead, Guabo. Well, let's talk about all of the ways where she's cheating first in those examples, what she would be doing. So for starters, we have things like marking cards. It doesn't really make sense to be marking cards in this instance. Uh, you could have certain kinds of lenses that can see marked cards. The reason that doesn't make sense is you're not typically going to be able to mark cards so well, you know, the exact type of card. So a hero call of this magnitude wouldn't really be possible. Typically, people mark cards. They just know what the aces are or maybe what like the kings or queens or tens are. So they know in situations what's possible. But typically speaking, that's not going to allow for super sick, crazy hero calls where you know someone has eight high when you have jack high. So I'd put that one, I'd rule that one out. Uh, I would also say that the kind of cheating where she's looking at a device and knows someone's hand is also very unlikely. I think the exact accuracy of the types of decisions that she's making uh, aren't nearly as flawless as, for example, how Postle played in a lot of his big pots. And then additionally, looking at her, don't exactly know where the screen would go. There's also a theory that maybe someone could see Garrett's cards when he looks at them. I strongly doubt that. I know that he is in the nine seat and that typically has maybe the most chance of something going on because the dealer's in between and you don't exactly know what sight lines are like. However, Garrett is a professional player. He's played for many years. There's no way he has a leak in his game as simple as the one or two seat can see his cards. Those might be things she's not doing, but let's talk about... Okay, so... Uh are two pretty commonly thought of ways to explain away what potentially happened uh obviously the uh the notion of this being a apostle like situation is not true so you know the easiest thing for him to explain is 
there's no screen for her to look at. And the the leading theory with possible was that he was actually able to tap into the feed directly and just get the uh the server graphics sent right to his phone. So that green screen or blue screen or whatever that just has perfect information on it. The idea was he was just able to log into a website and see that. Um, we don't believe that if there was cheating going on here that that's even remotely possible. I agree with Doug there. Uh, he also dismisses the idea of rubbernecking. Uh, that I do agree with. I think it's from her angle, it's almost impossible. Uh, you know, him being in the eight, her being in the, the one and a half or the two, there's a dealer in between them. Uh, the likelihood that Eric, or that Derek, Derek, Jesus, the likelihood that, uh, oh my God, G man. Garrett? Just, yeah, Garrett, Garrett Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it's, been, it's been a long day. Man. I can't do it, man. This is only hour three. It. I mean, he's on some strong he's on some strong fucking drugs yeah. man he's on some strong <laughs> drugs i need a nap i would love to see you on like our like 11 uh, no, no you, you wouldn't, wouldn't. you'd I, forget all our I, names i would be unhinged i would be fucking unhinged by our, i'd be like look look you're all idiots everybody's uh, fucking guilty every one of you you're all complicit uh, um okay so uh the idea that Garrett could somehow like flash her his hand seems very, very improbable. Uh, I, I think that's almost 0% likelihood there. So I agree yeah. with Doug in that regard. He dismisses the Mark Card theory. And I understand to a degree what he's saying. Like basically like, you know, when it comes to marking cards, uh, you would do so in such a way where like you mark the most pertinent cards. And that w wouldn't really lead to any information in this hand with Garrett. Uh, so the, that kind of makes sense to me. The only reason I'm a little hesitant to completely dismiss it is because she wore those goofy ass glasses, yeah. mm -hmm. which uh, seems like something that could read invisible ink. And then secondarily, like if it is both her and Rip for whatever reason, uh, not that I even think Rip would be involved, but it's like she knows him. So I can, I can, if there's a two party system, uh, I could easily say it's the two people who know each other, perhaps uh, even if it's both of them, like marking the cards with like invisible ink on their finger. Um, that wasn't that far into the show. It's only a couple hours in. And it's also hard to like um like have both of those cards marked and then like see, see both, both of those marks. Yeah. yeah. Like it's almost Especially impossible. For, well well, yeah. I mean that that would be where like the signaling would come in. So somebody on that end of the table, perhaps Rip, was able to see the marks that he made, and was able to signal to her that she had he has exactly nine eight of clubs and like do so, with it as you will kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, all of that seems far fetched. So I, I, I think largely we could probably dismiss the Mark Card theory. Uh, it seems like a lot of hoops to jump through. But I will say that as we dig through this, uh, almost every version of her cheating is going to be an uphill battle. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fucking hoops that she had to jump through. So there's yeah. going to be a lot of, well, in order to pull this off, she would have had to. And I think for that reason alone is why all of us are so divided, right? Like we can mm -hmm. look at something and say like, fuck, that doesn't make sense. Uh, I think that, you know, there's a strong possibility we're being cheated here. And then we can look at everything else that says like, how? And all of the best theories that we come up with are like, oh, stretch, man. Yeah. It's a stretch. Mm -hmm. uh, it's possible. It's certainly possible. And there's definitely enough money on the line to make it plausible. But it's hard. Yeah. And you know what they say, man, no, there's no free lunches in poker. So whether you get really good at the game or really good at cheating, it's going to take a lot of fucking work. You know, you're not just going to show up one day and get gifted all the money. 
Um, so let's take a look then at what Doug believes to be the leading theory as to uh, what is actually happening. What I believe to be Outfit the change. leading theory as to exactly what happened and why I personally think that she might be cheating here. Put enough caveats in there because, you know, legal stuff. A lot of you guys have very strong feelings about this, so I'd like you to just put those to the side and join me as we talk about a potential theory. And then afterwards, we're going to give the case for and the case against. And you guys, of course, as always, can weigh in in the comments with what you think happened as well. The theory is this. While she's playing, someone has access to the cards. Either someone in the back studio has access to them and is forwarding them to someone, or someone has figured out a way to hack into the RFID system at the table and is transmitting to some other location. However we want to dice this up, somebody has access to the cards. Then, when Robbie gets into a hand, she has to take a little bit of time and think things over when it's her decision, and that's why she plays slow. During that time, somebody transmits to her a signal that she either is good or not good. It could be in a variety of ways. There is certainly a vibration theory that we're going to take a look at as well. There could be signaling. There could be any kind of thing that lets her know that her hand is good or not good. And then she can proceed accordingly. This would allow her to play fairly accurately in big pot situations. She would be able to know if her hand is good or not good and then kind of craft her plan based on that information. This Okay, so uh, basically the leading theory is possible adjacent. It's this notion that there is a second person involved who has somehow infiltrated the Hustler Casino live, live stream, is able to get the data one way or another. And there are a handful of ways to do it. Uh, if you guys want to check out uh, some of the stuff I did from the Apostle, um, you can just sort by our most popular videos. I think the top two are me demonstrating how Apostle cheated. Uh, I can break them down very simply now, but it's not going to do it as much justice as an actual demonstration. But basically, uh, two of the big security breaches uh, or security holes in the Poker GFX system, if that's in fact what they're using, is number one, uh, there is a simple toggle switch uh, or maybe a checkbox or something like that. I actually haven't looked at it in years. So to be fair, uh, to both this system and um, Andrew Milner, the creator, he may have done away with this. But previously, you could broadcast your server out to a website uh, by simply toggling a switch. And uh, that private website would then display the graphics in a hand replayer. So you would see everything in real time. Uh, and you would see all the actions that take place in real time. Um, the second way that uh, you could obviously do this is to get onto the computer that hosts the server and put in some sort of Trojan that allows you to uh, screen share, right? So uh, developing some sort of uh, Trojan that allows you to uh, see the screen similar to like TeamViewer. Well, I guess TeamViewer gives you full access, but whatever. So something that allows you to uh, capture all of the data off of the screen in real time that allows you to see who has what and gives you basically perfect information. Uh, now, none of this allows you to see the, the runouts. This does not give you perfect information on the deck. It only gives you perfect information on uh, all of the cards that are currently out, right? So all in all, if either of these theories are uh, how she is cheating, 
what it would allow for is for her to play well in scenarios where uh, knowing she had the best hand would generate a lot of money. And that is a bit of an inconsistency that we saw in this particular spot. I and mean, I know we've discussed this at length, but um, if she's cheating in this hand, it seems like the only knowledge that she has is either A, that she has the best hand right now. And not from an equity standpoint, but just empirically, like Jack High is beating whatever hand her opponent has. Yeah. Or B, she has future knowledge of the runouts. Now, I want to talk a little bit about B, because this is something that I think a lot of people were very fearful of uh, as far as like the cheating scandals and things like that go because there have been a lot of home games that have been cheated this way. And what ultimately happens is a mechanic deck gets put into uh, the system. Um, Guapo, if you get a chance, can you just Google uh, inf infrared cheating system uh, or infrared poker cheating system or something along those lines? Um you should end up getting like uh, maybe there might be an article that was written on it by like uh, not Poker News, but one of the other sites, or uh, you're just going to end up getting like some random Chinese site. But anyway, um, the way this system works is that a deck of cards uh, is on the, on the edges of the cards. They are all marked with a unique uh, code, right? Uh, yeah, here we go. Uh, so on the edges of these cards, each one is marked with a unique code. Now you get a dummy phone or something of that nature that is able to read the infrared marking on the card decks. So understand this is not RFID technology. What, what one big misconception is, is that uh, she would be able to gain perfect information of an RFID deck because it's RFID. But RFID technology has a very short... Uh, scope of of functionality right it's something to the effect of like six to 12 inches i believe is the full scope and that's why it works really well for uh these card readers because as the cards are being pitched they're not being read by every reader right because the technology doesn't extend that far so uh no matter how how strong the antenna rfid tech is very limited in scope and it's very localized to whatever it is that you're trying to read so the point i'm trying to make is you couldn't have at least not to my knowledge now i could be a little bit wrong uh in the sense that maybe the technology is advanced but to my knowledge the last time i looked deeply into this is there isn't anything that robbie could possess on her person that would allow her to um read the entire the entirety of the deck from where she's sitting even in the two or the one or whatever you want to call it, she's still far enough removed from the deck of cards that uh, the RFID technology could not pick it up. Right? Yeah, the, the old technology, 100% would not be able to pick it up. Right. 100% 100%. Right. Right. No, like five, ten years ago when this first came out. Not a bit. Yeah, the readers can't hold, they can't, like, they can't read the deck. Like, say the, say the dealer is holding the rest of the deck that's about, about to be, you know, dealt out to the flop turning river mm -hmm. it, it can't it can't read that unless you like took that deck and set it onto one of the readers right right and then those antennas would and, have to be programmed to read 52 cards right, they're only exactly, programmed to read, to read up to four right now right exactly um so yes that that's fundamentally true so uh unless there's some new tech that i'm unaware of there is no rfid technology that can read beyond a few inches in front of the player now understand that those those mechanic decks 
and we're going to hear Houston Curtis talk about this in a moment, those mechanic decks, that is not RFID technology. This is a big misconception. It is infrared technology. So it's infrared ink or infrared stamping of some sort that is placed on this deck of cards that now reads out perfectly through a reader into an audio device, right? And it will just tell you what seed is dealt the winner if you want it to do that. It will tell you what the 52 cards are in order if you want it to do that. Like it's basically capable of just about anything as far as like having perfect knowledge over the deck goes. Do you have a question? No. Oh, you look like you're... <laughs> Maybe I mean, I'm think I was thinking like so. Do you have to poop? No. <laughs> so, um, essentially, you have a device like you said, like a fake, uh, fake, fake phone, phone yep. that scans the deck, yes. right? Now it has to scan the deck before before it's ever before one card is dealt, because once all the cards are dealt out, when, when you'd have to like scan the whole table, right? So uh, it scans the deck once the cards are like in front of you. That's why it's the machine it works in seat five. So when the deck, so when the, when when they're right about to deal the deck, it scans it out before they deal any of the cards right, out. Right when they cut because right otherwise card. it wouldn't know what everybody. Also had. understand that the generally the way that this cheating, uh, sorry, the way this cheating operation would work is you would have a mechanic dealer in there. Mm -hmm. So the he would be helping you yes, read because it because he would get the deck into the game right. and then he would also make it very do easy for you to read correct. it. He would do things that allow you to read the deck. Slow, right. Slowly cut the cards in front of the like mm -hmm. in front and yeah, get the deck in the game. Mm -hmm. But gotcha. getting the deck in the game is an issue kind of because like these cards have to be registered as we know. So that's right. that's the point that I want to uh, speak about right now as to why this absolutely cannot be the methodology the through which she's cheating. She right. definitely does not have. Uh, an infrared reader of any sort if she's cheating in that capacity which makes it very challenging to believe that uh, she has like perfect knowledge of the deck the reason why that's true is because every RFID deck that is in play in order for it to work on the graphics would have to be registered the only way she could get an infrared deck in there that gives her perfect knowledge and have that deck registered is if she had somebody working on the inside and that per person working on the inside would have to have direct manipulation of the cards. Mm -hmm. I don't know who does that at Hustler, but my best guess would be it's either Ryan or whoever runs their server. <laughs> right. So I would imagine there are exactly two people who have access to the decks of cards outside of the dealers once they're dealing, but the dealers don't matter because it's not about getting the deck in, right? Mm -hmm. That's not the it's challenge. It's whoever registers the deck. Yes. yes. Right. Right. So that all happens pre-show. I mean, we don't need to know. They need, right, to, right, they need right. to do their own investigation. Whoever, whoever registers the deck is someone they should talk to. I wonder right. if they register new decks every time they and every show. And what Probably, we mean, what we mean by register the deck is you literally take a deck of cards. It's in order from you know the ace of spades all the way down to the the, you know, the king of clubs or whatever, and you place one card on the reader at a time uh, that coordinates with that card. And then that, that's the way that the, the, each card is assigned to that, uh, what, what it, you know, what the card is. So it's like it, on the screen, you'll come up ace of spades. Then you put, place the ace of spades down on, on the reader and then it registers it. Otherwise there's just those, the antennas in the cards aren't assigned to anything, even though it's the ace of spades. Right. Yeah, that, that's absolutely true. Um, so, yes, uh, again, like, this will be a part of their investigation. I'm confident in that. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, any operation like this is going to have very, very, very few people 
that have access to both registering the deck and the deck thereafter. As right. a matter of fact, a proper protocol would be whoever registers the deck does no longer have access to that deck after the fact, right? right. Because that way they can ensure that it's never passed off from the registerer to a, a dealer, right? Right. Uh, you you want to create as many layers as humanly possible so that you can circumvent this, uh, or, or sorry, so that it can't be circumvented and get a file deck in. Um, so that theory is one that I want to put to rest because uh, with with all of the, the work and uh, understanding of RFID technology and infrared technology and everything else under the sun, I'm quite confident that that is the least practical thing for them to do unless somebody behind the scenes is foul. Yeah, you just want to put an asterisk next to it. Well, like... no, not even that because even if somebody behind the scenes is foul and you're able to get them in on this, that's like the least efficient way to cheat. Why, why have the extra layer of uh, a faulty deck with her holding a device that reads said deck as opposed to just having that person who's in on your, on, on your side just like giving you the fucking information? But if they, if they can't get that far, like if that's not in their scope of their reads, like... Um, yeah, I mean, well, it seems like somehow, some way that relationship would have to be formed anyway. So go after the right guy. But also, uh, it seems as though... Anybody who has access to registering the deck would have access to being able to get into the server room at some point, most likely. Oh, of course. Not 100%, but, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of troubleshooting that takes place with these streams and shit, so uh, it, it would only make... Right, basically, uh, we just sense. don't know who registers the deck, right? right. So oh. we assume that it's a very close-knit group of people, probably Ryan, probably Ryan's right hand or whatever, yeah. and, you know, that's on them to figure out. Like, we don't we just know that that is if that person is compromised then there's a problem but we assume as of now that that person is not compromised for what it's worth um two people would have to be in on that most likely because the um deck well no i'm sorry just one because the other person there's two people that register that deck one person it doesn't have to be no because well, I, re I registered he deck just does it all, all so that's because you bring myself. the laptop to the computer. well there's a yeah but you could put the mm -hmm. gf you could put poker tracker on anything okay yeah um Real quick, uh, we got a super super chat that says uh, there was a Hustler Casino live statement announcement within 48 hours. It seems to imply hard evidence that was found, such as Mark Deck. Uh, I'm actually talking to Vertucci now. That's not the case. He said that that 48 hours thing was just to give direction on the matter, not to give resolution on the allegation. So it was maybe uh, worded a little bit. Um, yeah, he took it back. Like he yeah. walked that back and, and yesterday night, and he said like, yeah, I wish that that wasn't. Uh that wasn't the way it was phrased or whatever. So that, you know, kudos to him for, for that. Yeah. Um, they're in a spot, man. Like they're, they're, they're a brand new company it's just and a lot of work doing, to do. rushing it. And now they're dealing with a crisis, you yeah. know, like, you know, things aren't going to be, you know, worded perfectly. They don't have like a PR team and things like this. Like it's, it's literally Brian and Nick, like, and, and they're, well, I don't and think that's the case. I don't think so, that's like, the case any longer. A little bit of, of, of credence and that's yeah, there. not credence, but yeah, I, I think. Whatever, that, yeah, yeah, sorry. So I did, I did the Berkey thing where yeah, you just exactly. throw a word in there that sounds really nice. <laughs> uh, I think that, uh, I, I think that it's not just them any longer. I think that they've gone the way of hiring outside firms, but he also said that, um, Oh, he sent a statement along that I'm going to read momentarily, but he also said he's currently in a rocking chair drinking warm milk and slippers. <laughs> he ate dinner at 4.30 p.m. and will be asleep by 9. So, uh, oh, what's up with them sleep chocolates? <laughs> like, we need to talk about these sleep chocolates. What are they? What are the brands? Where right. do we get them? There's like, a chance he might not see the end of the show. 
Um, but he said this statement. He says uh, they're posting this shortly. High stakes poker production is in the process of retaining experts to conduct a thorough and independent investigation of the hand involving Garrett and Robbie. While we have always had confidence in the security of our technology and the integrity of our staff, we take the allegations very seriously and understand anything is possible. We're in the process of hiring a law firm to conduct a comprehensive investigation, which will include staff and player interviews, a review of relevant records, and, uh, and possibly the use of a polygraph test. Our attorneys will oversee an investigation by a third-party cybersecurity company that will leave no stone unturned within our system. All video footage from Hustler, uh, sorry, all video footage from High Stakes Poker Production and Hustler Casino will be reviewed by the above third-party experts. This investigation will be extremely detailed and may take considerable time to compete, complete. Once the investigation is finished, we will release the findings publicly no matter what they reveal. It's important to us to reinforce that we have found no evidence of wrongdoing by anyone at this point. As stated previously, Hustler Casino and High Stakes Poker Production were not involved in any monetary exchange that occurred away from the table between the parties. Uh, so I think that that's a really well put together statement. It's everything that I think we could ask for right. and have been asking for as far as uh, what the next steps are. Um, you know, largely in part, we're going to continue to keep our finger to the pulse and we're going to keep talking about this as a community, but this is the process that has to take place, mm -hmm. right? Like this is where, if anything's going to come out, it's going to be from, from this really investigation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You know, real hired professionals to do this, not us internet sleuths. <laughs> um, so yeah, big shout out to Vertucci. Thank you for uh, sharing that statement with us. Um, Why do you bring us down like that, bro? What do you mean? What happened? We're, we're like we're we're good at this. What no, are we are. About? We are. Look, it, yeah, it, like like in like, lieu of anything else, three thousand people behind us, bro. Those lawyers, they're they're by themselves. That's right? true. That, no, <laughs> like, that part is like, true. We have we're Actually, we're the people right now. Like though, maybe like, maybe we bro. are the independent party that he's hiring to do this. No. Yeah, like we're doing. Oh, exactly. we're not getting paid. <laughs> uh, we fucked up. We did, we we're doing it for free, man. We, we, we're, we're doing no, it for free. We always do shit for chats. free. What are you talking yeah, about? That is oh, true. The oh, the super chat ain't good enough for Mister Jet Setter over here. Like, <laughs> let's let's not, okay? Let's not, Mister Jet Setter over here. Suck my dick. Uh, <laughs> buy my fucking house. Uh, okay, so now that uh, you know. I wanted to really get that off the table, I guess, because uh, I know it's a narrative that gets thrown around a lot. It's one that's been misconceived. I've seen a lot of mentions of this. People have directly said to me uh, things of this nature where uh, they implied that she had some sort of device that was reading the deck. And I just want to be abundantly clear that that is so, so close to impossible. Mm -hmm. Not completely, I'm sure. I imagine that there's Nothing some is. sort of way, but is so close to impossible from everything that I understand about this technology. Um, I brought that up because uh, there was a piece from Houston Curtis on yesterday's uh, Joey Ingram pod that uh, I wanted to play when we get a chance. Uh, he was kind of talking about the notion of she could just have a, a, an earpiece or something like that that signals who has the winning hand, who has the second best hand, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I don't think that that's what we're dealing with here. Yeah. to be able to get that information to somebody that's what a lot of people have been struggling with in this environment how feasible is it to be able to like what do you exactly do you got to do here because to us we really don't know the thesis is well they they have a device and there's some sort of transmission on the device if that was i just 
find that hard to believe personally from what you're seeing, from your experience, what are you, what are you thinking about that? What do you find harder to believe? What part of it? You don't think well, I guess, uh, that I guess an in-ear device, no, uh, no. In device is available that would just say, uh, you, you know, seat five, number one, seat four, number two, and whatever seat she's at, number three. Right. And then she just knows, and then those guys fold. Now she knows, because she's been prepped before the game, now she, she, she that's all the information she would need. Mm-hmm. But what- yeah, uh, so I don't think that that is very probable. Um, and I'm not even sure that that aligns with what Doug said was uh, the most probable theory as far as like what he believes is taking place. Uh, I know he alluded to the fact that he thinks that there is some sort of vibrating tool. I'm kind of on that side uh, of if this is happening, what I think is occurring is she's getting a binary signal of yes or no. Yes, correct. So one buzz, two buzz type thing. Um, and it's either like, yes, you have the best hand. No, you don't have the best hand. And that kind of aligns with how the hand was actually played. Like you get a signal of like, yes, you have the best hand. She's maybe not super poker sharp as far as like, what do you do when you have the information that you have the best hand, but the best hand is currently Jack four offsuit <laughs> on 10, 10, nine, three, right? Like, you know, you just kind of spaz and you say, well, if I have the best hand on 10, 10, nine, three with Jack high, I guess any raise will get a fold, right? Not realizing like, oh, actually there's plenty of hands that are worse than Jack high that would just jam all in on me, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, you know, she kind of clicks turn and then is forced into a spot where she still has this perfect information. It's just like, okay, well, I can call and just be good, not realizing she might be in an equity. So all of that makes the most, if I'm trying to logic this out, right. all that, of that makes that the makes, most sense. Right, yeah. um, what becomes a little bit more difficult then is um, trying to, to understand the how and trying to get my head around how they've managed to garner that information. Right. Like, so I understand practically how it can happen, but I also understand that the only reason it happened at stones is because they were so fucking sloppy. Like I remember when we were doing uh, a detailed investigation, Jamin and I, we didn't know each other that well at that point, but you know, we were friendly. He sent me a video of him walking around stones server room videoing. <laughs> The whole, the, like the whole, all of the computers, every piece of technology they used to run the stream was just unlocked for him to walk into and get his book bag out of. Oh my God. So like they just did absolutely nothing mm-hmm. to secure their stream. I don't even yep. think they were hardwired. I think they were just straight on the Wi-Fi. So like there was a lot of opportunity there. You could have walked in, you could have fucked with the server yourself. You could have, uh, you know, toggled that, that, uh, uh, the, the, the setting on so that you could just have access to a third-party website that would display uh, the, the information. You could, uh, you could potentially um, hack into it through the Wi-Fi since it was an unsecured network and everybody was sharing it. Like there was a lot of ways at Stones. I don't see those same breaches in security at Hustler. Nobody has access to the server room that I'm aware of, right? Like I've never seen it. I've been there plenty of times. I've, I've been back in that locker area. I've been all around the areas at which uh, are protected, but I've never been in any protected areas, right? So I don't think, I think Ryan learned a lot from, from seeing what happened at Stones. I doubt that he allows anybody who has any uh, financial interest in the game itself to be anywhere within 100 yards of, of those spots, yeah. right? Yeah, I've, I've uh, you know, Ryan gave me a tour of 
the you know the production area you know and like the commentary room and all that stuff uh when i went out there and yeah man it's not like you can't just like walk in there like it's like actually like pretty sequestered like it's kind of god like you you, if you step in there and you're not part of the the group like it's mega obvious that you don't belong because you're like in a weird area that's not just out in the open so yeah i i I completely agree. It's just not something like there is no strange person walking into that area. Yeah. So I think like with that being understood, um, you know, now you have to start to look at staff and you have to start to question, well, who does have access to those areas? Is anybody disgruntled? Is there anybody on the staff who has recently uh, had a, a bone to pick with upper management anybody vindictive, anybody that could like easily be bought off. Uh, you know, these are troubling things because this is stuff where, you know, we'll hold hustlers feet to the fire. If that does ultimately come out that they had somebody on staff, fuck them over. But you know, you can only, you can only control so much, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, you can only vet the people you hire so much and you can only control like what they do with their privileged information so much. So, um, you know, it is a little bit of a weird spot, but, what this is ultimately leading us to, the discussion that I want to kind of end on this evening, is uh, this notion of, um, I guess, if if there is information available, then how does that translate into her cheating, right? And like, how do we go about proving her innocence or guilt? Uh, because that, as far as like our job of people who are kind of on the scene and controlling the narrative a bit and having open discussions every day about like what's taking place, what we should look for and things of that nature. Uh, we have as much information as most people, right? Like obviously Hustler has more information than us because they have all the, the casino cameras, they have all the footage of the games from every angle. And then on top of that, they have the uh, privileged information of what's going on behind the scenes in the server room and stuff like that. But for us, we have all of the data compiled from the gameplay. So rather than trying to figure out the how, let's figure out the if, right? Like we can get to the how later, maybe in cooperation with Hustler, should we uh, get to a point of believing that she truly did cheat. Let's instead try to determine if she's innocent or if she's guilty. And I think the way that we do that as intelligent poker players is we compile the hands and we start to look at the decisions she makes as far as like EV goes, right? So we should, we should just look at as many of the spots as possible. And there's probably only a couple hundred of them over 12 hours. And we should just start to measure the EV of her decisions. Now what we can do from there is we can start to get a little bit more granular and we can now isolate her negative EV decisions. And from those, we can start to question a few different things. We can say, okay, how many negative EV decisions did she make out of all total decisions that she had to, to abide by, right? And I would say we lean mostly just on uh, post-flop, yeah. right? Like we don't care that much about pre. Uh, if she plays bad hands, she plays bad hands. Who gives a shit? But post-flop, like how many negative EV decisions does she make and what's the end result? So now once we have a collection, let's say she makes uh, 100 negative EV decisions total, right? Of those negative EV decisions, how many of them led to a positive outcome, right? Let's say it's 50-50. Okay. Of the 50 where it was a positive outcome, how many or what was the average 
uh, big blinds put into the pot, right? Now, of the ones where it was a negative outcome, how many big blinds on average were put into the pot? Compare them against each other. Is she routinely playing larger pots when she makes negative EV decisions and has a positive outcome or when she has a negative outcome? Or is it the same, right? Mm -hmm. Then we could take a look at uh, her plus EV decisions. And we could say, okay, of all of her plus EV decisions, how many of them led to her, how many of them led to a negative outcome? And then of the ones that led to a negative outcome, what percentage of those were large pots versus small pots? Like what was the average, uh, or sorry, what was the spectrum of uh, the size of the pots played? I think once we gather all of that data, we can start to do some comparative analysis. And if we fundamentally see that her negative EV decisions that are rewarded with positive outcomes lead to more money won than her negative EV decisions that led to negative outcomes uh, led to money lost, that's data point number one that's worthy of cons consideration. On the flip side, if we see that when she makes good decisions, it leads to uh, very big pots when the outcome is positive and very small pots when the outcome is negative, that's another data point that we can examine. And these start to become very damning. Now we can look at those exact hands with a lot greater context and start to say, now we can start to pay attention to the speech play. Now we can start to pay attention to how much time she takes. Now we can start to pay attention to what starts to make the most amount of sense of if she actually had real-time information. Mm -hmm. Is that real-time information understanding of what's to come? Is that real-time information understanding of what her opponent holds, right? These are, this is the only way that I think we can work about uh, or the only way we can like reverse engineer any sort of like path to prove one way or the other of her innocence or guilt. And I think that if we see a, a, a reasonable level of consistency where negative EV decisions lead to negative outcomes, positive EV decisions lead to positive outcomes, and the pot sizes are uh, representative of, you know, basically hand strength, then I think we can kind of just chalk this up to, hey, unfortunately, one of our best got it wrong, right? But if we see a high degree of inconsistency where like negative decisions lead to massively positive outcomes, and positive decisions that, that generate her losing the pot are small pots, we get to fucking press pause and say, hold up. This is going to require a lot more scrutiny. Mm -hmm. So we let's get this, let, let's kind of rewind that for a second so that everyone kind of knows what we're looking for. So we're going to be looking for negative EV decisions throughout the hand, pre-flop, flop, turn, that land us on a river where we somehow get there or are able to make some insane hero play where where we're like raising with something because we know we're good something like really crazy uh so that's what we're looking for basically multiple negative EV spots that lead to a positive outcome not necessarily that we want at showdown but we somehow know that we're winning and that maybe lead to like some raise or some sort that's like a, a really crazy play right something like that mm. yeah i i think that um i think that'll be the last detail that we have to figure out i think first and foremost we need to find more evidence that sways one way or the other like we need more critical evidence we need a higher volume of evidence that suggests like through her gameplay she definitely could be cheating or 
through her gameplay, there's nothing that indicates she's been cheating outside of this one random hand. And now her story becomes a lot more plausible. The real issue that we have here is that there's a difference between Possible and this, right? Possible, we had infinite data points that we can go back. Hundreds of hours. So many yeah. hands. Yeah. And here, we have a very limited scope. We have to, we're going to have to kind of hope that we catch something that's really bizarre. Yeah, I think that that's, I think that's very true. Uh, although I will say that uh, though it was helpful to have all that data with Possible, it was also very cumbersome. And it's, it's kind of prevented us also from... Uh, from like really being able to wholeheartedly like prove concretely that he uh, he did it, and the reason is is that there is so much inconsistency between like the stakes that they're playing, the straddles, like all of this stuff that the uh, the graphics track, but not really super accurately. Like there's a lot of human error in there. It made it very difficult to actually compile the data and have some level of consistency of like okay he's winning X amount of big blinds per hundred above expectation, right? Um, so I think like that got a little bit difficult, but if we did what I just suggested, where we went through, um, you know, a thousand hands that Possible played and saw how many times the negative EV decision led to a positive outcome, I think we would very easily see three standards of deviations, if not more, uh, from, from what baseline would be. Yeah. I think ultimately that's the, the objective here is uh, prove her innocence by showing a consistency in results according to the decisions that she's making or, you know, imply some guilt if uh, we consistently see that her poor decisions are leading to positive outcomes. So how many hours is it we have to look at? A lot. Like 10? Well, no, because... Uh, I guess we, we just have to look at... We already have the hands? How many yeah, hands is it? Yeah, yeah, Joe has the hands. Um, Let's see here. It looks like... Um, what I can tell, um, it doesn't have a number of them, but it looks like there's roughly, oh man, looks like maybe saw, 50. You're making it sound like it's a lot. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's just, it's just, he put a lot of information in with the hands. So I mean, it's probably good. like 50 to 70 hands. Um, he, he did a lot of the work already. It looks like, well, according, um, you know, he, he did what, like, did she make the correct decision? Did you win? Did you lose? The pot size, all that information is in, is in here. Thank you, Joe, for all this info. Uh, Burke, did you? It's in applications. Uh, okay. If you want to check I, it out. I haven't seen it yet, but I'll check yeah. it out now. Um, yeah, I, yeah, it's only her hands, I guess. So uh, it's probably not quite as much. Um, man, I, I haven't looked at it yet, but I'm very fingers crossed that there are links to timestamps as well. <laughs> I have there, a feeling. Yeah, he has the timestamps oh in here. Oh my god! But are there links? Are they hyperlinked? No, they're not mm. hyperlinked. I, I'm Come very, on, man. I'm very greedy here. Yeah. <laughs> like, you like, want, you want... I'm, I'm just, I mean, I'm just saying. Bro. Did I did all the work? I understand. Yeah. I understand. Uh, hey Joe, can you go back and uh, <laughs> hyperlink all this stuff for us, please? I mean, yeah. If you could, like, you know. That'll be two months for He you. also put the suspicion level on and highlighted them. See, I could have done without the suspicion level and uh, used the hyperlink. Um, I don't know. No, I'm, I'm messing around, obviously. Like, uh, yeah. Don't worry. I have minions. They can do it. Wow. Minions. Uh, wow. None, of, none of you guys. Bro, they, I don't know our fucking password. It's been too many yeah. years. 
Oh, uh, tell one of your minions. Here, the pass <laughs> Burke, the password is <laughs> good one. Um yeah, I, I will check that out though. Uh I can't remember the password now. It's one of three I've typed in two. I don't have time to do the third. It's too many capital letters. Uh Danny Oh boy, Danny, why you gotta have such a tough last name? Uh Danny says, spot on Matt. Correlation does not equal causation. If you can't ID the mechanism, i.e. the how, here the cheating hows are very low probability to pull off. Yes, I do believe that's true. But if we can identify uh, the, the, there's a, that there's a high probability one way or the other, um, then I think that it's worth digging into the hows. Right? Like once we have a high probability, like for for example let's say that there is a high probability she cheated like we're all like 90 percent confident then it's worth looking into low probability hows because we're so relatively certain that it actually took place right now they don't become that low probability anymore right uh one of them had to be the re or the the methodology therefore they uh they have to get higher Yo, where's the chat? In the chat saying that, you know, that Hustle released a statement. We yeah, had just you, read that statement. You know if what you happened? Guys remember, Hus, uh, Nick had messaged us the pretty much the statement before it went out. So yeah. we got that statement right we before. We actually read it, it before you read it. Where have you guys been? Let's fucking go. Come on, team. Yeah. We're on it. So if you were in this, if you were here, you would have got the statement before it was released to the Twitter. Version. That's right. Uh, Guabo, if you want to pull up the statement on Twitter so that everybody can see it. I'm not going to reread it. Uh, you guys can scroll back like 25 minutes or so if you want to hear my sultry voice uh, reading the can words. Can we have of... Connery read it? Have no. Connery read it. It's too Come many on, words. Come on, man. <laughs> too, many too many words, man. Burke, I, uh, I emailed you, or I forwarded you the... Uh... Thank you, sir. Don't worry. I'm probably not logged into mine either. Oh, Jesus. Uh, we've been at this quite a while. I don't have the stamina of Joey, and I have not eaten yet today. Uh, any closing thoughts? From the team, Amanda, we'll start with you. Yeah, I'm excited to. I don't know if excited is the word, but um, anxious to to come to get some sort of conclusion to this. I mean, uh, you know, it's kind of we're we're kind of here on the fence, not knowing which what, what where the truth is. So I I'm very um, anxious to to get to that truth. I'm very anxious for us to d dive in to the evidence, see if we can come up with some. Um, conclusions on our own and definitely um the uh hustler live streams uh investigation is going to be very interesting i hope that it is uh swift but thorough on red i don't know what the fuck to think <laughs> what the fuck do you want me to say i don't know what to think what the fuck is going on who knows man like uh personally have, have you gotten around to to being swayed yet yeah, I'm swayed more to the point that he's fucking guilty. We, were, <laughs> like we ran a poll today, and I said, after, after yesterday's events, do you think Robbie is more likely to be cheated, less likely to have been cheated, sorry, more likely to have cheated, less likely to have cheated, or nothing has changed for you? And said poll, uh, it's 48% more likely, 21% nothing has changed, 31% less likely to have cheated. Wow, so more uh, people. I woke up. Interesting. Uh, I got to tell you, I was very much uh, swayed by the propaganda. I woke up shifting off of like a 60-40-ish to like an 80-20. Yeah, I was kind of the same as you. That, that poll, those results are interesting, right? Because the narrative 
yesterday was, you know, it 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 was all all Robbie's side, right? Yeah. But people are saying that they are more. They, they think. More I, I think. I think somewhere throughout the course of this. I mean, this is everybody who's watched our pod, right? So no, it was. It's been that way though, since the beginning of the yeah, pod. Yeah, but I, was, I, I mean, was, it's forty five hundred votes, so like it's been throughout yeah, the the course yeah. of the pod. Uh, I think what may have happened is I came into this pod like eighty percent. She did not cheat, mm-hmm. and I think as I've spoken more and more out loud, <laughs> I've swayed myself mm-hmm. uh, to back to the sixty forty. But what I'm saying is those numbers didn't change from the beginning to the end of the pod. Well, right, but that's silly to say because. You know, a hundred people might have voted initially. It's forty five hundred people. Like I understand what you're saying in that they remained consistent. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, at some point there was a mass flux and it could have been when I was just kind of portraying conspiracy theories as to how I think she cheated. Sure. Uh I still am slightly leaning I don't I don't know, man. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. Yeah. I, I will I will openly admit that I came into today right down the middle. I came in today believing more so that she did not cheat. Yep. Uh, the Polk video definitely had some impact on me. Doing some of my own digging has swayed me a little bit too. I, I legitimately, man, I, I'm not ready to take a stand on this, but I am ready to dig in deeper. Yes. Uh, I think we have a good plan of attack. I like this idea. So I'm looking at the spreadsheet. It's 37 hands, 36 hands. That's not a lot. I will say that that is working against us. It's not a very large sample. No. I didn't think it would be. But in 36 live hands, this is something that somebody who's played live for an entire career, I will say that like you give me 36 hands to watch on somebody and I'll tell you a fucking lot about their game. A lot. And Mm -hmm. you can say that from elite down to fish, right? Like if you gave me 36 Makita hands, uh, when I say I can tell you a lot about his game, I don't mean I can tell you what his frequencies are or anything of that nature. I mean, I can tell you a lot of relevant things about his strategy and yeah, like it might just be something as simple as like bulletproof. Like, mm-hmm. this guy seems to be fucking bulletproof, right? That's good enough. Well, for what we're doing when it comes to passing the eye test, we're just looking for strict, uh, significant inconsistencies, right? And 36 hands isn't a lot to demonstrate the data points uh, of, of how much variance impacts it and things like that. Like, we're not looking at, um, you know, true EV versus how she ran in this spot. We're more so trying to find where correlation and causation are a thing versus where correlation does not equal causation, right? Yeah. We're just trying to separate the signal from the noise. Go ahead, Chin. What's your closing thoughts? Uh, well, first, I think I want to read Andy's tweet that just came out two or three minutes ago. Yeah, let's do um, that. So he writes, uh, seated, he didn't write much, but he said, seated to the left of Robbie, that hand was truly one of the strangest things I've seen. I understand the reaction from G-Man in-game, I didn't, I didn't fathom how Hustler Casino uh, Poker Show security could be bypassed to cheat. Now, with investigations, no hasty conclusions can be made. So basically, it seems like he acknowledges that in-game, he couldn't fathom what was going on, but now there's conclusions, and he's going to kind of withhold judgment. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think that makes a lot of sense to me. Mm-hmm. So my my closing my closing thoughts is that we're gonna have some thirty six hands to dig through tonight, and also that I don't envy anyone's position in this situation. Like I don't envy Nick's or Ryan's. I don't envy Garrett's, and I don't envy Robbie's. Clearly, um, and I think that at least I'm hoping that the thirty six hands kind of sways us one way or another. I 
again, I was also of the notion coming into today that like she was like this was just of you know a player doing what they want with their money. Yeah. And now I'm like, mm, man, I don't know. I don't want to agree with Doug, but okay, I guess you know maybe <laughs> it's a little bit of Doug's right sometimes, you know. But but yeah, so so I'm in this situation where I I feel as if we have to. I'm back at center, right? I'm back at like, okay, I want to see these hands because like Berkey, like how you said, we could tell a lot in 36 hands, right? It's like if, if in 36 hands you're making negative, negative, and then all of a sudden you get another card that like really helps you. Okay. That's a data point going one way. Or if you're just like not, and that's fine. So, well, I mean, it's important for us because it's like, we're speculating. Right, we're not the yeah. ones in charge of the investigation. We're not the ones who are going to be the judge, jury, and executioner of all this. We're we're in the speculative realm, and you know we are trusting our our uh, skill set as live professionals to see like what doesn't pass the sniff test. So, being able to look at a sample size of thirty six hands played over ten or twelve hours or whatever the case may be, and then being able to take things that to the naked eye don't make a lot of sense, right? Like massive negative EV decision leads to ridiculous positive outcome, right? That doesn't mean anything on its own, but it's context. And now we can go back and rewatch that exact hand over and over again. We can pick it apart from a psychological standpoint. We can gather other data points that now have a correlation to the actual hand that took place. We already had the, 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 the prefix data point of something is awry in this hand. And uh, if it's not variant, then it's, it's, uh, it's something nefarious, right? So... We'll always defer to variance, right? We can always just say, like, unlucky, bro. Unlucky. But if we see a consistent pattern of her just getting ridiculously lucky over and over and over and over and over again in small ways, right? Not in, like, uh, a, a, a she flops top pair versus bottom set and hits running full house. That shit just happens. But right. in, like, very subtle ways where, like, she calls twice with ace-king high and then just drills a three-outer. Right, it's just like something really weird where like, given that she's not a pro, she's not going to understand if she like naked floats twice like with super low equity and then yeah. now finds the river magic can, can like, I, can that I, that's going to be a little sus given the a, context of the situation. Can I ask a question real quick? Because uh, given that example, that would, that would ensue that she, uh, insinuate that she had the perfect information that we said that is not likely, right? Yeah, I again like yeah, I don't we can't, we right, can't right, close the door on it. But right, I don't think anything I don't think any cheating mechanisms are quote unquote likely. Right. But but I'm saying mainly you're not going to be looking for like oh she's calling twice because she knows she's going to hit the river cuz well, we I, I don't care about the why. I don't care about the why. I just if I see yeah. a consistent pattern of her calling twice and then sucking out. Okay, then yes. Then right. yeah, I have then to like, reexamine like does right. she have perfect knowledge of the deck? Right, right. Something right. Like a lot of times I think we have to go into these hands with not not looking for, we're not like mm -hmm. searching for specific mechanisms we're just kind of intaking the data yeah and then writing writing it down mm -hmm. as it comes about and then trying to find right. the pattern yeah, yeah. It, i would think it'd be it would look more like uh you know she makes this she shouldn't be making his call on the turn but she does make the call because she's at, like she's ahead, but she she should yeah, yeah, she right, should right, be right. folding this hand. But it might not most be. of the time. Might, and then, she might she's not calling. be ahead. It does like we don't know. We don't know. Right. Like no, right. you guys are talking about two different <laughs> things. Brian's Brian's, yeah. Brian's basically saying like spots where she has an obvious fold, like the Jack Four, 
but maybe she's yeah. an equ- equity favorite because of the exact hand that her opponent has. Right, right. So now she's making right. the call because she's, yeah. you know, right. So like those are, I think that would be the most telling. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think excited so. to watch these hands tonight. I, I, I'm, I'm going to fire them up. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to stay on stream. No, no, uh, no, no, no. I need food. I desperately need food. Guys, thank you so much for being. What if we get like? What if we get no, like two thousand dollars? No, in no, 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 absolutely not. I'll, shit, I'll do the shit with you, Chen. Okay. No, let's do it, bro. Let's just let's just fire up the stream. Me and Connie, baby, let's go. Why don't we Bumble, just? Are you in? Why don't we do? Bumpa's out. I, I, I'm I'm always in for the team. You know? uh, <laughs> team, team player. Yeah, poor Guapo, man. We need food. Like, look. Uh, By the way, I, my apologies. How about we take uh, we an hour break three and three batteries back. for Connie and Brian's shot. Oh, that's okay. Oh yeah, we we need to switch the camera. But uh, yeah. anyway, we're probably running out. Anyway, uh, whatever. I would I would be much more willing to come back at like midnight <laughs> than I would be to keep this rolling. Okay, um, so how do we get you to come back at midnight? <laughs> Chin's all about we, this. we can talk about it we'll talk off air uh guys Let thank the you people decide thank you so much for being a part of this we appreciate you guys tuning in for this fucking what i consider to be a marathon stream i know you guys are used to four-hour streams no big deal uh please i think, I think at midnight we fire it up bro we gotta beat we gotta beat joey to the punch you know why don't we just collab why don't tonight? we just collab with joey like <laughs> yeah, if we're all gonna do idea. the hard work why don't we uh, you know his channel's big enough throw everybody over here like whatever uh anyway um i'm happy to dig through this either privately the the whole reason why i don't want to dig through it publicly on stream is because i don't want i don't want our i don't want our debating of what we're seeing to be to be out there because your first glimpse of things i don't want that to be my opinion set in stone right like I, i i want to be able to walk things back as i see more data coming out and I don't want to so be. So we just gotta put the banner at the top. Opinions not set in stone. No, 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 no. Because like it's on video, man. Like people just clip it out. Where in two days I say like, okay, this is the conclusion I arrived at, and they say like, oh, well, here in this clip you said exactly the opposite. Yeah, like, yeah, no, it's, it's true. It's, it's true. just not sharp. That's true. Uh, so yeah, I I would like to dig through these. I'll be happy to go through all thirty six hands at some point once we have conclusions. I think that's a better plan of attack. Um. Anyway, thank you guys so much for being part of this four-hour stream. This is getting to be quite absurd as far as I'm concerned. This is more content than I signed up for. Joey put the best thing out yesterday. He was like, he's like, let's take a look at Berkey. This guy, you know, he just wanted to start a company, maybe maybe get a little training out there, <laughs> go live his fucking life. And now all he's doing is sitting around detecting the mannerisms of a girl who like has Jack Four high. Watching, watching her shake, yeah, watching the chair like, shake. Yeah, said. Watching her midsection shake and seeing if that somehow indicates that she has a, a, a butt plug that's vibrating and literally know that her hand's good. Like, I'm out. I'm fucking out. <laughs> this is not what I signed up for, man. Bring in team. Bring in the B team. Where's it? Where's the rest of the squad? All right, I'm losing it. I'm starving. I can't take it anymore, guys. Thank you so much for being a part of this. I appreciate you. Please hit the like button on your way out. Leave hit us it. a bunch of comments. We would love to to get this channel rolling a if little bit further. Eight hundred comments. We will come back live, bro. No we, have, Berkey, we have over Just a thousand. Me and Conrad. We have over a thousand yesterday. Stop this nonsense. <laughs> oh uh, shit! All right, it, how many? If you're interested in getting more content from us, please don't forget to hit that join button, uh, become a member. You'll get a special badge. You will get uh, the ability to have some emotes, throw up your poo dog emote in the chat. Happy birthday to Melissa. Uh, A lot of other subtle upsides to being a member of the Solve for Y YouTube channel. We are going to release new tiers moving forward. 
on that note, I'm out of here. I'm not sure if we're going to be on tomorrow or not. It definitely won't be during the morning. We got an NFL, baby. I got to watch them. We got 1,000 members. I'm coming back on. The, Bro, I'm 1,000 members? On. I'll yeah. do anything that they ask for. <laughs> Uh, we got a thousand members. I'm coming back on immediately, yeah, straight fine. up. Uh, I, I don't care if you come in. No, I'm with you. Uh, I I will be back on here if we get a thousand members. I agree with you. <laughs> okay, there yeah. you, we, we got the number for Berk. We bought Berkey's love. If everybody watching becomes a member, I will I will fucking be back. Uh, Conrad, I'm sorry to you in advance. Uh, your poor Jets are going down tomorrow to the Steelers. Let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Steelers, baby. Woo! I'll be Steelers here are going to get played like a fiddle. Nah. Do, 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 do. <laughs> He says fiddle and then he makes this. It makes the the motion for a flute. What the fuck is a fiddle? I don't even know. This fucking guy represents violin. This guy represents Jets fans everywhere. All right, Berkey's foot. I know. I'm like, we get some toe in there. I can't take it, man. I end the fucking show, guys. I'm out of here. All right, Guapo, cut the mics. Thank you guys so much. There's a good chance we'll be back tomorrow. If not, we'll be back on Monday. Hit that like. Leave a comment. Don't forget to subscribe. Click the membership. Throw us a fucking fun for doing what we're doing we appreciate you we're out peace